Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. So it's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast with your host, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, swatch wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, woo, son of a gun. And he's having a hard time holding down those alligators. Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. It's season three, baby. Is it Friday? I don't know. What day is it? Who knows? But it's a good day today because you're listening to the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast. I'm your host, Ty King, and you can find all things Win, Lose, or Tie on the Instagram, on the IG, at Win, Lose, or Tie. That's T-Y-E. You can always email the show. Win, lose, or tie podcast at gmail.com. That's a lot, I know. But I would love for you to email me like, hey, questions, comments, reactions, whatever. Also, we're a part of Let Me Know Productions. That's the LMK Boys. That's a Pick Four podcast with Mark Youngblood. That's a Having Said That with Landry podcast with Landry Griffith. And you can find things also with LMK on LMK 2021 on Instagram as well. You can find me on on Facebook too. You can, you can follow me on Facebook. That's fine. That's my personal Facebook, Ty King. Today is an important day in win, lose, or tie because man, it's season three, one, that's, that's number one. Number one, it's season three. And to start off season three, I'm having on um, one of my, well, is he one of my best friends? Yes. But it's like, he's weird because my best friends usually like tend to generate from like my childhood growing up. I didn't meet this guy till I was, man, 25 years old. And he was amazing from the time I met him. He's amazing now. And you know what? Uh, I just finished recording the episode with him. So on Zoom, which I'm not a big fan of, but damn it, tonight was amazing. Like He is so cool. Greg Miller is so cool. And I think you're going to find him fascinating. I find him fascinating. He tells great stories about Mike Leach, one. He tells great stories about... Not growing up in Lubbock, Texas, but living here for five years. That's, I'm not going to keep up with, I said two, that's two, but I'm not going to keep up with it. But dude, he is just so cool. And then he has like, dude, there is like breaking news, honestly, breaking news towards the end of the podcast. That's all I'm going to say. I couldn't have asked for this uh, podcast to go any better. And I'm thankful for Greg Miller. And he also plays Todd down. And you'll have to uh, wait and see how, how he fares on that as well. But uh, here we go. Let's interview Greg Miller. Okay, Greg Welcome. It's season three, dude. And you're the first guest of season three. 
I don't know if that makes you feel, uh, I don't know how it makes you feel inside, but right now I'm just, I'm glad to ha- I'm glad that there is a season three and I'm glad that you're on to be the first guest of season three. Greg Miller. It's kind of, it's, it's kismet. I played oh. 17 seconds of varsity basketball in my career and the jersey I wore was number three. So it's, it's all coming full circle. Dude, it's all full man. circle. <laughs> I don't believe in numerology, but you might be, uh, there you maybe, go. maybe puts me that way, but dude, Greg, go. it's so good to see you, man. And uh, dude, I wish you folks could see him over Zoom right now. It's over, it, it, but his basement or, or his whatever is your basement? It's my basement. It's, yeah, your basement, dude. It looks, looks great. He's got a Red Raider bobblehead in front of him. He's got uh, his Ohio Bobcat jacket, but also uh, Texas on my mind T-shirt. So I yeah, mean, what Pat Green? Man, look at you, man. Love his finest. I mean, I love on, Pat Green. Yeah. I got so many packing stories of like post Lubbock life that I love the fact that like yeah. a lot of my friends after I left Lubbock know Pat Green and like yes. respect him too. So. Yeah, we and we could we could go see him and with basically just me, you, and a couple other dudes sometimes could exactly. go and see him play <laughs> in Lubbock. So yeah, but man, hey, Greg Miller is here. Uh and, and the reason why I have Greg Miller on is that he's a big part of my past. And uh I find him more a very fascinating person. I find him uh and he's just He's been one of the guys I wanted to have on, but he's instrumental in my history. So, and I met him, and but I met him when I got my job at Channel 11. And he was the weekend sports anchor at Channel 11. And, and so I want to talk about that a little bit, Greg. But before we get into that, um, man, I just want to say, uh, tell, tell the folks, like, where you're from, how you got to Ohio, and then, you know, eventually how you ended up in Lubbock. But So then we can pick it up from there. Yeah, it might be like a six-hour. It's probably like... Now- <laughs> Top the Tyler Lyons episode, just the story and how the hell okay. I ended up here. But That's no, okay. uh, the short, the short synopsis. I grew up in West Virginia, born and raised West Virginia. Um, went to Ohio University in Athens. Uh, That's the Bobcats, folks. Do not get it twisted. Exactly. That's the green not and white the Bobcats. Guys. Yeah, exactly. It's it's Ohio University, not the Ohio State. We're the Ohio University. But yeah, yes. I graduated there in '98. Uh, first job out of college was in Maryland for about three and a half years. Uh, after that, ended up in Lubbock, Texas. And um, was in Lubbock, uh, started in May of 2002. And that's where I met Ty, like when I was working down there. Uh, worked there for about three and a half, almost four years, then moved up to Kentucky and then ended up back after five years in Kentucky into Ohio. So I kind of made the weird long trip back to where I started from. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm back in Columbus now where I live and I've been here for now. God, it's crazy to imagine 12 years. Like I joked about this with a lot of people like, I've lived in Columbus now 12 years. That's the longest I've ever lived anywhere in my life outside of where I grew up. And I'm almost oh, ready to that's cross nuts, that threshold. Dude. That's nuts. I know. It's like funny. Like you always associate where you, where you were born and raised and went to school and all that with where you grew up. But I'm slowly creeping up to where, where I live now is going to supersede where I grew up. Yeah. Like I was 18 years in West Virginia, 18 years in New Martinsville. And now I'm like closing on, on 15 years in Columbus right. almost. So I'm like ready to make that flip. But yeah, it's wild. So West Virginia, Maryland, or Western Ohio, Maryland, Kentucky, or Texas, Kentucky, back to Ohio. But yeah, well, so what was the uh, what, okay? Before we talk about us and how we met, but just uh, I don't know. This may be kind of um, discombobulated a little bit. But what was your favorite part about living in Lubbock when you were here? Because you were here, oh, when you said God, three, right? three, a little over three years. But I mean, you it was almost four years. Four, yeah, yeah. I, I was there. In May, I I started May of '02 and left in like roughly November, December of '05. Um, I mean, I, I distinctly remember my last day of work there was the day that, and, and most Red Raider football fans will remember, it was the day Tech beat Oklahoma, where Torian Henderson fell into the end zone and beat Oklahoma. Right. And after all those years, 
Yeah. So they just couldn't beat Oklahoma. They finally did it. Went to the Cotton Bowl. Um, so it was like three and a half years in Lubbock. Honestly, like when I moved there, I had no idea what I was getting myself into as a guy who grew up in the East Coast, East-ish Coast, I should say, um, and went to college in the Midwest. I was like, I'm moving to Texas, and I've never even been to Texas. And it's like, you're not moving to Dallas, or you're moving to Lubbock. Nope, right? moving to Lubbock. And all <laughs> yeah. I knew was like, hey, I think Texas Tech hired Bob Knight, so I know he's down there. And right. I'm like, um, I know there's a major like big 12 university there. So that's cool. And I mean, I got down there and I remember the first time I got down there, I was like, this is different. And it's not because like, wasn't the people or anything necessarily right away. It was just like, you could just tell from like, just the landscape. Right. Like this isn't like, like, Dude, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cause I mean, you had trees where you grew up and stuff. And and people say, like people that don't get it. Like I go to these national meetings and meet people from all over and stuff. And, in my line of work. And I'm like, yeah, I live in Lubbock. And they're like, okay, where is that? It's like, is it, oh, so it's close to, like, how far away from Dallas are you? I'm like, well, it's like five hours. <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, yeah, oh, it's like, there's That's no trees. Nice. It's, the panhandle has no trees. And when you say no trees, like, it really is, really, once you get out, like, on a highway, I mean, you can just see forever. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. Crazy. I, yeah I, it is crazy. I always, I always joke with people and they're like, oh, okay, I, I kind of know where Lubbock is because now Texas Tech has become more, more well known with people. For sure. And, Mostly my circle are sports fans, so they know the Red Raiders, and um, they're like, "Oh, well, what were you guys close to?" I'm like, uh, "Nothing." Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, like you drive six hours west, you hit Albuquerque. You drive six yeah. hours east, you hit Dallas. You drive two hours north, you hit, you hit Amarillo. You drive two hours and change like south, you hit Middle But right. then the other than that, there's nothing. Like there's right. no sub- like the only suburb which I laugh because I've been gone now for almost twenty years was Wolford. You damn right, baby. Well, Wolf Town. But Wolf Town is no longer a suburb. It's just like it's, no, a, it's, it's a part of like, it's, it's part of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 like it used to be but like. That kind of, only... But that kind of pisses me off. I, I used to I used to love it when we we're on our own. But still, I don't care. Wolf Town Toads, baby. What's up? You know exactly. <laughs> so. so yeah, so I always joke with people. I'm like, no man. Like when you out there, I'm like you are out there. Like there is. Mm-hmm. I said, but I always said it with the asterisk of, I would have never left Lubbock if it was 20 hours east. And I said that jokingly because like I grew up yeah. like more toward this part of the country. You said that several times. I'm, you're not just saying and that I, for the broadcast. I, you have said that. Like, and I, no, I, I literally, I, like, I say this to like, even the, even though I've been gone now for, like I said, almost 20 years, I loved living there. Like more than I could probably express in the words. Like I really did enjoy not just the people I was around because that was obviously the biggest part, like you and mm-hmm. all the other people that we right. interacted with over the time I was there. Like I loved you guys and it was so much fun living there. And not until I was gone did I realize, like, I could have lived there. I could have totally lived there. It'd been totally yeah. fine. Like, there's an airport. It, it, I could have got home when I needed to. I just sure. felt like yeah. you could do a certain age when you bounce around like I did that you feel like there's this draw to be like, I need to be closer to where my mom and dad live. I need yeah. to be closer to where my friends are. I need to be closer to where my family is. And why that all felt, like, pretty true when I left in, like, 2005, as I've gotten older now and I'm like, years years removed from that i'm like i could have stayed there and been totally fine honestly yeah. like i airport you could hop the plane been home whatever no big deal yeah. but it was just one of those things like you just i mean the, certain situations make you decide certain things and Whoa. but like i never ever ever thought like boy this is a bad decision or boy i regret that decision. Yeah. i absolutely love living like it was such a great experience. Like I still, to this day, like I said, I can't express enough. Like 20 years later, 
That's why you see Raider Red sitting here. That's yeah. why I got a you still- shirt on. That's yeah. why I still like I live and die with the Red Raiders when they're playing in an NCAA tournament game, unless they're playing Villanova, Ohio. But right. I'm like, <laughs> I like I still have this complete draw to Lubbock and to West Texas, and I'm still. I know I'm not from there, but I'll be the first person Dude. here in Ohio to be like, I claim that as my hometown. Yeah, for even sure. Though it's not really my hometown. Like I, I, I really did love it that well, much. It's like and your surrogate or something. Like they, we, and we it really was. And and I will never forget, man. Your last broadcast when you were on the air, and dude, I kind of got choked up because I'll never forget you came on because you had this, you had this, uh, you you started off every broadcast when you anchored with "Good evening, folks." Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. You said uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. And you you started off that final time that you knew you and you said, and for the final time, good, and I was like, dude, I got choked up watching it. I was like, damn, dude, because oh no, I, I we spent a lot of time in that sports office and. You know, with you and with Emily and, you know, there's some great times that we had. And, and, and man, I'm just, you know what, to, to be kind of to circle back to where I want to get to is uh, how we met. And that was, you know, I got a job. You were already there, the weekend guy. And mm-hmm. I got that job there. And I was the third guy. Now, the third guy in the sports office has a little di- different role. He's got to be, well, the, the weekend guy does too. It's the same role, but uh, I'm, I mean, like, let's just say it's like condensed almost. Well, well, you're, oh, I mean, just to make it, uh, where everybody can understand everybody that follows sports. It's like, uh, like Emily, uh, let's see. Emily is like magic Johnson and you're like <laughs> worthy. And I'm like AC green kind of, you know, it's like, dude, if I do something good, I, mean, I would have okay. taken Michael Cooper there, but I'll, I'll <laughs> take worthy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I mean, I have to do a little bit of everything. Also, at the weekend guy, I have to do a little bit of everything, everything. But I could fill in, like, hey, Ty, can you anchor this weekend? Ty, can you? And I, and I would do it. But it was weird, man. You, you were so good to me when I started. But I could tell you were like, who's this geek off the street just walking in? <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't have any real TV experience, but I had experience in college. I had my degree. So, but you had to teach me everything. And you did. You, you, I mean, you taught me. It was funny, man. We just spent a lot of time together, and I maybe wasn't a fast learner, but I would. I wanted to learn from you, and I realized really, really quickly, damn, you were good at what you were doing. So, I mean, well, I will say this: like after years of doing this, even like post Lubbock, of having to like, like you said, teach people how to do things, interns, whatnot, even my what I do now, like if the person I'm teaching, when I say this air quotes, you can't see it, but For I'm sure. saying there, yeah, yeah. person I'm teaching. If I don't get along with them, my fuse is pretty short. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's yeah. probably, a, like, not a good thing for me. But I think you and I hit it off so quick that I'm like, we teaching did. wasn't, like, a job. It was, like, I could tell you, you wanted, you, you, you were a spot. You wanted to soak this up. You were, like, yes. Like, I, yeah. I, I was always fascinated that you jumped into this later than all, like, a lot of us that, did, that were, like, doing this, like, in the, in the, the town, like, Vinny and, David Collier and a lot of the other guys, like, but the fact that you were like, this is my dream. This is it. This is what I want to do. Like you were like, this is it. And I was like, holy shit. Like this dude's like yeah. serious about this. Like he wants to get in here and get his hands right. dirty and get well, off. I wasn't, someone, yeah, I was, so teaching someone like that was like a pleasure because like, I knew that you appreciate it and you were really like a well, active audience where there's sure. some people are like, eh. Well, man, yeah, I had a love. I didn't want to leave, you know. I had, I didn't want to leave, so you know what I mean. Like, I didn't want to. I wasn't looking to go to another market, you know, because a lot of people right. look at TV. Yeah. Like, that's what that's it's exactly. is, a, is a, what they call a stepping stone. You just want right. to. That's why you never see reporters 
on for very long if they're any good. I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's what a lot of people think like, oh, they get fired. I'm like, no, they just moved on the, to like the, the, maybe yeah, exactly. Austin or Dallas or Houston <laughs> or because, whatever. Yeah. Well, because seriously, like maybe single A and, you know, high A or something. It's a good market, but, you know, you got a great, uh, you know, big university and everything. But, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like from, yeah. A, from a news, from a news market to a t- to a sports market, that's where it differs because from a sports market, dude, you got, you got a major big 12 university in town. Like there's a lot of these yeah. small television markets that you get division two. And I've worked in those where all you have yeah. is a D2 and a D3 school. And you're like, Hey, <laughs> what's going on with the D3 basketball team today? It's like, no, like text playing Kansas tonight. Like, okay, let's go. Like, yeah. it was awesome. But Absolutely. like, that was and, what, from a and I want to say this, I remember, I, was talking about, so yeah. I remember I was talking about this and, and it's funny that, I don't know how to like, make my, to make it clear, but I remember us talking several times, a lot of conversations that about high school football and high school football was big in West Virginia. It was big and it is, it's big there, Yeah, but we had to come out here and, and high school, but you was like, okay, yeah. Texas high school football though. It is. The, it, it's world. a big, it's a big world. Yeah. I remember well, laughing. Like, well, at least the stadiums are bigger and shit. <laughs> oh my, what I'm saying? Not even stadiums. <laughs> I remember the, the, this is what the equation I always gave my buddies, whether it was like talking about West Virginia high school with like friends from I grew up with or people I went to college with in Ohio and Ohio, obviously it means the high, like high school football is big here in the state. Oh, in Ohio. Of course produce, it is. Yes. Yeah, it's they huge. Yeah. Tons, tons of guys. Yeah. But I said, when you have, what is the equivalent of here in Ohio, like a division, like six or in West Virginia, it's triple A, which is the smallest level like the smallest level schools, when you have a giant inflatable helmet with smoke pouring out and fireworks and all this, and you're like, the team runs out and the stadium seats like, I don't know, maybe 1,200 people, if even yeah. at, at most. It's like, yeah. and the place is packed and we're going crazy. I'm like, yeah. I yeah. said, like, it doesn't compare. Right. I'm like, like Texas high school football, like we all like laugh about the Friday Night Lights and we see that and we're like, yeah. whether it's a TV show or the movie, you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. maybe like no. Yeah. Literally, every That's, high school, if you go 0 and 10, it doesn't matter. You have yeah. the inflatable helmets, yeah. everybody's running it's out still, the smoke. It's the biggest thing going it on is, that, yeah. that night. It is seriously, like, and you get to you got to witness a really good part of it because of, of West Texas, because these small towns that are outside that are in we're in our viewing area. I mean, that is their that's their life. Not their life, but yeah. on Friday night. That's and I associate they, with that. Like I grew up in a town of five thousand people, so my, my right. town was really small. Hagerstown, what's West, up? Well, Hagerstown in Maryland, but like in West Virginia, where I grew up, where, 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 so New Martinsville. So, New and I went to yeah. a little a little high school, Magnolia High School. And I mean, full tutor on Horton for a couple seconds here. My junior yeah. senior year, we we played for the state championship in West Virginia, lost both times. But USA Today used to do these like regional rankings in their the, the newspaper back when you used to actually get a used newspaper in your hands. Yes. Where they would rank teams in the regions like Northeast, Southwest, whatever yeah, it was. I remember, for, of and course. We we were ranked either nine or ten for most of the time in my junior and senior high school, like nationally, yeah. in the regional rankings of like the Northeast. So like we were really good. So my little town of five thousand people, give or take, on a Friday night. Our stadium did not seat that many, but we would have roughly 10,000 people there to watch it. We were just, we See? were lighting people on, like, we were just lighting guys up left and right. We were winning, like, we yeah. couldn't schedule games in our area against teams that were within, like, a reasonable driving distance to us because no one wanted a part of us. They're like, right. we're just going to get murdered. So we were playing teams, like, two, three hours away, this and that. But ironically, we never won the state championship. We went twice, lost both times, and 
So I always like knew what it was. I knew how important was high school football to a smaller community. Mm-hmm. And while I remember what it was like when I grew up, oh, Texas, West Texas, put it on a different level. Like you show up in Anton, the Anton Bulldogs. Right. And might be three and seven. Yes. But you know what? But if they're playing the hell center house, dude. Exactly. It's the biggest thing going on. And like, it, it wasn't is. like, well, it's a big game. Yeah. No, it's what's Friday night is going. Like, that's yeah. what I fully yeah. appreciated about the Hale centers, the Abernathy's, the new deals, like all these yeah. places, like they poured everything. The shallow waters. Don't Friday. forget shallow water, please. Exactly. The Mustangs. Yeah. I mean, Keith <laughs> Kitchens was a legend when I was there. Keith Kitchens, baby. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, they had good teams. I, I mean, Eric Morris yeah. was a Mustang when I was there. That's Dang how long right, ago dude. I was there. I, shot, I remember shooting his games, man. And speaking of shooting, oh, yeah. okay, uh, being, a, being a sportscaster in a local market, shooting video is important. And I texted you a little earlier about something, but um, it, and it's not only you learn how to shoot it. If you're in a sports market, nobody, you don't have a photographer. You got to go out and you do your right. thing. And uh, it, it, it's funny because I don't know. I wish well, I didn't know what I was doing. And I remember you teaching me and you were so good at teaching me how to work. It's a, it's not a video camera. You get, you, you, that you're using at Christmas. It's much different. Okay. It's not your family video camera. It's got, it's, it's <laughs> about $12,000 and, or maybe even more expensive. And right. And so it's just, uh, you taught me how to white balance a camera, which is like, you know, dude, you have to, I mean, that's like basic stuff. And but then not only that, when you put it on your shoulder and the back then, yes, you put it on your shoulder and you are shooting, there's an art to it. And dude, you knew how to do it so well. And I just remember learning from you, learning, learning, learning. Like, okay. And it's hard to do. You don't just pick it up and start doing it. It is a practice and it's a skill. And they say like, you know, like you're Tom Morello from Reggie and Machines. Like, Hey, you got to spend 10,000 hours in anything to get, to become a master at it. And yeah. I feel like, dude, when I, when I got there to channel 11, I feel like you would spit your 10,000 hours shooting video because it was so <laughs> fucking good, dude. When you work at the TV station that we worked at, like it does feel like you shoot for 10,000 hours. Cause like, like to your point, like four or five minutes a night is spent on the anchor desk, but the rest of the time has been out in the field shooting, doing all that. For sure. Yeah. And like, I've always said, like, unless you are connected to sports in a way that like you were, and I am, and, that other like our friends like Brandon, David, and Tom and Vinny, like those guys that shoot and they're so good at it. Like there's something that just becomes like almost a like it's like a romantic like I want to do this, yes. not I have to do this. Yes, and that's what I would like. I always try to convey to people. I'm like, yes, I, I learned how to shoot football from watching NFL films because I loved NFL films, not because someone in college or somewhere taught me to be like, here's the one yeah. A, you do this, or one B, right. like no. I and, watch and, on TV. And, yeah. I know it look good, and I try to emulate that with myself. Right. And to let, and to let, yeah, and to let yeah. exactly, and you did, but to let the people know, like uh, when you watch NFL films, which, I mean, so if you've never been in the world of television, you would, you don't really know because it was funny because I watched NFL films, and I, I mean, I got it a little bit, but like the goal when when you're shooting video on the sideline, that's you know, if you, now shooting um, from if you're on a, if you're broadcasting the television, you know. On the, on the TV broadcast, if you're watching Monday Night Football, that's different. For us, we're on the sideline. If you're shooting football, the goal is if there's a pass, you want to you want to you want to get the snap of the ball, maybe a you know a couple of linemen or whatever. You don't have to be sh- zoomed in too tight, but then you follow the quarterback. Doesn't matter if you're behind him 
But really, if you want to be ahead of them, right, that's what you always taught me, kind of be ahead. And you want to, that ball goes in the air and you want to zoom in on that football, which is so hard to do, number one. But you zoom in on that football and then you time it out to zoom it out when he catches it. Damn it, dude. And it's so hard to do because I tried for a lot of time and I missed a lot of big plays. When oh, I'm shooting, because I, I tried to be like you. And I would like, say the, shit, uh, the the success failure rate of that is about like 2080. You're like, we're like, like, shit. Okay, yes. that didn't work. But the right. 20% of the times it does work, it's like, yes. oh, yes. yes. Like, because it does. It's, yes. it's art. It literally is art. Like, and I know it's like, it not, is. To the people that like really appreciate art, and I'm not one of the, not that I don't appreciate it, I'm not one of the people that like really understand it. God bless my wife. She does. But I'm like, yeah. I look at so stuff. Mark Youngblood like, and God bless him. So yes, exactly. And I'm like, I love good luck. But I'm like, to me, that was art. And like, I always took offense, like not that anybody ever did this, but I'm like, I was always like, that's my art. Like to me, like doing yes. that was like, well, it is an art form. Art. I think it, there's no and doubt. There, about it. And there are people out there like you and like me and like other people that are watching and be like, Oh man, that was awesome. Like, and yes. that's what I was like, not that I was doing it for only those people, but like, there was just something about that where like, it felt so satisfying where right. you captured a play, like whether you were at the Houston Bowl when Tech was playing Navy and it was like, yeah. you caught Nikki Peters across the middle, catching a pass and yes. scored a touchdown. You're just like, and you just in your head, you're just like, fuck yeah. Sorry. Yes. No. Yeah. But you're like, I, mean, I nailed like, it. I did it. I got I it. I, I, I nailed like, it. I was going to, going to apologize to Mrs. King there for uh, dropping the Oh, God. Dude, like, I, I think she's getting, happen, dude, like, She's it's funny, man. It, I know. She's getting used to it now. Sorry, you know Julie, that, I know. Uh, yeah, she does. But, but, but yeah, you know, but there was, but, but, but there was but, something okay. to that. Like when you caught when you caught a play yeah. like that, there was something internally that just clicked yeah. with you. Where you were like, and I, I don't, I don't know. I nailed that. It's been luck awesome. Yes, I know, and I'll never forget, dude. I don't remember what it was or whatever. I had a good day shooting. I don't remember what sport or what. I knew I had some creative shots. I knew I mean, it was football. I'm pretty sure. But I remember coming back into the office like a proud kid, like wanting to show his dad. I was like, dude, yes. Greg, look at this. Greg, look at look at this. Look at this. Exactly. You know, look at what I got. Yeah. And it didn't matter. So, it could be like Texas Tech playing Texas, or it could be Smire against right. like Whit Harrell. Like it doesn't right. like if you got a guy ripping through the line, like it was just like it was a good looking show. Like it was yes. art. It was art. Yes. It was an art, man. Yeah. And I, and and uh, you know, because when I it and I want to talk about this in just a minute, but but speaking of my mom, I want to touch on this real quick, is that um, it's funny because we kind of made a connection pretty, pretty quick. I mean, I don't know how fast we made it, but number one, my parents loved you. Like my mom and dad, lo- they're like, well, tell Greg, he can come over anytime. And that I, they, you, I you, will, were, you were so welcome to our house. I like, will say this, welcome I, was sometimes. Like this <laughs> I will say this, like, again, we're, we're almost, well, no, we literally are like almost 20 years removed mm-hmm. from me being there. I have always like when people like talk about my time in Lubbock and I've talked about it and I'm always so fond about it. And if you ever pop up in conversation, I always said like, I had a surrogate family in Lubbock and it was the Kings. And it was because of your mom and dad, like Jerry and Julie were always like, Hey, it's Christmas. What's Greg doing? Well, he's anchoring sports. and He's probably going to go home. Well, tell him to come over for dinner for or sure. Thanksgiving or Easter, right. whatever. Because like in my three and a half years there, my mom and dad came down one time because it's it's tough. Like where I grew up in West well, Virginia is not close to an airport. There's not, and then a, there's not a direct flight. Let's just say that. No, exactly. It's like, <laughs> you ain't flying from West Virginia to Lubbock. And like, so my mom and dad came down once, and like it was right on Easter. Was, I remember I took my dad to a tech baseball game. It was great, but but every time I wasn't able to get home, and I think I went home for Christmas like one time when I was in Lubbock. But every Christmas I had a place, or every Thanksgiving, or every Easter, whatever it was. Yeah. My mom and dad were always like, "Tell Greg to come over," and I would yeah. like, I would literally get off the anchor desk. I would like 
clean up whatever I need to clean up. And I get in the car and I drive her to King's house. Yep. And I, they would, not, they would wait for me. And it was like, it was yeah. awesome. It was like, I, yeah. I've always appreciated that. Cause yeah. I mean, it is kind of like tough when you are living in a strange town and you do have friends. I mean, obviously I had friends at that yeah. point, but it's no like, doubt. you still yeah. feel a little like alone where you're like, well, they all got stuff to do. Cause either they're from here or they have someone. And like at that point, I, it was just me. Right. But your family was always so incredible. I'm pretty sure, like, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe this is just me, like, romanticizing my brain after listening to all, listening to all the Win, Losers, High podcast. I think I went to Jay's wedding. Oh, you did? Oh, you did go to Jay's wedding. I thought I did. I was like, I'm like, remember, I remember, I'm like, remember, I'm like Zach McKenna like, threw the football to me, and I, and I didn't catch it. Yes. Like, it, it, yes. I, like, yes. I, remember, I remember Jane and Nista walking down. To now, yeah. I can see this because it, they're Columbus born and bred, like Rascal Flatts song. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. I remember, Dude, yes. Like, I know. I'm like, I don't know why I remember that, but it's in my brain. I'm like, yeah. You got invited to that wedding. Dude, that's, that says something right now. I'm like, that's what I'm that saying. Like, if that is not the most like genuine extension of like, yeah, hey, for sure. come on into the family. <laughs> our, yeah, like, my brother's wedding. Yeah, for sure. I'm man. like, I was, I didn't, I work well, with Jay. Cool. I didn't know, I knew Jay through you, but I'm like, if I'd been Jay and this, like, hey, come to the wedding. By the way, Jason in a question. Uh, I, I've oh lot of, we, and I, I, God, I, we're sitting here reminiscing and doing all shit, and I've got shit to get to in this in this episode. Uh, I want to. I want to. You're going to play win, lose, or tie. That's coming up. Also, I got email questions in, which were several. Jason in one, which, which I think is an appropriate time right now to answer to for you to ask that question or answer the question that Jay King sent in, which is my brother, my older brother, who was the general manager of Midnight Rodeo, which was the top nightclub in town when Greg and I were. On, on Channel 11. It was, what was your favorite uh, memory of, from Midnight Rodeo? <laughs> That's what Ooh. he means. It's a lot of them. I know, <laughs> probably, but yeah. So here's the problem, Jay. By the like, way, as... look, uh, look, I have my, he got, I got this this year. Midnight Rodeo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't see it. I have a Midnight Rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need a t-shirt of that. That's, that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> I will say, like, the, the funny thing is, and again, I didn't grow up there. I didn't go to college there. So my Midnight Rodeo experience was a little different. But the fact that my first house, like, and I say house, like I live with with you and Vinny, and then it's one point. That's our a, buddy well, that's, a, that's a house that like, it's, that's it's, a whole other like. Yeah. Well, it's a like, traditional. It's a it's a classic legendary our, house. Our house on 79th right. and Elgin was less than a mile from Midnight Radio. Less than you could so, walk. So Jay's question is very rarely where I'm like, how many memories do I have? Yes, exactly. <laughs> And how many memories do I not do I remember not from the yeah, direction? That, that so, you were there, but you don't right. remember. That there are there. definitely a few I yeah. absolutely remember. Even after like years after Jay's like no longer working there, yeah. we'd show up and there'd be a line. And suddenly we'd be like, that line doesn't mean anything. That and we'd end up in. And it yeah. would just end up in. And it was just like, every time we got in, I'd be like, thank Jay. I'm like, thank you, Jay. It's just like, no, but, but it was... But there would be a the line bottom. around that whole building, and we could just oh, yeah. walk and right we in. Were just like, and, and, and we were just like, and because you guys, if you weren't if you weren't with me, you guys could still walk in. <laughs> you guys could still. Oh, walk in. But after you met well, Jay a couple times, yeah. it was like, hey, you walk in, absolutely. And then Jay was like, hey man, well, I got you, uh, I got you some drinks at this with this bartender. Like, right I remember this amazing. is like one of the one of the first bars I remember, and um, that they had different sections. Yes. So like I remember like. You went into this place. It was like, oh, it's kind of R and B ish, and then you went to this the, place. The like Piranha Room, baby. That's called the Piranha Room. Yeah, it was room. like, it was like, where the freaking hell am I? Like, what yeah. is going on here? It's like ninety-seven bars in one. It was like, 
I had never yeah. been like at a bar like is it where I went to college in Athens yeah. and grew up. Like we didn't have these warehouse did you, have, did you ever did you ever get to witness a racetrack uh dance floor? Because that's what it's called. Where it goes, it Absolutely. goes the circle <laughs> yeah. and it's all just line dancing all the way around. Yeah. Just and like it, this. Well, and there's two-stepping and and then two in stepping. the middle, yes, there was sorry, a bar yes. in the middle. Yeah. We don't do a whole oh, bunch yeah. of line, but we we look at line dancing, it's kind of weird. There's some line. Line dancing has become more popular out here now, but back then it was about a bunch of two-stepping and it was the electric slide. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I want to, okay. Here, here's, here's the thing is that, gosh, dang it. I've got so many notes here that I, 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 I don't want to miss anything. And back in the day, I'm not going anywhere. At, I know I'm not either, but back in the day when I worked at channel 11, there was such a thing as you would post a position that, that, that well, first off, you had no loyalty. But I had, a, I had a question the other day from a guy I was talking to some random, somebody randomly talked about local TV. And he was like, well, you went to Channel 11. And I was like, yeah, NBC. So, you know, did you like, did you just love like NBC? You no, you don't have any, you don't have any loyalty to NBC, ABC, CBS, or Fox. On a local level, that, that shit does not matter. Your check nope. doesn't say uh, NBC on it. It just it doesn't say that at all. Like Our checks, if I remember right, I, I could be forgetting, and our, our good friend Benji Steed will be able to correct this, but I believe it was Media General. That was who I reported Maybe. to. Yeah. Some, yeah. Whatever, whatever company owned us, owns it wasn't thing, NBC. Yeah. It wasn't right. like, it wasn't it, the network. It was a yeah. company that literally we were like any other corporation. They there was no us. loyalty. Like you weren't like, hey, I'm going to get a job at the NBC affiliate in Dallas now. Like there was no inside track, no nothing. Okay. I didn't, I, damn, I didn't even mean to bring that up, but that was just a question. I did that. There's no loyalty there. Um, but here's what deal. TV stations post a job. They have a job open and people will send in resume tapes. And this is a, a thing I want to talk about. Resume tapes are a thing where you put together like your best, if you're a sports reporter, I mean, you could do it as a news reporter or, or an anchor or whatever, but you put together like your best stuff on a tape and it's not, I mean, it's just like clips of you being the best thing that you can put on tape that you've done before on news, right? Like say, say like I did a story uh, at, at Friendship about something and I, I would put my stand-up in there if I had a stand-up and I maybe would put this in. If I anchored, I might put a little bit of that. I might put a little bit of this so that I could shoot video, blah, 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 blah. Now, our friend David Collier, which back then, like I said, there was no, we were competitors uh, during the day, but, you know, I like to just say, what is it? Um, I don't know. It's you're you're just a friend in the day, but you're you're a competitor in the day, but you're a freak in the sheets, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I don't know if I was a freak in the sheets with David Collier. Well, I think hey, David Collier. Yeah, is, I love yeah. DC, but, y'all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I've had DC on several times, and every time I've had him on, something goes wrong. So, but what I'm saying is, God, I'm taking the long way around. What I'm saying is, he got this tape, this resume tape, because they had a job over there at KLBK uh, or KMAC, wherever it was in in Lubbock. And it is, he was like, you guys have to see this. You have to, have to. he brought it to our house. And I, well, I, did, I didn't know this until like I got in the business, but like, you've never seen the Wits tape. I'm like, what is the Wits tape? <laughs> the Wits tape? What's W-I-T-Z, the Wits tape. Now I want to say this, Greg sent me a gift the other day. It was awesome. Thank you that. Thank you for that very, very much, dude. It means more than you know. Like it's awesome, by the way. Uh, but he sent me a gift the other day and I get it in the mail and it says, you know, on there too. And it just says from Wits. So I want you to know that Wits is a big deal. And I even posted it on social media today. I was like, hey, episode is coming out and it's Wits featuring Wits. And <laughs> that is not you. That is not me. But it is all of us. And, and I want to, I want because this resume tape that was sent in and I want because you can explain it better than anybody in the world. 
uh, I, I want you to take it from here. It's a resume take that David Collier showed us. Tell us what wits means. Yeah. So like Ty said, like you would send these like in, in like normal work world, you send a resume out, which is like your like listing of what do you do. But in television, obviously, that only goes so far. You have to be able to see what the person looks like on camera. But you can have the greatest resume be like, I can do this and do this. And like, well, if you are a complete monkey on camera, we're not yes. hiring you. So you <laughs> sent these tapes out. So David gets his tape. And it's this guy, and like the best way I can equate it, like he comes on the screen, and like if anybody know, like follows wrestling, knows like he looks like Goldberg. He does. He's he looks exactly like Hank Goldberg. Completely bald, goatee, ripped out of his mind. Just looks like he could like just bench press a house. Like yes. just like so yes. instantly, you're just like this guy does not look like a local TV sportscaster. So you're just like, whole, what is he going to do? Is he going to throw someone through a car? Like you're just like. As soon as he pops on the screen, you're like, oh, I'm in. I want to see yeah. this. Right. You get to your talking. eyes off of it. Yes. So, yeah. So, that's like level one. Then he starts talking. And that goes to like level number two. And you're like, oh, my God, this guy's awesome. Like, he just starts talking. You're just like, oh, no, this is <laughs> real. Like, he's just going to town. He's just like, he, like, there's one stand up. He's like holding a tennis rack in his hand. It looks like a ping pong paddle. Yes. And he's just yelling about to be the best. You have to beat the best. And he yes. throws down the tennis rack and he walks off. And it's just like, yes. Yes. what is going on right now? And then yes. he's like doing this other stand up where he's like in his giant sunglasses and a polo shirt. And he's leaning on a Rolls Royce. And he's just like, <laughs> if you can't beat the Florida Atlantic Owls, deal with it. And he just yeah. puts on his sunglasses and walks off. And like the whole time you're watching this, it's like, oh my God, this is like starting a live stand up stuff. It like, is. This is pure comedy hour. Right. And then you realize, oh shit, he's actually applying for this job. He's for real. Like he wants to, bad. he wants to be here. Yeah. Then you like, you kind of feel bad. Cause you're just like, oh, there's no way this is going to work anywhere. Right. Like, this is like so over the top, but oh. like, it was oh, so God. funny that it, like David had to share it with us. Like he's like, yes. oh my God, guys, this is so hilarious. Let me tell you and how many uh, resume tapes were shared with, between all of us, like zero. Like nobody, nobody got somebody's yeah. resume tape. I'm like, oh yeah. god, you guys like, got to yeah, see this. Yeah, we did. This wasn't like a nightly thing. We're like, hey, let's compare the tapes. You guys didn't like, no, this right. is like the one that was like, oh my god. And the best part about it is, and I don't mean to skip forward, but like David Station had multiple openings over the next X amount of years. He applied for every one of those openings, and he would send another resume tape. So it was like the greatest thing in the world. It would show up, and we'd be like, it's freaking christmas for us and it's like, and like an update it's, it's like a new it's like a new version it's, it's like season two version. season three so like, exactly it's what it was it was like we saw season one. Oh my god we're gonna see season two of this and it's gonna be which just like what's he wearing now is he gonna go full shirtless what's he gonna do is he gonna bench press a how i'm like this guy was a let and like so this went on for like a few years and then i i i moved on after lubbock and obviously i kept in touch with all these guys but this guy remained a folklore in our like yes. world. He is a and, he is a folk legend, but actually he's real. Oh, yeah, that's a, he's a real and person. Then, and then because the internet obviously like completely evolved over the time of the course I got yes. there, and so I left. Where then you can go in and Google people and like actually like look up people. So we would do it periodically to look up like I wonder how to Craig Witz. Where's he at now? And then you would look at him like holy shit. He's in Fort Myers, Florida at a TV station. You'd be like, how did somebody hire him? And yes. then you'd be like, oh my God, he's like a poker star. 
It was like, yes. holy shit, he's in a movie with Mark Wahlberg. It was like, no, no, he, 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 he got on the episode of Ballers with, uh, yeah. with The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. The Rock. It was like yes. the most ridiculous thing. Like, this guy, and you're like, what? Like, like, I joked, I'm like, Jesus, imagine Collier, if you'd have hired him, you would have ruined his life. Like, yes, of course. But he went on to so many amazing things that yes. were just so ridiculous. Right. But totally I, fit who he was. Right. Like, it was much so, better than what we were doing. Yes. And what it evolved to was, and I'm not kidding. So Greg and I lived in a house together with a, a friend called uh, named, well, Vinny Vinzetta, which a lot of people live, remember here from Lubbock, a classic sportscaster and a great dude down in San Antonio, still doing sports. And also Jeff Corkum, also who was a great newscaster here in, in Lubbock, which I don't know if we got time to get to that story, but Jeff Corkum is great. And then David, obviously. And then everybody like it was around. Like, dude, oh, yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. You, you started every sentence off with wits. I mean, when we're talking, we're like, yeah. hey, wits. You, wits was everybody. We just called everybody wits. Yeah. That's there the was thing. like probably between us and channel 13, and 28, Rally, yeah. 34. There was like like eight of us. It was like yeah. any everybody was wit. If you were Everybody's in shot events, it was like it's like if you're at the bar, wits, give me a beer. It's like if you, if you didn't be like, who's he talking? He's like, no, you knew he was talking to you. Yeah. It's like that yeah. was all. It's us, almost so. it's weird because you kind of know who you're who you're talking to, but like it could be a table with me, you, David Collier, Brandon Rowley, Jeff Corkum, Tom Ellingson, those guys that know who Wits is. And if you said, Hey, Wits, and you would know, like, like uh, well, he's talking to me now. I know that yeah. I'm Wits now. <laughs> and it's just weird, man. I just want to know that I just want to let the people peek behind the curtain because uh, it's just one of the most fascinating things about, I remember about you and everybody when we lived there. It well, just, it was. well, well, which was just a common, it was a common phrase with, for us. And it still is. Yeah. Like, Cause I just got mail from you this week and it says wits on it. So yeah. Cause it, the joke will never die. I mean, it's still hilarious. Yes. To like it is what, I'm going to, I'm going to try to find him. I'm going to tag him in this. I hope he listens. This is the thing is like, oh dude, I, and I would do anything to have him on the podcast. I think it'd be so but awesome. I feel, I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I've been married twice now. So my first marriage, I feel like when I was going through that, I feel like Collier reached out to him and tried to do something. Like he befriend, like I feel like Collier had an interaction, like a literal interaction with him. Yes. And I'll, I'll have to ask David about oh, it, he, but like, Greg, I'm going to tell you right now, if, if like, he has a cameo, which I doubt he does, but if he does have a cameo. Absolutely. There's not... You can, $4 million? Yeah. Absolutely. So, yes. We, I'll put I'll put money together. There's like there's like eight guys I know of, which you're part of one of them. We'll put money together to get a, get a uh, cameo. There's no doubt. There's yeah. no doubt. Um, yeah. I want to ask you this real quick. Talk, I want to move forward. Uh, let's KCBD. Um, I, I had Emily on, Emily Jones, which was kind of our boss back in the Love day. Her. Yes. And she and, and she was amazing. I mean, you know, and I, we talked a lot about in that episode with Emily about just the shit she had to put up with, which was unreal you know and and uh like i mean just it was just stupid like the people that would oh, ridicule her for absolutely, for not, absolutely. The, yes you can ridicule emily but for not but they ridicule for the wrong reasons you know absolutely. And it was just like yeah you know she was like i can understand if somebody would say hey you she i remember her telling me one time she goes yeah i remember you could you could ridicule me for like not knowing something about sports or something but she was pretty knowledgeable i gotta give her credit and she, she was wait, her hair so went this way rather than this way. This way? Like, oh God. It was just like, really come on people. Oh, I just wanted yeah. to, I, I, it, it drove me nuts. But anyway, uh, she was, and she talked about it on the episode. She was, she's such and, and honestly, I think she's really OCD is an overused term. And I really think she's one of the <laughs> only people I've really met that, that is genuinely OCD as far as the, as far as like when it goes to like organization, like everything needs to be in its perfect place. Now, 
With that being said, our sports office that we were in together, us three, was, I mean, seriously, the size of a lot of people's closets. I mean, yeah, maybe smaller. And there would be us three. Now, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that bitch was in order. <laughs> now, she would go home and not come in. She knew not to come in. She would not come back to the office in the station. She would not come on Saturday or Sunday because, dude, you and I were in charge of that place and it was organized chaos. It was absolutely organized chaos. That place looked like a hurricane went through it. But you know what? It was like, dude, we were putting out great shit, though. It was like amazing. <laughs> but that sports well, office was laugh. a disarray. Like, I always laugh, like, she, to your point, she would never come back to Monday. I think, like, even those Saturday home games where, like, she would meet us to the stadium and do whatever she had to do. Mm-hmm. But she wouldn't come back to the station because she no, knows. No, no. Like, if I walked back there, she was like, going to start shaking. Yeah, that would be good. She's like, you guys do what you need to do between Friday at 11 o'clock till yes. Monday, at whatever you leave. But until then, right. I want no part of this. Right. <laughs> and I love her because she trusted us, but the same yes. time, she's like, I want no part of this. I can remember telling her sometimes, like on Saturday, tech football game at home, I was like, hey, just don't, just don't go to the, like, don't go to the station. Yeah. Just don't do that. It's just, just, yeah, so it's, hey, we're you, helping you. you, you me, you're, the, you're the face of this uh, of the sports office, and that's what we want you to do right now. Just be the face of the sports office. So, uh, also, so back then, I, I do remember like our God. I can't decide what to go do next. But our we would go out now. You have to understand the life of a of a sportscaster or anybody that works on the air. You go into work about two, for the most part. Mm-hmm. In the, in the afternoon. And then you get off at, you know, 11, maybe a little after 11. The news is over at 1030 and you have to maybe archive some stuff and then go. So it's like, damn, you know, we, we would go out and our nightlife was amazing. Like it was. I remember, dude, because it was us. We were single dudes. Now, we didn't make a lot of money, but it was, I mean, you're a fairly good looking dude. I'm a fairly good looking dude, at least, you know. According to the to most men, there were a and, lot uh, of good looking yeah. dudes and dudettes that and were dudettes. in our circle of those that years. Would go out. That yes, and just were be out all in the same. Yes, and, and when you combine four TV stations with the same relatively paid slash relatively aged dudes and dudettes. Yes, I mean I've always I, I've always said I've equated my oh, roughly almost four years in Lubbock as like. Four years of college. It almost, what yeah, it seriously. Like yeah. I literally, I my my quote unquote, I went to class at two, like you said, at two in the afternoon until ten or eleven at night. That was my classes. Like I had a yes. responsibility to be there. I did but my you got job. Paid. I did but it you well. got paid. Not but a lot, but exactly. You got paid. I got paid. I got paid. So, yeah. but after that, it was it, it was no different than college. It's like, right. what were you doing? Where are we drinking? Yeah. Like, where are we going? We're going to go we're hang out. out. Yeah. Oh, in the morning, and, where are we playing golf? Let's go play golf. Okay, we got to be done by noon. Okay, cool. We'll be done by noon. We'll go play. Yeah. But it was like, it, that's what it was. It was like, it, it, it almost was like fantasy camp to a degree, mm-hmm. but there was a responsibility that was baked into that. But, oh, you're right. The, the, the post newscast, like whether it was bars or parties or whatever, I mean, just we had a absolutely. Lot of, dude, like, poker, we would, we would do poker all the oh time. Oh, my God. At that's a whole other level. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to post that picture. By the way, there was poker at our house. This it was like a who's who of who's on TV, and I mean that's. But, I mean, I don't know if you were in love. I mean, local. I mean, who's who of who's the, on local TV? The, the John Crattenstein bare knuckle boxing story is I, the most one of the most legendary but, stories. But here's the thing: time. is like, dude, that dude did not grow up in Wolfworth, and I was like, hey, no, he did not. I mean, I feel like I'm still I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I'm like, hey, dude, the terror yeah. in his face, and you're like. 
we're going to Bowie Park and we're going to bare knuckle box at midnight. Yes. And what's and crazy is he was just like, and uh, what I love, here's what I, here's what I, love. Yeah, I told him, I said, I ain't, you know, I don't know what happened that I don't know exactly what it, what, what prompted that, but I was like, dude, you know, I was like, fuck you. I'll, I'll fight you in the front yard. I'll put bare knuckle box in the front. I'm ready to do that. He was like, what? No. But also you just mentioned Bowie Park, which is like, it's funny, man. Cause I could tell you stories about me. I would tell stories all the time. I'm a storyteller by heart, I think. And I would tell you stories. And when Donnie Hart was on the episode on when Loser tie back in the back, you know, in season one, and we talked about that. I talked about, I asked him about Bowie Park. Because I mean, it's a legendary story. story. It is, yeah. It's a legendary story. It's like in high school, dude, it was him. And it, it, and this guy that he fought was Monty Ward, who happened to pitch at Texas Tech. And Donnie was a football player at Texas Tech. But this was back when we were in high school. And we just drove by. They hated each other. And they were like, Bowie Park, bitch. And they're like, Bowie Park. And we drove <laughs> right to Bowie Park. And Donnie fought him and whooped his ass in Bowie Park in the middle of the daytime. Just like in the middle of like a, like a like Tuesday afternoon in July. Like, <laughs> I know Ty said like that the, the Craig Witts thing is like part of our like vernacular of like yes. but Bowie Park to me is just as much like it yes, is about, one about one as point as one. Like, yes. But, yes. like I will literally text Ty in the <laughs> middle of nowhere and just be like Bowie, Bowie Park, Park one yep. o'clock let's go and, and I know exactly like, what you're saying you yeah, know exactly. exactly what it means like it, 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 that it, it, is one of the most it, legendary stories it, it and is. I don't so, like I know Donnie but like I didn't know him like yeah. you did obviously but it was just like it's still one yeah. of the most awesome stories yeah it is it's, it's a great story by the way so if you want to know what that is go back and listen to the donnie hart episode anyway there you go. all right uh, god dang it i don't want to on zoom it's a little crazy i can't see how long we're going so i have no idea so i want to but you know what fuck it here, here we go uh so nightlife was funny and, and I, our nightlife was good but here's what's here's what i loved about you greg because this episode it really is it's it's about you mostly but it's more more about me but well, well, I mean, every episode is about me. Like, I, I mean, I, I say that. I, I mean, that's that's in my life. What hasn't been about me? But here's what's funny about you. What I found like crazy about you. You, you didn't give a one. You didn't give a rat's ass about people recognizing you. You you, you weren't about the notoriety at all. I don't no. know why, but you, you were just like, hey, I just want to do like a good job, and then blah 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, but I want to do a good job. And I want people to know me. I want people to know who <laughs> I am. Like, I want to walk in and be like, hey, Ty King is here, you know? And that was never what you were about. So it's, it's funny. Like, I think a lot of that was like, okay, one, that's just my personality. And so to this day, mm-hmm. I am almost 10 plus years removed from being in television. I, I don't work in TV anymore. And when I do a good job of work, when people like, hey, good job. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't, I don't, I've never been one to like, like want accolades. It's not that I don't like them, but I just am not like one that like craves them. But I also think like in a weird way, I never worked in television in my hometown. And I think that's a big difference. Like, no, that's not a slight, that's like, that's more of like a common. It's like, I can imagine if I worked, cause I did interview at my hometown station in Steubenville, Ohio, which was roughly near where I grew up. And that was our hometown station. That I always wonder, like, shoot, if I get this job, people are going to know me. And that was a that was a weirdness with me. Where like at the yeah. time of my life, I'd have taken the job, but I was still kind of like, ah, shit, I don't want yeah. people to like recognize me and stuff. But it's not to say like the people that do want to be recognized, like there's something weird about that. But it's just like I never like when I was in Lubbock, especially because I knew I was anonymous. I didn't grow up there. I had no ties there. I didn't know anybody there. So the odds of me getting recognized outside were very minimal. But for you, 
and people that grew up in the like, uh, like they might be like, Oh shit. I went to grade school. This guy, this guy's on TV now. This is awesome. Like, so I was always a fan of when that happened because I knew that was awesome. Well, but I never, I never seeked it out but, because but that's I was what I like, think. Is that dude? I kind of crave it a little bit. Like I started a podcast for God's sakes. Like, which is, like, hey, well, I'm like, man, man, nobody, I, I'm not relevant anymore. I got to get relevant again. You know, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You know, so that, so, but it was funny. And here's like the one of the, the one, this is one of the most prime examples I can think of that with you and with me. Um, and it's funny because I found this picture today. And I sent it to you and it's you and I on the top of the van of the KCBD News Channel 11 van in the 4th of July parade at, in Lubbock. And now, Greg, we, we, before we turn the mics on, we talked about the 4th of July parade. It's huge in Lubbock. Like that was huge. You know, fourth, Absolutely. Fourth on Broadway. Yes. Fourth on Broadway. Now, and I'll, I'll post a picture with, the, with, with this. It's Greg and I on top of this van. Now, what's weird is it, it, it like i told you i think like in the office I was like, hey man i'm glad we don't have to do the van tomorrow we don't we don't, we don't have to be on the float that's yeah. the float and we did have your to be point on the float. Was like, that was abner uresti john yeah. robinson maybe karen, a couple of the higher profiles like karen like abner and john lower, yeah yeah it was like and a lower down to us like it was like a lower down to thank like, you hey right. here's the two jack wagons on the weekends in sports right but here's the thing is like i was like yes uh thank god we don't have to do that but you know internally i was like oh that'd be kind of cool you know so then our news director, Benji Sneed, who's also been on the show, uh, Benji walked in and goes, hey, uh, Greg and Ty, I'd really like for you guys to be on the uh, uh, the live truck uh, in the parade tomorrow. Because we need people on that truck and you guys are on the air. So we, we and then he walked out and now secretly, Greg, I know <laughs> externally, I was like, this is bullshit. No, no, no. To but you, you're like, but, yes. but internally to me, I was like. Thank you. Yes. And I loved it. Like, <laughs> see, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the difference between, I think, what you were and I, what I was, dude. And I, I just, I was like, yes, I want people to be like, like, I wanted to wave at people, like up and down Broadway, you know, going, hey, you know, I, I, I always, I've also, said this, also like, we are completely it. hung over on that in this picture. Like, there's oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. We were like, dude, it's July. There's nothing to do in sports. It's, it's the middle. Who gives a shit? And we were like, we were going to go out and shoot. A we had to work that day for sure. But well, yeah, absolutely. We we can or cannot get into this at some point. That's one of my superhero powers. I don't get hung over. Like I'm a weird freaking nature. I've never been hung over my entire life. God, can you transfer that through the uh, screen I know, exactly. or something? Yeah. I literally said, like, I want to, at some point, when this body goes, I want to donate to science to be like, what is going on in here that allows me to never, ever, and it's not for lack of trying, and right. we can post pictures on your promoting this episode of, and I remember this distinctly, my 27th, 28th birthday, give or take, you guys took me to Cricket's. Is that still exist in Lubbock? Do they still have it's crickets? Still, it's still there. Broad, it, it's, I'll tell you right now, it, shit has changed in Lubbock. Crickets is there. Crickets is so good. We used to, that wait, was now, let me just place. tell you right now. We used to go to the Depot District a lot. The Depot District is a yes. thing. And, it, but, and it, it, right. it spruced it up a little bit, a little more artsy now. But now Broadway, where Crickets is, it's called Broadway, like which is Fort Campus Broadway. area, yeah. That, because they it was like. It, they, they call it, Greg, they call it now, the kids call it. Listen, listen, to that, and it's amazing because we would have done it. I mean, there's no doubt. They call it, uh, there's like, like maybe eight or 10 bars on Broadway, right there with where, where Crickets is, what you're talking about. Right. They call it the Broadway Shuffle. And, and, and dude, you just go from bar to bar to bar to bar on Broadway. It's called the Broadway Shuffle. You went to Crickets, yes. Yeah, well, I would say you're speaking my language because where I went to at Ohio University, uh, we have Court Street, which we, it's been a 
time through tradition for years, the course reshuffle. And you yes. go into every bar, yeah. you do a shot or drink at every bar, and you write your name on the bathroom, and you move on to the next one. And <laughs> you get to the end, congratulations, you survived. But most of the time, you don't maybe make you it. Brought it that but, level. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're the one that invented Broadway. Well, I, I just remember like, we went to Crickets for my birthday, and it was my birthday. And I remember like you, Vinny, Collier, uh, Greg Rankin, one of our good friends was there, and a couple of the guys. Right. And you guys were all like, going to buy you shots. And I said, my only rule was if you buy me a shot, you have to do it with me thinking that was going to like somehow alleviate the amount of shots there's going to have to do because I knew this was going to get ugly really quick. And I was like, all right, in my genius mind, I was like, this is going to work. And as the night goes on, I'm like, we're drinking beers. It's having a great time. Yes. And like, you're walking up to me and Collier's walking up to me and our yes. friend Jared Edwards is walking up to me. And like, Jay. they're all giving me, Jägermeister, I say this with air quotes again, as you can't see in the camera, right. but Jägermeister shots. For sure. So they're handing me a shot, and I'm like, all right. And I look up and I said, my rule is because I remembered it the whole time. I was like, if I do one, you got to do one. And you're like, yeah, Damn absolutely. Right. I know. So exactly I do one, what you're about and you got to do one. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I'm doing shot after shot after shot. I mean, I'm just <laughs> like, it's outrageous the amount of shots. <laughs> and I remember the whole point of it was, not other than the fact it was my birthday. That Vinny was so mad I never got hung over. And Vinny yes. lived with us. I think you were living this at that time, but Vinny lived with us at that time. And Vinny's like, I'm going to get you hung over. That's my goal. I want to make yeah. sure you're hung over for your birthday. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, do whatever you want. It's, it's fine. I'm not going to say no to anything. Yeah. And I remember, like, okay, the night goes through and like I did seven billion shots. And the next morning, I'm like laying on a couch at her house. Cause I never made it to my bed and I wake up and I'm like, Hey, okay, what's going on? And Vinny comes walking out of the bedroom and he just looks like death warmed over. Yes. Well, Vinny was the, by goes, the way. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah. Vinny was the weekend store. It was a sports director at Fox 34. So like yeah. he is. I'm sorry. Go he ahead. So he, he comes walking out of his bedroom. He looks at me. He's like, how are you awake? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, nothing. When's, when's breakfast? And he was just like, and he, I mean, he was like, Vinny was like feeling like dirt, just yes. complete dirt. Yeah. And then as I like sort of talk to people and Collier's like, you're not hung over. I'm like, no. And he's just like, he got so mad. And I was like, what? And he goes, we were all doing shots of Dr. Pepper. Exactly. And I was like, and I'm like, what are you, I'm like, wait. And then, then I got mad all of a sudden because I was like, this is bullshit. I'm like, every shot you clowns brought to me was, was a shot of Jaeger for me. But yep. you, Collier, yep. Jared, Vinny, Tom, everybody, everybody else was okay. there was like, Dude, just doing shots me. of Dr. Pepper. I learned that trick from Jay King. So, yes, it's called the Jaeger and Dr. Pepper. Like, you just buy shots. Just pour me a little shot of Dr. Pepper. That's fine. And then you're like, hey, we did that all night with you. I don't, I don't oh, know. I, forget, yeah, I, I think it was like, 20, I think it was like 25 so shots. Dude, it was crazy. And I think by the end of the night, like. I remember the story. I can't remember who I was, it was. hung over from Dr. Pepper shots, dude. I was hung over from just that. Yes, we're taking but I, remember, I remember being in the bar and like, this is just my MO. Like anybody who's been around me when I've been drinking for a long time, I just fall asleep. Like, it's just what it is. Like, right. it's not that I get so drunk. I, I just fall asleep. Literally, if this podcast goes another three hours, I might just fall asleep in the middle of this podcast. But okay. I'm just well, I'm not going that. Let's see. But I'm just saying, that I was my thing. That. I, I might test that, actually. So my... <laughs> So my buddy told me, he's like, I remember this bouncer coming up to you and like, he, he knew you were like tuned up pretty good. Like he was, yeah. 
Yeah. And he's like, it wasn't like you were getting grabby with girls, but you just, you could tell you were drunk. Right. But he just comes up to him. I don't always call you or you. I can't remember what happened. He comes up and he goes, I want to throw this guy out, but he's the nicest drunk I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, care, dude. I'm no. like, that's the greatest, that's dude. the greatest problem you could ever play. He's like, this guy's hammered. He never wanted to like find him. He's doing nothing wrong. No. He's just like, he's just being very polite to people and he's very nice hey. to people. He's just compliment. Yeah. I'm like, but yeah, that's what it was. Like I Dude, just, that was my whatever seventh birthday. I was like, I loved it. You sons of bitches like tried to like hey. pull one over. And I'm like, no, nope, right. not gonna work. I'm like, not right. gonna work. So all right, I'm 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 gonna bring up something after uh uh after after I do this, which is and we know what that sound means. Oh no, okay. It's time for when. No, no, it's time for tied down. I was time for when there's a tie. Oh, well, we've been doing time when there's It is time for tied down. Tied down. For anybody that hasn't listened before, tied down has a little trivia question. I do. Oh, look at Greg. You put a siren up uh, in, in the. Well, I'll take Just a picture but, Okay. Uh, it's a little trivia question I'll play with all my guests. And here's what it is it's five questions. And I stole it from Craig Kilborn whenever he had a show. It's, it's random questions. And I'll decide whether you get the question right or wrong. Some of them have a correct answer. Some of them don't have a, some of them just an opinion, but I'll decide whether that opinion is correct or not. I want you to use your, just tell me what you think and I'll decide whether that opinion is correct or not. And whatever. Uh, I can hand out bonus points. I, as Mark Youngblood said before, I hand out points irresponsibly. And that's what I do <laughs> on this uh, little game I like to play. Uh, Greg Miller, are you ready to play Todd Down? Well, as much as I'm ready for to be irresponsibly handled, I am ready. <laughs> You've been irresponsibly handled before. Well, so let's when's not. the first time? <laughs> there you go. Let me get my stopwatch because there's some questions that have to be timed. Uh, oh, Lord. That's, that, yeah, that's, that, I'm not going to lie. That's what I was worried about, the timing aspect. I'm like, God damn it. I know the yeah, time well, is here. Sometimes I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little irresponsible with the time, too, sometimes. So, uh, okay, this first one. All right, Greg, are you ready to be tied down? You are officially tied Absolutely. down. Absolutely. Okay. Let's, right. let's get tied down. We have five questions, and if you need a bonus question, I'll ask you a bonus question. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, are, you, are, you, are you nervous at all? Like uh, you've listened oh, to absolutely terrified. I want to say I don't know how many people out there. I mean, you know, of all the people that listen, Greg has listened to every episode. You, you told Everyone. me you, you, you finished beginning to end every episode, which is a, one, one. One is a that's a feat in itself, and uh, <laughs> let me just so. But are you? I have you're, a you're little nervous. I have to mow, so in the summers it's very nice. In the winters it's really tough because I'm like, when he drops a five-hour Tower Lions episode in the middle of the winter, exactly. I can't mow the lawn. So yeah, well, exactly. Okay, you you mow the lawn and you listen exactly. And then when I dropped uh, three episodes in one week, you were like, "Hey, uh, slow down." Yeah. Hey, hey, guy. Let's let's. let's. <laughs> it's funny because my intro is uh, it says uh, it's Friday and I'm like, is it? I don't know. It could be Friday. I'm not sure what day it's, it is. It's Tuesday, yeah. Christmas weekend. Sure, why yeah. not? I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Okay, uh, enough of the nonsense. Uh, it's tied down time. All right, number one. You get bonus points if you name my favorite. Okay, number one. I need you to name four. Now you get twenty seconds. By the way, twenty seconds. I'll start the clock after I finish the question. I need you to name four Kevin Costner movies. Go. Field of Dreams, JFK, uh, Bull Durham, and 
is what I'm talking about. It's so hard for the fourth one. Um, yeah. yep. For the love of the game. Number two, by the way, it was 20, 21 seconds. But I, I, oh, I, son I, of a bitch! But dude, it's fine. No, it, I mean, right. hey, it's my game. Who cares? Two. And you're going to find this funny. Nobody else is going to find this funny, but I, I will, I guess we'll explain it. By the way, and I'm violating a rule of, 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 I'm violating a rule of tied down. We're going to talk about the answers after the game is over. I don't tell people where they got it right or wrong. We'll talk about it after the game is over. Right. Number two, um, what is the best Lionel Richie song? Oh, I mean, there's so many good ones, but I'm going to go running with the Knights. Okay, number three. You bought me a hat back in the day of a NASCAR driver. What NASCAR driver was it? Wow. It's one of my favorite hats uh, ever. By the way, it's one of my favorite hats of all time. I mean, if not all the drunken purchases at a NASCAR race I've made, which are, oh, that could be a whole other podcast. Um, I'm going to go Daryl Waltrip. Number four. What was the original? You're a concert goer, and you said you went to Pearl Jam not too long ago. What's the original name of Pearl Jam? Mookie Blaylock. Number five. You love college football. What rib? Now I love to do. Uh, I love to do geography. I, I, I like to do. There has to be a geography question in every tie down. Always, yes. What river runs next to Neyland Stadium in oh, Tennessee? Mother. I was just down a couple years ago on the Bobcast play there. You're going to need a bonus question, by the way, but just, yeah. But I am. Don't think about it too hard. It, just don't overcomplicate it. I'm going to say, like, it's a Tennessee River, but I don't think that's right. All right, bonus question. Oh, wait, no, can I can I give it, like, no, a no. part two Chatt- Chattahoochee, maybe? I don't know. Well, hey, man, this isn't a, uh, you got to get know. one no, answer. I don't get a part break. No. Hey, All right. hey, hey. What what is your final answer? What what is your final answer on that one? Tennessee River. Yes. It, okay. That's 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 your final answer. Okay. Go with that. That's, gonna, that's what I'm going. With. Okay. Uh, all right. Bonus question. Actually, there's two bonus questions. Oh, I know. I don't want that. Okay. This is I, know, I know, but I don't think you need to. I haven't tallied up the points, points yet, but I couldn't decide on what the bonus question was going to be. Now, I love. Uh, random logo trivias and that kind of shit. So um, this is really, really tough, but I want you to think about it. What NFL on the helmet, what NFL logo is the only logo in the NFL that faces left, like towards the face mask? Now it has to, and, and it's it's a new logo, by the way. So you can't look at, yeah, he's looking at all of his pennants. He has I know, his pennants. I have, uh, I oh, by the way, and he has his, uh, when there's a top hoodie. Are and, literally the pennants I had my, like yeah. house when I was a kid growing up. Yeah, I had so the I pencils. By the way, like did you have the pencils? Did you have the pencils? I had the pencils. Oh, all the pencils. Yeah. The only one facing left going in the background too. The only one facing left going back. Yeah, yeah it faces. Yeah, it's it's weird. I was going to say it's, Ravens, it's kind of weird yes. because if you yeah, but there's a lot of them you can rule out like the Colts you can rule out and like the Cowboys that's a face right. anyway. Or the Raiders, you can rule out. Uh, it's weird. All right, uh, you know what? If you had to think about it, I just give, I'll give you another question. No, I like. I love the commercial. Don't 
Don't tell me the answer. Let let that uh, one simmer for a while. Okay. I, I will think All right. that balance. My other bonus question is: What's the greatest uh, Las Vegas downtown casino ever? Plaza. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, uh, I will stop the clock and uh, we'll review the questions. I'll let you think about the other bonus, but um, listen. That's a good question. I, said, I like it. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. I said, name four Kevin Costner movies. And um, I didn't write them down because I was keeping up with the time and all that stuff. But uh, you, you said for Love of the Game. You also said Burl Durham. And you said, uh, did you say JFK? Yeah, my favorite said? movie of all time. Yeah, okay. And uh, you said something else. You did not get my favorite one. But you did get the question correct. Even though it was a little bonus time, you did get it correct. I'll give you the answer. What's your my favorite bonus- costume? What's your favorite oh, costume? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves uh, of all time. Uh, yeah. It's the greatest. I'll give it to you, but I, yeah. It's the greatest with, with uh, Morgan Freeman. Okay. Number two, what's the best Lionel Richie song? And you, you did say a good one. You get partial credit. And the reason why I, I say that is because I know it's the album that I sent you, yeah. but I can't remember. The- no, no, I used to, when we played poker in the house, in our house, I used to play Lionel Richie's greatest hits. Like in our, uh, uh, and you guys were always like, Ty. Shit, come on, dude. Let's quit playing. This is like, like, what's wrong? That with is our poker game in our kitchen was the epicenter of like, what is wrong with technology today? Only because if Alexa existed, <laughs> they would be like, oh, my, just us yelling at us. Play something different. Play something yeah. different. Play something different. Because you'd be like, Alexa, play Lionel Richie's well, greatest hits. And you'd just be like, yeah. ripping through yeah. it. And it can be like, Play something yep. else. This is awful. I just put the I just put the CD in in the computer, which was in the living room. And, and you you walk, if, if you wanted to change it, you had to walk over to the computer and, and get it out of the CD player and change it. Well, so, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Not gonna yeah. happen. And, and I, what, what 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 song did you say? By the way, you said a good Running one. Running with the nights. Running with the nights. So, with so night. uh, for and the record, good. I have an Alexa in my basement that just fired up when I said that, and she's did playing really? "Hello Again." So, Does it? Okay. Well, that's also Alexa. Good one, but, stop. <laughs> I just told her to stop. Uh, Alexa, uh, Alexa, play "Dancing on the Ceiling." That's the correct oh, answer, by the way. That yes, is, that is yes. the obvious answer. Yes, absolutely. yes. Okay. Um, so partial credit because you named a good one. Number three, what hat did you buy me? What NASCAR hat did you buy me from a race? You brought it back, and it's one of the only snapbacks that's ever fit me before in my entire life. Well, and that's... I wore the complete living shit out of that hat. And it's the one NASCAR. You introduced me to NASCAR, by the way. You have the you have the very first guy that ever told me about. I'll never forget when I did I did anchor on Sundays, and you'd be like, "Hey, you." I was like, "Hey, uh, help me, like, what, what, what? Here's my what do I need to do? Like my rundown, like." And you go, "Well, okay, blah 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 blah. Here, you know, you need to do this, this, this." And then there's NASCAR. At the I was like, "Oh shit, I'm talking about NASCAR. I've never even watched a race. I don't know what anything." So you kind of like introduced me to it. And so I started to like it, and then I started to like a, a one driver. And you, you, you said somebody that Kevin Harvick. It's Kevin Harvick. That is. Shit. I knew that. It had the fireball. I on know. It, as soon as you said it, it I was like, it, "God it damn it!" I was forgot it. Amazing. Like I love that hat, by the way. But you got it wrong. Number three is wrong. Uh, I know. You said somebody. You said Daryl Waltrip or something. I said DW. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, what's the original name of Pearl Jam? Which you went to a Pearl Jam concert not too long ago. Which I love Pearl Jam. I've seen them in concert. You love Pearl Jam. They're great. You said Mookie Blaylock. That is correct, by the way. It's a great, and they uh, they had to change their name because Mookie Blaylock, who was playing for the Seattle Supersonics, was their favorite player at the time. He's like, hey, 
Yucking, uh, yucking steal my name. My, <laughs> yucking my name because it got a little popular. I was like, okay. Uh, so what's correct? Number five, what river runs next to Needland Stadium in Tennessee? It is the Tennessee River. So wow, correct. That, that you, a, got you got it. You got it. I was ass, like, you, you, you were going to go back on it. I was like, no. You, I mean, I was like, I, I was, I was, I was, you were I wavering, was but you stuck with it. it. Uh, by the way, and I, one of the one of the bonus questions I gave you was, "What's the best casino in downtown Vegas?" It, yes, it is the Plaza. That's correct. Also, <laughs> look at you. you're playing a, a siren. I love. It. Hold on, hold on. I, I, mean, I, I feel mean, like I won. I'm being, I'm being premature, but I feel like I've won. Well, but yeah, well, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the ultimate decider of whether who wins or not. But I know, but I feel like the siren is going to like sway you in the right decision. That if there was okay. a decision that I might not have won, does it? The siren is going to does it hinge on the uh, right decision? That does it hinge on the first bonus question of what logo faces the left? No. So I, but, I know I said don't tell me, but now I'm like it's killing it's me. Weird. I, I know, it's a like, weird question. I want to say now, Buffalo Bills, but I don't know if that's right. It's not. That's not right. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the only one. Ah, because the Eagles go the same way. Yes, and I don't know why that is. Like, what is the deal? Like, I don't know why that is. But it is. So, it's the only one it does. Yeah. So, the Vikings but, go this way. I mean, but uh, yes. you're right. Yeah, but I just ah, I do want to say you have won today, Greg. You have won tied down, and it was a little tough. I mean, honestly, we can end it. We can end it right now. This is the greatest achievement I've ever had Dude. in my life. So. <laughs> It was a tough. It was a tough set of questions. I'm not gonna lie, man. I mean, it was a pretty I tough. Felt, set I felt pretty. You know I felt pretty good. I want you to know you, you felt the, you felt the Jet Buchanan force of the uh, of of the show or of the of the contest when, on the, the Kevin freeze. Costner movies. You're like, hey, sure I, freeze. freeze up. I yeah. literally watched seven million movies of Kevin Costner, and I couldn't come up with a fourth. I'm like, I three. Trust me, man. There's people. Nailed there are people yelling at you. Like there was people yelling. Uh, oh, the postman. They were like, uh, 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 dances with wolves. Like they were yelling at you those things. Oh, so <laughs> you didn't say it, dude. Absolutely. And trust me, I, I, when Kippy and Blake the other day in the siblings episode, when they like reversed the game on me, it's a little different. So yeah. it, so. it's funny. Like I had an inkling that at some point in my life I was going to be a guest on your <laughs> podcast, and my whole thing was going to be stealing. That idea <laughs> that Kippy and Blake did, and as soon as they yeah. did it, I'm like, okay, good. Someone's yeah. someone is someone is. Yeah, and I was like, but you know what? Someone needs to reverse the curse on this and yeah. be like, and you know what's funny? I love it because like, that's big brother. You. Th- that's my big brother and my big sister, and they tried. They thought they were so cute, and you know what? And I wrecked the game. And you know it. That's I, I nailed. It. I was like, dude, but the fact that like hey. I was like I was excited that Jay and Kippy figured out because like it was all people to like split it. Right. It was awesome. Then the yeah. fact that you went and shoved it right back in their face and like you damn I right I did you damn right I did. Good, so. So, um, I want to pick up on one because because one of the questions was uh, was I, I interrupted like I want to segue back into like when we're at Channel Eleven like our nightlife a little bit um, we had there's two things that really really stand out to me. And as a tied down champion, now you can, by the way, I well, need that, I need that as a tied down champion, now you can answer these questions. Um, so we took a, a historic, I've taken many historic trips to Vegas, but we, I remember this, we took a historic trip to Vegas and a lot of stories came out of that trip to Vegas. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of stories from the Plaza Hotel. So we went down there and had a great time. And it was you, my, you myself, and I think David Collier, who was there. I'm, I'm not even sure who else was there. Uh, uh, Greg Rankin. 
Greg Rankin went, went okay. And, and then the guy, like, and this is the one that always gets forgotten is Brian Davis. That's who oh, we ended B-Dub up. Dub was there from the, from, yeah. well, he's not, he doesn't work for I the Austin American States. Exactly. He, did like, with us. He, he was, was the only one that, so, he was the only one that could afford his own hotel room. That's right. He had his own hotel room. Was, he was a Dallas um, morning, morning news, news yeah. embedded beat writer for Lubbock. Well, so he yes. lived in Lubbock. And so he covered tech yes. and all that. And we were really, really good friends with Brian. And he's great, and, by the way. Oh, my God. Love Brian. I mean, it was talented in his wedding. Writer. Like, Freaking just, talented like, writer, by the way. Oh, my God. He's just the greatest like, come guy. Come on. Yes. And so we went to Vegas. And for me, it was my first ever trip to Vegas. I'd never oh, been. Oh, you never been. That was your first time. Never so, been. I mean, so pardon like, my, pardon my, but, we, but, but I was part of popping your cherry into Vegas. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And, like, Brian was God, like. so I nasty. Ever, I shouldn't say that, but yes. He was like, I have a free room at the uh, Fremont. That's what it was, the Fremont. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it could be the free room with the whatever. I don't know what that I, I've yeah. not been to Vegas yet. So I'm like, whatever. So he's like, I got a free room. Let's go. So it was just you, me, David. David's mm-hmm. uh, wife, Carrie went. Yes, you did. Yes. Carrie was there. And I, Greg was there for sure. Rankin, mm-hmm. our friend. And Brian, so it was like the six of us or whatever the math yes. is on that. Don't ask me to do math at this point. But w- w- I mean, we stayed at the Fremont because we had a free room ish, like whatever Brian was able to get, like multiple. So I think I think he had like multiple rooms. So like David and Carrie obviously got their own room, and then like me, you, Greg, and Brian probably like huddled into yeah. this sometimes whatever yeah, room. I don't remember. I don't. Just, but we so long spent ago, the most of our time at the Plaza because that was the, the closest casino. And yes. I'm like, if anybody's been to the plaza, knows. Woo. Yeah, I mean, that is a uh, old school casino. And there's a reason yes. why, like, in all the movies, like Casino and all these yes. other, like, biggest mob movies, that's the one they go to because. Yeah, they shoot, they shoot there care. because it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's the only other just, one, the only other one oh. that I can even compare to it is because I've stayed there several times is the Tropicana, which is on South Street. Yes. And I feel yes. like it's, it's it, but it's, it's stuck in the seventies, like it had. But the plaza is the best one downtown. For, oh for, my no, god! For, for, because no, the no, where you walk no, in, where the giant me. like it's yeah. not the best one to stay at or anything. On that. I'm not saying no, that. No, but, no, 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 no. But but Greg, there is a. We talked about. Uh, let's see. We talked about Wits, and we've talked about Bowie Park. Okay, there's another one that's kind of between. It's kind of between you and I. But it is a great one of the greatest stories. It's an off. I mean, because it ever. starts that night when we first get there. Like we're we're playing. Like we decide because at this point, like you had mentioned earlier, we had played poker together. All of us. Yes. We had played poker in the kitchen, and we and thought we would become the greatest poker yeah, players. We thought we'd be. And it was in the like, poker really boom. Solid. This was oh, in the middle yeah, of the poker the, boom. Yes. Poker boom was happening. Like we're going to the plaza. We're going to play poker. So we play poker, and we're like. Yeah, this sucks. We're all losing money. Like this is like we're all just lo- hemorrhaging money left and right. We're like we're yes. obviously not as good as we thought we were, and not to mention we're drinking, so it's just not a good combination. So like multiple days later, like we at the end of the trip, like we were like I don't know how many hours from like flying out, but most people have like cashed it in, and Ty and I were still like we're gonna squeeze every drop of this out. We're gonna get you bet. So I mean, we have been drinking all all day. Like there's no question how long we've been drinking. Yeah. And so we go back to the plaza. And because the plaza is in downtown, the rates are wildly cheaper than the strip. So yes. you can play craps for like, what, like $2, a dollar? Maybe. I think maybe, I yeah, mean, it was some like a dollar. I mean, it was yeah. dirt cheap. Yes. So we're like, well, if there's anything speaking our name, like we're hammered, A, yes. too broke, 
three, we're leaving in a couple hours. Let's right. play Cracks the Plaza. Yeah, and we don't have to. We can walk to our hotel, which, which oh, we're yeah. staying. I mean, it, it was, it, we were, it was steps yeah, away. Right so there. we're like, yes, you and everybody else is like, we're going, we're going to bed. You and I, because we're flying at it like six a.m. Yeah, in the morning, I, whatever. It was. Not happening. We're not giving up. No, absolutely. We're like, why would I quit? Like, so we, we walk up like to this. We walk up to this crap table. Yes, this cheap crap table. And it's like right now. There was. It's got like. 3 a.m. in Vegas. Something like this yes. point downtown Vegas at 3 a.m. in 2004, whatever it was, at the Plaza. I mean, and it was the lowest. We walked low up to this right table, right. and I, I mean, I'm interrupting your story, but we walked up to this table, and it's there's one person playing on one end, and you and I kind of got on one end, and there's one other person playing. There's there's four people at the whole table playing totally. craps. Yeah, and the yeah. person playing on our end, I'll let you ex- explain to the people what this what this guy looks like. Well, it's funny, like craps, unless you've played it, it is the most, sorry, Julie King, fucked up game that you can possibly play when you're gambling. Cause it's like, I agree. you're just, you're just throwing chips on the table and you're just like hoping stuff happens. Yes. And so unless you really, really know it, not even to say if you really, really know what's going on, you're going to win. But if you really know what's going on, then you kind of understand it a little better. But Todd and I were at the very infant stages of knowing what was going on. Right. So we're kind of like betting with whatever we think is like the normal and and this guy just is betting opposite from us the whole time. We're like, yes. We're like, what is up? And it's just this crusty old man. I mean, just and, and we are full of we are full of of course. I mean, we, sure. we are <laughs> liquored up beyond belief. And, and this guy is and old. He, like, is, he has a beard, a scraggly looking beard. He and he's probably in his sixties. Sixties, maybe later, maybe seventies. Yeah, full on Canadian tuxedo, which means yes. he's all denim, just full all denim, straight up. Denim, yes, everything. And he's just sitting every time, and he knows what he's doing because he's not even like stag or anything. He's like mm-hmm. every time Ty and I put our money to play the normal, uh, whatever the role is. You play the pass line. You play the pass line. Pass line. The yes. whole table. So you and I. Yes. So we're all playing the pass line. As soon as we put our money in the pass line, this crusty old denim. Yeah. No pass. And it was like yeah. don't, don't five yeah. rolls. And after five rolls, we're like, this is bullshit. Because I think yes. we lost all five, which is probably like accurate. Right. And we looked as we're like, and we no, were no, just no. like, but we started we, we started talking shit to him though. We, we did. Saying, we're drunk. We're angry. We looked at him like, hey, old man River, why are you playing the no pass line? Exactly. And like, we were like, because we were drunk and we we're just like, I don't yeah. know what this guy's name is, but he's just, he looks like Old Man Rivers. So we're going to call right. him Old Man Exactly. River. So we started, like, we started to say, hey, River. Hey, River. Well, we started to call him and Old Man Rivers. Then like, we shortened it down to River. Yeah. And he just didn't even blink. And he's just like, drop dead punk. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? We're like, I mean, we were just berating this old man. Like, admittedly, like in hindsight, it was such a bad thing to do. But it was, it was moment, terrible. It was, real it was terrible. But, but you like, know what? We're just yelling this man because, like, but ultimately, like, I've been to Vegas multiple times amazing. since then. But the fact that he was literally betting against the people, yes. that was like, that was so messed up. It's like, yes. what are you doing? And he was I'm just honestly, like, he knew the odds. Yep. So he's just and like, can, you know what? Screw you I guys. Can remember, I the odds. Greg, I can remember, honestly, we could talk to a bunch of shit. And he didn't say a word to us for a couple of rolls. And we're like, oh, man, we're, come on, old man, River, come on, old man. And then, you know, a couple of rolls that went down and he won some money. And then we kept calling River. And I'll never forget, man, we put money down on the pass line. And this is how it happened. I can remember, like, like it was yesterday. I think I rolled. It was the, I rolled a five to open the roll. It comes back, give me the, give me the dice, and I roll a seven, 
They take our money, they give him money, and he looks at us and goes, drop dead, punk. Like, <laughs> it was just, dude, and I mean, and I want to let the folks know that Greg Miller and I have said that Wits, Bowie Park, and drop dead, punk. Drop That's dead, the dead. thing. We've said I mean, that to each other forever. <laughs> can't explain it enough. That's just like the, all, the all-time, just some dude that was probably sleeping under a bridge in yes. Vegas. It's like, yep. he took our... Eight dollars and seventy four, whatever it was, yes, whatever it was, it was and it was like, fine. And, he, and I was like, you know what? He was he's so right. So mad at us, like railing on him. He's just like, yes. that he was he right, man. You know what? And and you know what? It's funny because I can't wait for the day that I'm the old scraggly guy at the end of the table, and I just want to tell some kids, tell somebody to hey, drop dead, punk. drop dead, punk. All right? Yeah, because it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen one day. Absolutely. So, uh, um, and and uh, lastly, like we we hit the we hit the Vegas and the this the world alone train of like the the the, the ant, not the like cell phones existed but they wouldn't exist in the way we were because cell phones existed to make a call it we made a call exactly. that's it i'm like but other than that i'm like thank god it existed the other things because lord knows where my life would be oh, right god, now if that was existing so well we you would yeah exactly and like honestly man it's like i i thought about this the other day i was like hey dude i used to pay money for a ringtone and now I haven't put my, but but I haven't I haven't I, I haven't put my phone off of silent in like five years. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, so it just that's just what happens. So I got a new office chair from my boy Zyler. I'm I know. To, uh, I'm to to I, I heard it from the last episode. So. <laughs> That was amazing. And then we took an office on an awesome bachelor party trip, which I want to thank Emily Jones for it because she was not happy about us doing this, but she covered us because you have to understand Emily didn't shoot a lot of video, but she could do it. But I mean, she was a sports director, and she could, but it was just like, okay. So, but she let us go uh, to Brian Mudd's bachelor party. <laughs> I forgot that she, you're right. Like, yes. All props, Emily, that she was like, yes. For the she whole weekend. Also the she had known Brian for a long time, yes. and she had known Brian way yep. before we did. And I'll never and she and definitely not, took yeah. a bullet for us. Yeah, yes. good for her. She did, and she was like, "All right, uh, well, Brian, but nobody was really throwing Brian a bachelor party." We're like, "What? We Brian's gonna have, so what do we do now?" The the like you got to explain to the people that are from like your area or from for well, a lot of the people that aren't from uh, Lubbock. There's like one little mountain resort that's about four hours away, three and a half hours away, and it's it's Rio Doso, New Mexico. I thought and it was lovely. It's oh, it's a beautiful place. That's the thing. It's like it's I like know. A hidden I secret. thought it was great. Like, hey, and it's the home of Neil Patrick Harris. That's where he grew up. So, you know, if you don't know that, uh, Dan, that could be a future question on tie down or something. There you but, go. It's a good one. Uh, but it's a beautiful place. It's beautiful, and we went to Rio Doso, and we had the time of our lives in about two oh, and a half absolutely. days. It was it's great. fucking amazing, dude. Like the funny thing is, like my little blue, I took my blue Ford Explorer. That was one of the cars. I think we took two or three cars, but yes, and it was amazing, dude. We had the greatest time. Oh yeah, and that's the funny thing I've always said. Like this point, I'm like, I've never talked to Mud about it, but I'm like, I think we had more fun than he did. (laughs) Which is oh, there's no doubt. Problem for the guy getting married. Yeah, but oh, Oh, I think there's no doubt about it. There was like there was like five or six of us, I think roughly, give or take. And we went over like, are we going to go over? We're going to play golf. We're gonna do like the traditional, like go out, have a dinner, and yeah, 
they were and like these, no, and, like, there's, and there's no strip clubs in, in Rio. So, so right, but there was like these weird, that. like like roadside, like quickie mart casinos. Like, because yes. Mexico had yes. legal gambling. Yes. At that point, it was like so. We get there, we check into our like we have a nice little cabin with like nice views and whatnot. Yes. We go play golf. We have a great time. First night we do whatever. And I, I don't I, I honestly don't remember the chain. Well, there's a, there's like, a casino the there city. called the Inner Mountain Gods, and we went to that. And but it was, was saying, like what I do remember is at some point we ended up at a um, there's a drive-in casino track. At the uh, go-kart no, track. That was the, ne- the, the next day. We started off what well, we started off that morning. Um, and we made breakfast at the, I, I can remember this too. We made breakfast and yada, yada, yada. And we're, we're in the cabin, we're up in the mountains. And if you're from Lubbock, it's like being in the mountains. is like, it's like a whole world. If you want to sing oh, that, and it, yeah. you smell the, it smells like the mountains and everything. And it's amazing. And it's like, all right, we had a cup of coffee and it's like, all right, well, let's start drinking. So we started drinking and it was fun. And like, dude, there's a great go-kart track in the middle of Rio Dosa, And that's where we went the whole crew. And the, we, well, when I say we started drinking, well, we, we were drinking quite a bit and we got to the go-kart track and dude, it's so funny. I tell this story all the time. We raced two times and I think I'm in my Kevin, Har- Kevin Harvick hat. I'm like, I'm trying to win. Like a Ke- I'm, I'm a Kevin Harvick dude. And I'm, tr- and I think I finished second both times. And on the third time that we went around and it's me, you, Brian, mud is out there driving. And yeah, we got kicked off the track because they, they like waved us over, like they stopped the race. Yeah, it was, it was a full on like. But it was like, hey, the, I, was like I was like, everybody's done. I was, uh, I was Kevin Harvick hat, but I was Joe Nemarek, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we were all work. We're just like, hey, it, it's it's cutthroat right now, and we we they pulled us over, like they pulled us into the into the you know pit, if you will, and like you guys are out of here. You're drunk, all of you. Get out of here. I was like, yeah. dude. I go, and here's the deal. It's like they kicked us out of the go-kart track for driving drunk, but they were like, you guys just get in your car and leave. And we just drove. <laughs> so, so that was the beautiful part. It's like it wasn't like all like it literally wasn't all of us that had been drinking. No. But there were like a section of us drinking, but they shut was, it all down. Yeah, they did. And they, I, they, they, Am I remembering this correctly? Like maybe it's not the go-kart track, but there was either a track of the casino that was a tr- Attached to an OTB, the off-track oh, betting. No, 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 listen. That, that was later that day. We, we, we were going to the horse races, which Riodosa has a oh, great horse track. Yes. Which okay, we went to the Riodosa Downs. I, remember us, I, re, I really remember betting yes. on the Louisiana Derby or whatever, Louisiana well, well, Downs. Yes. As we're walking out, people are like, what is wrong with you, Mike? Well, we, we lost. Well, this we is another great gambling problem. story of, of Greg and I. We went to the we went to the horse track. We got a little sweet. And I say a sweet. It's outdoor. But it was great. And we had a good time. But Greg and I could not pick. Well, we, it just it was just, it oh, wasn't going to happen. We lost, all, we lost everything. And we had like a couple of bucks left and we're walking out. We're I'm pretty sure Mud and all the rest of the guys over there were like, hey, dude, let's leave. But if you're walking out, you can see the TVs in like the lobby and they still Why take bets. Not? They take bets on, on races like that are in Louisiana or wherever, you know. Yeah. And you and I were like, oh, dude, just one more. We could we could do it one more time. We absolutely please. we can win it all back right and here. We put all we had left, both of us together, on this race. And I'm not sure where it was. I wish I could. I wish I knew. I want to say Louisiana, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I think it was maybe in, in, in California. But and we won. 
And dude, we celebrated like we had just won the lottery. <laughs> we were like, yeah, dude, we're jumping around and like the, the concourse of Griadosa Downs. It was amazing. So awesome, by the way. Like so, these guys won a million bucks. Now they won $4.72. But all right. Basically, yeah. It was a little more than that, but okay. Let's just it was, say. But that, it was, you know, that was an just, awesome trip. That's one of my, it was, like, it was so fun. Yeah. So that was a, a, a great trip. And uh, I, I'm glad that that happened. I want to talk about a little bit about the house that we lived in just real quick. Like the house. Oh, that, you remember the address. Legendary. It's funny thing, you How remember the, ha- you, the address. How that has not been made a absolute historical monument. effect of like. Absolutely. I mean, 79th and Elgin. 79. Wait, well, let me, 79th let me and Elgin. Elgin. So, no, you're right. 79th and Elgin. 79th and Elgin. 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 It was like 79. It doesn't matter. Maybe. Right. It well, doesn't matter, but I will say this, dude. But it was I, right okay. there in the corner. I moved in because Jeff Corkum moved out, and y'all had an open bed. That's what I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember, did Corkum move out? That's what opened Corkin the spot moved with out. you? But listen okay. to me. Corkum moved out. Now, I lived in an apartment, and it got flooded. Like, I got flooded. Like, the lady that lived above me forgot that she ran the bath, and – so my bottom apartment got flooded. So I got to get oh, out of my yes, I, I got to get that. out of my uh, lease and everything. By the way, that apartment almost got caught on fire earlier, uh, or like right in December. But anyway, who, who cares? So I got to move in, and I was so happy because it like it lowered my rent by like a third. And I was living with you oh, and absolutely. Vinny, which Vinny was amazing. By the way, I want to say when Vinny walked in, we were talking about earlier. Uh, when Vinny walked in, I was like, "Hey, you're not hungover or whatever." This is classic Vinny, by the way. And I hope he doesn't get mad at me, but Vinny was the king, the king. He would just walk out of his bedroom, which he had the master bedroom in that house. But he'd walk out of his bedroom in like the most loose fitting boxers you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Like they're barely on. Like they're barely on. And they're and then and he's probably worn them a thousand times, like almost see-through at this point. And he and he'd walk into the living room and scratching himself, not necessarily in his genitals, <laughs> but just scratching himself somewhere. And he's like, uh, you guys have a good time last night or whatever. And I'm like, God, Vinny. Says, yeah, good. And so your wine up now. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing, man. He was amazing, dude. He's one of the most amazing people I know. And I hope he doesn't get mad at me. But uh he will not. That's kind of where, I'm, that's kinda where I'm, I'm going with that. So we had great roommates. We had Vinny was our roommate. And so it was you and I, but man, it was just great because, and here's one of the things I want to bring up because it's about you. This episode is about you kind of. I walked in one day and it was, we still could record shows on a VCR and no, I didn't walk. You came home one day from, you're like, Hey, I went and did a press conference and I've got, I've got three hours to kill. I got to come home. And you made dinner or you made lunch at, at our house when anybody that ever did. You cooked your own shit more than anybody I've ever known in my life. And you did. But then you're like, hey, yeah, I'm going to watch Gilmore Girls. And I went, oh, was it Gilmore Girls? Is that what yes. you watched? Yes. I went, what is Gilmore Girls? Dude, I've never watched an episode of Gilmore Girls. Dude, and you were like, you don't know until you try. So no, that's what Fred, I, I, you're I, a Gilmore I Girls saying, guy. Was it Gilmore Girls? Absolutely. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Absolutely. 100% it was. It was Gilmore Girls. It was One Tree Hill. It was like all mm. these Bad CW Tuesday. One Tree Hill. Because yes, you would record that shit. I was yeah, afraid to turn the TV on when I got home. I we had one major TV. Like, we had one main TV in the living room, and I would walk in. Yeah. And I saw the red red yeah, dot on the VCR. Before, like, I was like, I can't even. I can't turn the t- and all right. this nonsense. But I would say to people, I was like, 
Well, when you worked our schedule, like were your random nights off for like Tuesday and Wednesday, I was like, well, yes. what was on Tuesday and Wednesday? Gilmore Girls and One Three Hills, like <laughs> yeah. so, like I fully got injected in that. I'm like, I was all in on it. And like, I think I, I think I, I, can I, I tell think you, I, dude, honestly, I think I messed up one time. I went, what the? Oh, Greg, who gives a shit about? Your, I do. You looked at me straight in my, in my eyes. I went, I do. Okay, I went. Okay, goddamn, Greg's never gotten mad at me in his entire life, but that's like the first time that like, was close. Like I was like, okay, okay. I knew. You want to go? Knew, right you there, wanna like, go one, if you want to go like uh, win, lose, or tie on like one Tree Hill and like Gilmore Girls trivia, I'm like, I, I absolutely. You begin. Yeah. Like, Notice I didn't. I didn't yeah, ask no. One that was thing. A, everybody kind of like everybody ever tell us like why I'm like because my weekends were Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I'm like, yes, what do you? I, that was like, your weekend. It, it exactly. was what it was. Like I don't and have to do one of Saturdays and Sundays off. Yes. Other than the hours where you had to work from two to eleven. Which you had to get used to if you didn't, weren't working that. But then, like my days off were Sunday and Monday uh, when yeah. I worked there. But your days off were Tuesday and Wednesday. So that's weird, the- isn't that? That's crazy for somebody that oh. that works a regular job, you know? Yeah, and yeah. It's I, I guess you know what? I guess when you work from two to eleven, and then your days off are Tuesday and Wednesday. You know, you watch uh, One Tree Hill. Gilmore Girls. Girls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it makes sense now. You I didn't, I didn't put all those things together at, at that time. Yeah, you lower your standards pretty quick. You're like, well, I'm going to watch tonight. So, well, all right, great. I know this, man. <laughs> I came home several times, and there was a big red light on our VCR. And I was like, well, I, I, I can't watch TV. There's no doubt about it. Because if I turn it on, I'm like, hey, there's Greg's watching. Greg's recording something that obviously Absolutely. I'm not interested in. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, also here's one thing, man, change directions just a little bit, but, um, when you came to Lubbock, yeah, Bob Knight was here and I've, I've, I've expressed my feelings about Bob Knight, great coach. And, but, but I've talked about with Emily, I talked about with David, he was an asshole. There's, I just, that's how I feel. Cause he treated us like an asshole and he treated us like we were nothing. And we were all like, Hey, dude, we're not here to, uh, we just want to get a good soundbite and just go back to the station. That's it. Yeah. So, um, and I'll never forget, man, I, we had an intern at our station and it was me. He, 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 and we went to the game of tech basketball game and he came into the uh, post game press conference with me. I set up the camera and I sat down. I wasn't even going to ask a question. They opened it up for questions. And this dude, this intern, I, first time I've ever met him. He's sitting next to me. He's a tech student. He asked a question. And Bob Knight said, um, wh- where are you from? What's your deal? And it was the, uh, well, listen, you're getting into a profession that's about one step above prostitution. Yes. It was the famous deal. I was like, and I'm sitting in the back of the room going, I mean, dude, I was trying to melt into the seat going, I can't believe that it's me yeah. that brought this dude here. So, but blah, blah, blah. I really want to get to. Mike Leach. Mike Leach was the football coach and we covered him and, and and he was amazing. And you were, but the thing is, dude, after he passed away, you sent me and David Collier a link. You're like, Hey, I'm going to be on a, a Columbus radio station. Yeah. It was a local. Cause you live in Columbus, Ohio. Cause they're, yeah. I don't know how to, well, first off, how do they know that you cover Mike Leach and how do they know you? So my, a good friend of mine that I worked with in Columbus in television, Bo Bishop, um, is now a radio host here in town. Um, mm-hmm. and he, like, w- we worked together for like three years when we were, when I was in, uh, television here in Columbus. And like, w- it was awesome. Cause Bo, like, it, 
previous to Columbus, he came from Tallahassee. So we had Bobby Bowden stories. So I would always like counter with my Mike Leach stories. And so we always would go back and forth about like, oh, it was so fun. Like to cover like these two, like real, like heavyweights in the yes. pantheon of college football. Like, I mean, a race wins and losses, like Bowden's Bowden. Like he's a very much of a character as what he was and Leach was his character. So it was just yes. fun. And then Bo always remember that. And so like, I mean, we're talking like this is eight plus years after I've been on television. I still keep in touch with Bo from time to time. And Bo just reached out. I was like, Hey man, I was like, you want to come on and share your memories of covering Mike Leach and Lubbock. Yeah, I loved he, yeah, he, they, they I was called like, you. I was yeah. like, absolutely. I'm like, I, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, there's nothing that I'm like ashamed of or taboo about. I'm like, it was a wonderful time. Like for sure. That's thing. Like Dude. what I have to remember, like my only experience in Lubbock was Mike Leach. Like I wasn't there when he had the Adam James incident and he moved on to somewhere else. Like the only thing I remember is like, when I got there, Mike Lee was the coach. When I left there, Mike Lee was the coach. I mean, that right. was it. Like, okay. he was the coach when right. I was there. But Okay, here's the deal. Here's what I'm trying to get to, is that you sent uh, David and I on a group. To, okay, I'm going to be on this uh, radio station, and here's the link at this particular time. It wasn't like, you were like, hey, here's the link. You can listen to it anytime you want. You had to listen to it. I had to listen to it. Oh, it was a live link. It was like, hey, and I, and I, and I, dude, and it was a yeah, it's a straight-up call-in show, like a, a regular sports show and club. And they had you on. And, dude, I logged in, and I listened to it. And, Greg, I, and this is honest. I'm being honest with you when I say this. Like, it hit me right in the – like, it made me miss you so much. Like, I just hearing you talk, like, you were – and honestly, I, I, I text you, and I said, man, I just heard Greg – I just heard you wax poetic. And that – and – that's for me having lack of vocabulary, but dude, you were just talking about Mike Leach and what he meant and whatever. And I mean, I don't even mean to make this about Mike Leach. It's more about you. Like the, what you were just spewing out was one, the, the smoothness of it. And two, the shit that you were just saying off the top of your head was absolutely mind blowing. And three, it was actually, but it was true stuff that you were saying. It's just awesome, yeah. dude. You have a true talent about that kind of shit. Well, Whether you've shown it today or not, I don't know. Well, but, I don't but, know dude, but dude, right, it was amazing. Like what you were on that. I, dude, I, I, it made me honestly. It made me miss Red Miller. It did. I I appreciate that. I've had a couple other people say like similar ish things. Like why why don't you do this early? I'm like, well, I did for like 25 years or yeah. 15 years. And yeah. I'm like, eh, and I made and I made and I made twenty one thousand dollars a year doing it. That's exactly. What, you know, I'm like, yeah. It, it was fun to kind of like dabble back into that world and just like talk about it. But but ultimately, it's like it came down to like. I mean, I will, I will say this until I'm blue in the face. Like, I, I don't think there's another human being that has changed not just college football, but just football in general more than Mike Leach has in the last 50 years. Like, I, I, I will agree. sit there, like, I will happily sit across from you with 49 Lone Stars in hand and have that conversation with you. Which you are drinking a Lone Star right now, which is I crazy. Hey, I, I mean, live in Texas, I, I and I would never do that. Okay. Oh, I drink you know what? You, you introduced me to? So I, I drank one time. And I even sent you a picture one time. I drank an IC light and I was like, hell yeah, boy. Greg Miller told me about this. Now I'm having it, which is an Iron City light, baby. Pittsburgh legend right there. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, but yeah, I was, sitting, I was sitting there and drink, 
I, I was I see lights. I would drink like uh, Lone Star. I would, I would literally. No, and, we're talking about like, like yeah. And it's not that like I want to debate you. It's just like more or less like like seriously. Like talk to me. Name me another person, human being that has had a bigger impact on college or NFL foot just football in general than Mike Leach yeah. in the last twenty five years. And I'm like, and I and I. Not that I was arguing with friends, but I just was making this point to my friends. I was like, here you were making this point like, on the radio, by the way. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Oh, yeah, but I was just saying, like, do you, you can say everything you want about like Nick Saban. You can you, everything you say about Bill Belichick, I mean, and they are absolutely legendary head coaches. Like, there's sure. no question those guys are like literally maybe the best of all time. But what they've done did not change the game of football the way that Mike Leach changed the way of football, and that that yes. was my whole point of trying to get across, like. I think Mike Leach did more for the game of football, not in the sense of like making it better, but just changed it more than anybody else will ever yeah. like in our lifetimes will ever be able to say like. And we wow, didn't know. It's funny because you and I. Yeah. It's funny because you and I were on the front lines of it, and we didn't know that was happening. No, absolutely. At the time, at the you're time. just like, this yeah. is just some goofy guy, like. Yeah, like, like let's be honest. Like you and I were still like in our video game phase. We're just playing Madden. We're like. What, yeah. what happens if you line up seven guys with no running backs? This is funny. Yeah. We'll just do this. He was, he doing, was it. doing it in real life and <laughs> making it work yeah. and proving that it works. And you're just like, mm. oh, shit, this guy's yeah. on to something. Like, yeah, he is. Guy, yeah. Even though it was like eight and three attack and he beats the Navy by a thousand at the Houston Bowl. Like, right. Oh, he's seven and four, but he beats Clemson by a million in the whatever yeah. bowl they and we were. And we were, we were like, four years away. Like, we, we were four, four years away from the. Crabtree game. Mm-hmm. That's what's funny. Yes. But you and I, we were honestly, that's or five, even five. Yeah, man, we, we, yeah. Were, we weren't even now. You let them win. You can but you could yeah. but you could see it that long yeah. ago. Like this is this is gonna happen. Like yes. at some point it's going to click at a level yes. that they're not gonna be able to ignore because yeah. he, he can't he get knocked on the door. Like he'd get to like yeah. six no, and then he'd play like Oklahoma and lose. Right. And they'd be like, okay, it's fun. But they're like, but in it's Lubbock, it's going to get to nine but, and ten. Though yeah. it's like, okay, you can't yeah. ignore this anymore. But it's funny, man, because in the sports office, I would tell you. But in Lubbock, man, and you know what? Sometimes we're cool with like the the Valero Alamo Bowl. We're like, we're like, hey, that's pretty cool, no. you know, for us. It's like, dude, and we went to the bowl game like, every year. He was the coach, so I mean, Thing, seriously, we, we, we can get to, we can get to a ninety thousand hour conversation about what's wrong with college sports right now, and I yeah. would happily talk about that. But like. That's a problem. Like it used to be, if you got a bowl to the, it, I remember when I worked there when they got the holiday bowl bill, that was a big deal. It was. So they're gonna go. They're gonna go play a cow. And at the point yes. we didn't know who Aaron Rodgers was, but or Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch was on that team, right? But they're there like, go. we're gonna go play cow in a holiday bowl, and we're gonna whoop the shit and out of them. They like, did. And they Cumbie, beat the sh- yes. Sonny Cumbie's yeah. stuck in the. Don't <laughs> tell Jason Jennings about that game because his camera broke in the middle of it. By the way. Oh yeah, that was like, but that was the thing. Like nowadays, the tech plays, I don't know, whoever Washington in the whatever bowl. It's like, yeah, okay, who cares? By the it's way, like, uh, before I, before I uh, talk about finish our point on bowl games, you brought Jason Jennings, and we talked about videography earlier. Okay, that, when I left, we brought in Jason Jennings as that was the guy that came in to replace me. He came in, and I was like, I remember take, taking him out to like shoot a, shoot a a practice somewhere or something like probably in, like you said, or somewhere like a small town. This dude just took the camera and like whooped it out of my hands. Like he did like a, 
a full like front flip with the camera and some shit. And like, he was like, boom, he was like the most talented videographer I've ever seen in my life. I was like, I, I don't need yeah. to teach you anything anymore. Exactly. This is it. You, you, that I was mean, one of the things like, this dude. is the beauty of resumes. Like they don't really fully teach you what you know about a person. Yeah. And like, we didn't realize when Jason came down, his dad had dude. been in like an award-winning photographer at a station yes. role for like 35, yes. 40 years. We're like, yes. Oh dude. shit. You and already say, know all this stuff. And yeah. Jason was just like, yes, I'm just waiting to like, right. Find a way to, I need, like, I need somebody to like, I need, he's like, I'm going to move the love to just like showcase, just show people what I can do. Like, yeah. honestly, I say he did a front flip. What I mean in that sense is like, he took the camera from me and it was like, uh, Oh, I don't know. Like he could just whip it around like a bartender, like doing bar tricks. Like he just, and he started shooting video and uh, angles I haven't seen, shooting things I've never seen. Like just, and we got back and we're looking at his video, and I'm like, okay, yeah, well, it's a good thing that I'm leaving. Because <laughs> God Almighty, this dude could do it. So Jason oh, Jennings, yeah, he was, he and, was I love, uh, and, and I and I and we love because he loved the Cardinals. I love the Cardinals. So um, shout out to Jason Jennings, by the way. Uh, bowl games, by the way, I do have to mention this. So. I can I, I can do that. Yeah. Hey, but I want to mention yeah. bowl games real quick. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, All right. we'll do that. Uh, so so we're talking about bowl games. And just I know it's man, it's funny because I like to outline. You can hear my papers, all of my episodes. And believe it or not, it is organized chaos. I, I, I'd like to have a uh, somehow like get back to what I'm talking about. And we're talking about bowl games. And we talked about my family earlier way earlier in this episode but whenever it's funny man because you brought it up to me um i think you met my dad or my mom or whatever and we talked about that i mean it, it didn't happen immediately when we met but somehow we connected the dots that my dad and my mom my mom went to west texas up in amarillo or canyon and my dad played football at west texas which now west texas a&m but they don't claim that but they do, but they don't. West Texas. And they, it was back then, was a D1 college. Okay. And they made the Sun Bowl in 1962, I think. Two, I believe. Three, yeah. So 62, whatever. And 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 the uh, West Texas Buffaloes, they, they had beaten Texas Tech that year. They had beaten Arizona that year. They, they were a major, you know, school. Yeah. As, legit. as Ohio yeah. is. And so they're ranked, I think they're ranked 15th in the nation. And they went to the Sun Bowl in El Paso. And who did they play? The Ohio Bobcats. You're now <laughs> granted, neither one of us are alive. We've never we don't even know. Not even close. Right. Not even a gleam but, but, in Jerry King's eyes. Exactly. But the thing is, is that dude, whenever we talked about that, you were like, man, you don't even know. That's like the biggest thing that's ever happened in Ohio football. It was. Here's the thing what, what it surprised me. It's like, you're like, your dad played in that game? I was like, Absolutely. Uh, yes. <laughs> It's like, no, he stuck it to like, he just, it wasn't just like your dad playing. He's like, he helped just lower the boom. Like, yeah. He like returned two kickoffs. One of them was like past the 50, I think. Yeah. But Ohio. So like, here's what I remember from that. Like, so Ohio's football history is not very rich. So the first, and it, for a long time, the only bowl game they played in was that Sun Bowl in the early sixties that Jerry played in. And so when I finally moved back up here to Columbus, I was finally close enough to OU and I some like rekindled some friendships and met some people that I knew at OU. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I mean, 
When you say okay, OU, like, for the people listening, OU oh, is yeah, a different. So I, yeah. It's not a okay. A little history lesson or a little like yes. fun fact. OU, Oklahoma is the University of Oklahoma. They're right. not OU, and David right. Collier so, will yell at me, but they're a U of O. But Ohio University is OU. So right. that's why I call when you OU. say OU. That's, that's what you mean. And what's funny is right. up there in that in that neck of the woods, that's what OU means as well. Right in the Midwest, so, like people know. So I just want to make OU, sure. You know, I, I don't want the people. I don't want the listeners to get confused. All no, about yeah, people exactly. listening in, in uh, Singapore. No. I don't want them to get well, confused. And, and also, I don't want. I don't want like and I, I love Debbie Collier, but I don't want to get confused. Like because he knows yeah. there's only one OU that won a bowl game this year, and it's oh. the Ohio University. So uh, um, love you, David. Um, but yeah, so like when I moved back here, I. I obviously started getting like, cause I knew I was closer to Athens and I befriended some people from OU and over the course of the years, like the anniversary started popping up of like Ohio at that point was the only bowl game Ohio had ever played in. So it was right. a big deal for Ohio football. And then I was like, Oh shit, they played West Texas A&M. And then I started doing that. West like, Texas State. Oh, shit. Well, West Texas State. Yeah. At that time, right. West Texas State was like, Let's Oh just- shit. I'm like the King played on this team. Like this is Jerry King's team. Yes. So, like, I reached out to our guy at Ohio University, and I said, all right, I said, it, it, good friend, like, friend of ours, friend of mine that he literally now shoots for NFL films or always did. But, I, for, but, but, but back then you knew that, though. But, but we talked but, about but, it back yeah. then because my dad right, showed you. But, but, but I want to – before well, you're yeah. moving forward, I will never forget, dude. My dad showed you his – he wears it every day. Oh, his bowl the ring. The sun holding. The ring. He showed like, it to you. He was like, here's my no bowl ring. Dude, I mean – it's like it's the it sun bowl, for God's sake. Like it it's not like, like it's the, not like he won yeah. the uh, he the didn't win the rose bowl. Or or the but, rose, yeah, but, but I'd walk in for dinner and he'd be like, "Do you want shout salad?" And he's like, "Pass the salad bowl with the ring." Yeah, out. right. It's it's like, bring you know. <laughs> yeah, just, I, know, I mean, I loved it. I mean, it was because I was like, I was like, I do the same damn thing. That was exactly <laughs> what I would do. I'm like, I, I respected the shit out of Jerry yeah. for doing that. Yes, but like when I moved up here, I was like, you know, it's like when they started like. Like Ohio football started to gain a little traction, wasn't bad, and it was like, all right, whatever it is, what it is. And I, I reached out to a friend of mine at Ohio University. I was like, I was like, Evan, I was like, I've seen you start on social media, like popping out some of this like game footage from like 1962 or three, whatever it was for the bowl game. I was like, can you just burn literally all of it on a DVD for me? And he's like, why? I'm like, I said, because I got a buddy whose dad literally played on West Texas State for that game. Yes. I was like, I think, I think he'd love it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we don't have very much. I'm like, just burn all of it. Just burn all of it. Yes. Because all I thought was like, I thought, I thought your dad would just get an absolute kick out of the fact that that was, uh, honestly, let me tell you something. 50 years ago, I was like, who knows if game footage exists back then? It wasn't like, oh, it was a game in the 1980s where it's on TV and I'm giving you two plays. Like, no, like (laughs) the 60s, like, Can I just tell you this, dude? When I got those, I got those DVDs in that you sent me. This is four or five years ago. And now Jerry King is, I mean, is he's has dementia and it's bad. Right. And that's fine. But dude, we play, I'll never forget. We're at my sister's house and I got the, and I'll play those DVDs for him and for the family. Dude, it, it meant more to uh it meant more to us that day. Like, I mean, even for dad, it was like. He, he his eyes kind of lit up and was like, "Hey, you know, I, right?" I, I just yeah, thought it I, might. I mean, damn, dude, come on, Greg. I mean, you're a good person, but you're not that good of a person. Come on, dude. Well, like, it was I like amazing, like, man, I, dude. I, 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 I aim I, to be dude, that I good of a person, that so but much. I'm not that good of a person. But no, I no, 
Phil, you're a great I, person. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. That's how I am with like people. I'm like, you know, like if I'm gonna, I'm not gonna experience amazing, something man. and enjoy it. That I'm like, I, I yeah. just had a feeling like you guys would enjoy and, that. Whether it was and like you went out of your way to mom. make that happen, like send a DVD to us. It was crazy, man. It was, it was yeah. really like that. It was is that important? It was important to us, but and really the point I wanted to make was is, um, dude. It was so funny that like, that was the biggest bowl game in the history, but it also is the biggest bowl game in the history of West Texas because West Texas is now, you know, D2. Yeah, and exactly. I, have, but I have good friends that have played at West Texas, like Aaron Wampler and, and uh, Lance Ratliff. And th- those guys have played there and they listen to the show and they're important. And that school is like built up. Like it's, it's way better than it used to be. Oh, absolutely. But damn it, dude. It, it's like, you know, it's funny because that, that they were awesome back then. And they played Ohio. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, yeah. it's just crazy how no, those paths like cross. You can you can vouch for it. Like every time I go back to Athens, like which is a lot, which because it's only an hour and a half away from me right now. Oh, I want to I want to talk go, about that a little bit. If I yeah. go to the stadium, I try to take a selfie in front of because we have at, yes. I it, we, Athens. Athens means Athens, Ohio, which is Athens, where, Ohio. Yes, where Ohio University is, and I say we because I went to school there. So goddamn it, I've deserved it. <laughs> but we have little banners around the, the, the base of the stadium of all the bowl games we've been to. And yes. because we went to the 1962 Sun Bowl, wherever the hell it is, I try to take a picture of it every time I'm there to send to you because I'm just like, this is it for the last 50 yes. some years. This is the only one. So I always try to take it because I'm like, oh, yes. remember, and like, you remember. You do. You take a picture by and Jerry. Yeah, Jerry King would love so. this. Yes. And what's funny, man, is that he's, he's a, I mean, to be honest with you, man, he's bedridden right now and we go see him. And I mean, you know, if, if we can get him to communicate, it's like a good thing or something. And mm-hmm. he, he has pictures up in his, in his room that he lives in, his assisted living room. And they're, they're from his college days where he played football. And, That's uh, great. but, but, but funny is, dude, he does not take that sunball ring off. That's his ring. And I want to say this. I want to say this. Like I'm, I'm like, okay. I don't want to look forward to the day whenever he is not of this earth anymore. But I'm like, who's going to get that ring? And I actually talked to Jay about it not too long ago. And Jay goes, "What would you? What would you be doing with that ring?" And I went, "I'd show it to Greg Miller. That's what I'd show it." And so he goes, <laughs> yeah, "He goes, okay, but if that's it, then you know what? Dad probably needs to be buried with that ring." I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. You're probably right." But check this out, dude. I got this. I got but this picture. I will. I will. I would do this in your defense, with Jay. If you send me a picture of that ring every day, then I think that far outweighs what Jerry's going to do with the below ground. I'm like, I, I, I fully respect. I know that. exactly. I'd wear it all the time. But hey, what did you do? And eventually, you know, oh, I, mean, I, embellish, I embellish all the time. I'm like, oh, listen, I played in the 1962 Sun Bowl, bitch. That's what I did. You know. Um, but listen to this. Somebody uncovered uh, these photos the other day, and I'm I'm, I'm just going to show. And it's this is terrible for podcasting for audio pause, but look at this. Somebody sent me this. This is the uh, pictures that would shoot. They should do this now, by the way, for your pictures. But this is Jerry King's, uh, one of his photos that he, I, I think John Moore III shot this photo. I just, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, like it's on a football card, but look at this. Uh, I mean, it's like, freaking look hilarious. At look at that. that. That's like his photo. Like, you know where, I mean? does that, that. where do they get the black background like that is? 
Dude, gold. it's crazy good. Pure gold. Anyway, so pure gold. Uh, but anyway, I just want to, dude. You, you're important to our family. I just want you. I want that. That needs to be. Um, well, and I want to make that point. I want to make that point in this podcast. I want to make that point. Yeah, so, and I, I appreciate that. And my yeah. point is, like, I reciprocate that only because, like, like I said, you guys yeah. during all those years of not being able to go home and not being able to be around family, like, you guys were yeah. always the. Hey, if Greg's around, he's welcome here. Like yes. it was just, it meant a lot to me. Like it might not have yeah. felt like a giant gesture at the time for yeah. Julie to say that or Jerry to right. be like, "Hey, have this it guy." It does come now, over. though. But it right. did. But I'm just like, yeah. I mean, you you think back to, and it's like they really were. Like I, I've always said, like I had a de facto family in Texas yes. when I didn't did. live in Texas, and it's always. Then you get invited to my brother's wedding, for God's sakes. Well, I might say I was ever Jen. I mean, probably for the I mean, free booze, let's be honest. So okay. I barely got invited to that wedding. I mean, for five days, whatever. But okay, Greg, uh, let's uh I want to move on a little bit. Let's, let's get to the email questions in because we're, we're deep into this episode. And I want and, and these are a lot of good questions. And some of these I was gonna ask myself, but I waited. So uh, here we go. Are you ready? This is not a this is not like tied down. This is just this I is just questions. Um, There's no right or wrong. Um, by the way, if you for the people that don't know, my sister and her husband Blake, which have been on the podcast, they started a little store called Bahama Bucks, and it's 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 a little it was a little big, but it's 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 like the it's the largest uh, shaved ice franchise in the in, in the world. But Zyler Buchanan is their oldest son, which is uh, he was on my. And by the way, you sent me a text today, and you're like, I'm getting loose. And that is a term from his episode. Uh, he sent a, he, Zyler Buchanan sent a, my oldest nephew sent a question and he goes, uh, if he was a Bahama Bucks flavor and a topping, what would it be? Oh, wow. Dude, that is getting out there. Good. And you know what? I'm like, dude, I would like to know too. So I'll say, I'll, this is like a dual answer. One, okay. I know Zyler broke news on your podcast, which I'm going to break at some point here. So we can, I can break some news at some point. And two, I mean, this is like embarrassing to admit. My, my tenure in Lubbock, I did not go to Bahama Bucks enough to like know the flavors by like, like right. heart. Dude, but you only but, made like you made like thirteen thousand dollars a year. Like Bahama Bucks is like, hey, well, man, can I afford exactly. this right now or not? Bahama Bucks was a luxury when I lived there. So exactly. <laughs> I will say this. If, if, I will say this. If if Jay or if, if uh, Kippy and uh, uh, if they're yeah. listening, Blake or listening, sorry. Not sorry. Uh, I I and this is very hard to replicate in a like topping. I, I'm a big sucker for peanut butter. And now that's tough to like replicate because like yeah, the, peanut they had a, the, peanut butter was a flavor for a long time. I know. And it's like, it's just like not one of those you can really replicate. It, it is the most Greg Miller answer I've ever heard because I think peanut butter was a flavor, like a shaved ice flavor for a long time. And it was like one of the least selling flavors that like they removed that, it from the menu. That sounds about right. It, it, it that makes so right. much sense. Like, like it makes so much this, sense. Yes. Yeah, we tried this for yes. like eight months and it was like a miserable by the way, And I'm like, yeah, that yeah. sounds exactly not right. So. <laughs> so by the way, okay. Zyler did break news whenever he was on. Like he, he said, uh, hey, yes, I can uh, officially announce which is their first baby, which by the way, 
is the great grand. Now it's the first great grandbaby of Julie King and Jerry King. There you go, Julie. Now at Christmas this year, I got to hold her for the first time and all that stuff, and it was amazing. I'm like, dude. I mean, um, yeah. I take being an uncle serious, like very seriously. This is my first great niece, you know, and I'm I'm like, and I don't know why they call it a great niece because I should be a grand niece because I'm 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 the grand. Uncle. Well, you're grand. Like, so why, why do they? Why, yeah, why do they call it? I don't understand why they well, call you're, it. You're great, you're great and you're grand. That, so well, that's okay. That's fine. Yes, but in the thing of it is, is that okay? I got to hold her and I held her for just a little bit. She's a newborn baby at Christmas. And I held her and it was great. I held her for like maybe, maybe 10 minutes. She didn't make a noise. A lot of people held her at Christmas. Jay held her. And when Jay held her, she started crying. The only time she cried in two Christmases when Jay held her, my older brother, and he has three daughters. So I don't know what that, what that says, (laughs) but what I'm trying to say is when Miki, what they call her Miki, which is my, my mom, but all the grandkids call her Miki. When mom was, it was like an iron claw, dude. When she got a hold of that baby, nobody, not not even Brecklin and Zyler, which is the mother and father, was going to get. Yeah, it was like, hey man, dude, I opened up. You know how our our, our presents, uh, when you open up presents in our house, like it's a process and it's a full thing. Like I sat next to mom, she had she was holding on to the baby. It was iron claw. No, I had no presents. I opened up. I opened up Mickey's presents, like right next to her. I was like, hey, you know, she's like, okay, dude. She would not let that baby go. It's like her first great grandbaby. No, I mean. I even Brecklin walked over one time and was like, Hey, Mickey, I think it's time for me to feed her. And I, honestly, my mom was like, Get the hell out of my face, Brecklin. Like, you ain't got it. You ain't got no, no. I'll tell you when it's time to feed this baby. She ain't ready to eat. You know? <laughs> I mean, it was like crazy, man. So, um, anyway, I, I don't know what, just, just say. All right. The next, uh, I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I'm now I'm thrown off by what you said earlier. Uh, quit from I'm Iowa. Just to throw curveball, so. Quit from Iowa. Quit from oh, Iowa. QFI. QFI, baby. Yes. Love that man. Love Dude. that man. I do too, man. And you know what's funny? Congratulations, Rob Vardy won our fantasy football league. Exactly. And, uh, Congratulations. Yep. I'm like, dude, you know what? And the funny thing is, like, I think if you go back to like Win Loser Type Podcast 42, whatever it was, I think when you started the fan, you said Rob Vardy's probably gonna win. Yes. And I literally think you said that. It, it, yeah, I, I have. I'm at to go and, check the tapes. And he won. Like, and he literally, he won. So I'm like, yeah. so and I'm glad he like, won. Todd said he's going to win. He's like, win. he's like the least shit talking, like the nicest guy in the world. And he like, works. Absolutely. He, he works. He, he's a. He, he works for our, our military, and he lives in Virginia. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. And I'm, just, I'm glad he won. And he runs like 28 miles a day, or whatever the hell he does. And dude, he's amazing. So, anyway, but. Quit from Iowa is everybody knows who Quit from Iowa is. Yeah, goddamn legend. Yeah, exactly. Quit from Iowa wants to know, Greg Miller, what virtue do you live by, and who taught you that? Whew. Damn, dude, that's virtue. deep. That All is right. deep. So Quit from Iowa, I'll, deep. So I feel like with those kind of questions, the best to do is to answer really quick because you don't give a lot of thought to it, and I don't mean that that I don't want to give a lot of thought to Quinn's question because it's a good question. But I really think it's it's my mom and dad. Like like yes. everything I've like traced back in my life, like because yes. I have lived a very um I guess the best way to put it would be like awkward. Like not even awkward. I don't know what the West West word would be like. The fact I bounced around so many places and so many different places and mm-hmm. found homes in 
but every one of them, like there was always a core of like, just, it's almost like just be nice to people. Yes. I just be like, and, and, and like, I traced back to like, what, why was I like that? I'm like, Oh, because that was just how my mom and dad raised me. Like, it's just yeah. like, like if you don't agree with someone, it doesn't mean you don't like them. Just, okay. This is what right. it is. Like, or like, I have no, a lot yeah. of friends that don't, I don't have a lot of friends that I don't agree with stuff, but it doesn't mean no. Like, okay. God, I don't, this is amazing. Cause you know, I agree with that. You I, voted I, for this guy. Well, I'm out. Yeah. like, no, it's just like, it's just like, you just, and so I don't know love, if that's dude. truly, I don't know if that's truly a virtue. So I'm sorry. Yes, it is. I agree virtue, with that. I think that is a virtue. But yes. it's just kind of like one of those things where I'm just like, I never, and like I, and this is something my, my lover, she's upstairs right now. My, my wife even like makes fun of me. And my first wife would make fun of <laughs> okay. me. Wait, like, she's upstairs, but not literally upset. Like, not like, no, in the, she, not, not like in the no, upper room. She's, not in she's the upper room. Like, no, no, yeah, she's no, literally no. like, here's the ceiling. She's above. Because I think about when you say like, your mom and dad, like, you're talking about in the upstairs. Upstairs means like they're in the upper stairs. Like they're in the upper room. No, no, no. They're, my mom and dad. Your wife is not. Your wife is just upstairs. Yeah. So literally when I went to go pee earlier, she's upstairs. She's right there. So. Um, so even my, my first wife, like, like it was like a, almost like comical thing is like, you have so many friends in different places. And I'm like, I never looked at it as like a detriment. It's like, I always look at it as a compliment. I'm like, for sure. Yeah, I do. I, it was yeah. almost like a badge of honor. I'm like, yeah, I do. Like there are the people I went to college with at OU, which I mean, I love them. They're, they're, they're dear friends. Yes. Then there were the people I worked in Maryland with, which there was a, there's a solid quorum that I still keep in touch with that I'm like very, very good friends with. Then you're like, like we had talked about this, like my Lubbock experience, like it was such a unique experience, but like those people, like, even if I don't talk to them for a couple of years, I know that I can yeah. talk to them in a second and be like, hey, this is what's going on. I'm like, hey, there are like easily 10 people from Lubbock that I'm like incredibly I, I consider myself close with even though I don't talk to them daily but yeah. it's just like that's that's what to, to the heart of Quinn's question of like my biggest virtue is like I just I, I really value people and I value like relationships and so yes. I don't I don't ever look at it as like when I leave a place that I leave those people like I I very hey, much value every single I would, person. I want to say this, man. I knew, I knew that your dad meant something to you. And I, I had the story in my back pocket. Yeah. Um, you told me, it's right when I started too, right when I started at Channel 11, right when I, right when I first met you. You were like, hey, I'm a, I'm a Villanova basketball fan because my dad is a Villanova basketball fan. And I went, okay, okay. Well, I, I mean, I can understand that. But dude, I understand that. Like my dad was a St. Louis Cardinals fan. And he told me, you know, when I was a kid, he's like, hey, you can be a St. Louis Cardinals fan or you cannot be a fan of baseball. Like, that's it. Like, I had no choice. So that was right. it. And I was like, okay, well, so I understand why you love Villanova. Like, you, Villanova. Do you remember why you told me that? Dude, one of the first assignments I had, like, it was like my third or fourth day on the job. And I had to shoot. The grand opening of the Rawls course in Lubbock, Texas, the Rawls golf course. Legendary and, day. And Bob Knight brought in all these people, and Raleigh Massimino was one of them. And you exactly. were like, listen, you're like, listen, I ain't working that day. Trust me. Don't I, I want to see. You're like, I'm not working. Hands with Raleigh. 
Yep. And you and Emily played like the opening rounds. Like you and y'all played that yeah. day. And which the golf, the Rawls golf course is one of the greatest. It's it's a great golf course in Lubbock. It's like it's a beautiful course. It's still the nicest golf yeah. course. And 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 God, so many things I got to talk about about golf and us and the and being a sportscaster and all that stuff. Cool. But I want to say this, dude. That was a that was a that was important to you. And I'll never forget, dude. I was glad to be there, man. It was great, and I was oh, it was, it was fantastic. I, I was I jealous remember- that I wasn't. I was jealous I wasn't going to play in it. I was like, why are they? Why are you two getting to play? And I have to work. But then it made sense to me, and I was like, dude, I'm here, and it, it made sense to me. So because your funny. dad loved it, Villanova basketball, dude, it and that's came important full to you. circle. Like it came full circle, like twenty, probably twenty plus years later. So like I met Raleigh that day, it was great. I told him, like, hey, my dad's a. 1959 grad of Villanova, grew up in Philadelphia. And, and you, have you ever met him before? Was Raleigh, no, I not never met Raleigh yeah. before. Raleigh wants me to know so, one of the greatest coaches. Well, he is the he is yeah. the greatest coach at Villanova. So, like, if, if, if anybody wants a little history lesson in NCAA right. basketball, one of the greatest Sorry. upsets because we're saying NCAA Raleigh wants me to know, like people was, who know who they are. Yeah, it's like in 1985, Villanova was a giant underdog, and they beat Georgetown in the national championship. Yes, which Patrick Ewing didn't play for Georgetown. They were. A, Massive favorite, yes. Nova yes. beat them, and that was like the first time a, a, right. a underdog had beaten the Giants. So yes, he's an absolute legend in building up a basketball term. So like I met Raleigh, talked to him, like he was very very nice. Yes. Told him my dad was alum, blah blah blah. So fast forward like twenty some years later, we're down in Myrtle Beach, which is down in South Carolina. Why are you in Myrtle Beach? Planet. For how do you so, get to Myrtle know, Beach? Exactly. What the fuck is so going? we're down in Myrtle Beach, like Villanova's playing in the tournament. Like a random like pre-holiday tournament, which all these schools play in now, but they're playing in the same tournament Ohio University's in where I went to school. So I jokingly made a joke to my mom and dad, like, "Hey, oh, you and Bill over the same tournament? They never played each other. Let's go!" And everybody's like, "Roll in, let's go!" So my whole family went. So we all go to like, Myrtle Beach. I was like blown away. I was like, "Okay, you've all like drank the Kool Aid. I don't know what you're drinking the night, but you all like committed." So we go, and then, like, the last night, my dad and I stay. It's, like, the night, third night of the tournament, and most of my family had gone home. My wife had even gone home. And I was, like, I, I've been talking to the Villanova Sports Information Director. I was, like, hey, look, here's the deal. It's I funny. Mean, we've come to the last. Because you know how to get to, to that. Last... If you didn't work in media, exactly. you would never know. That's the, exactly. that's the guy you I need know. to talk to. Yeah. That was okay. what I was thinking. I was, like, I know yes. who to talk to. So I'm talking to people I know I think I had to talk to. So I'm, like, look, here's the, here's the thing. So, like, not to get, like, ah, I'm sorry. There's no way else to, like, explain this other than to get into the weeds a little bit. But this tournament they played in, there were a couple other teams that they were not expected to play in Myrtle Beach. So, they were going to play Ohio University, but it was going to be in Philadelphia. Ironically, they were going to play Ohio State the day before in Columbus. So, I made my mom and dad drive to Columbus. I took my dad to Ohio State Villanova on, like, a Wednesday night. Villanova got torpedoed by high. I mean, just completely boat raced. Where my old man is, as Jerry Which, King would have done the same the thing, way, like, well, this is dog shit. Like, they're getting yeah. their ass to I'm like, I'm like, this is my fault. I'm like, like, yeah. like it's somehow he's blaming me for this. I'm like, and, I, it, and, and not only is Villanova getting beat, but they're getting beat by Ohio State, which is like, right. Like, yeah. So he's kind of like, well, this is bullshit. I'm like, I said, well, hey, dad, guess what? Best of this, we're going to go see the next four Villanova games. So, Suck it yeah. up. We're good. So the next day we drive to Philadelphia and the next night they play Ohio University where I went to school in Philadelphia. So I have like seven of my cousins, my dad, 
my sister and all these people live in Philly. We all go to the Villanova, Ohio game at the arena that the Sixers play in, like a big giant arena. Gotcha. Spectrum. Ohio gets fucking pasted again. And my dad just sits there like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, okay, I've taken the old man to two, two Villanova games in a row. I'm like, all right, I feel like I've done my job. So we're dropping my mom and dad back home. I'm going home. Then we're all flying to Myrtle Beach for this tournament where there's like a holiday tournament in Myrtle Beach. Big year for Villanova well, basketball in the Miller family. Oh, I just want to say. Dude, <laughs> it's literally the year after they won the national title. So it's like, it's Villanova basketball. is like it's I mean, that it's year. It's the year that yeah, they, it's like, the, the buzzer beat. the year beat? after they won. So it's, it's two years after. So they won in 16, oh, okay. they won in 18, then 19 was this happened. Okay. So we go to Myrtle Beach and we're sitting down there. I'm like, all right, so take my dad to the game. And I'm like, he's kind of like, all right, whatever. I'm like, all right, pop, pop. I'm just sitting there. It's like, it's like this challenge. Like how do you get my dad engaged or something? Yeah. So finally, like the last game comes around. I'm like, I've been corresponding with the Villanova sports information, media relations person, whatever. I was like, look, it's like, my dad is again, 1959 graduate, been a grad alum for 60 plus years. Like, It'd be great just to. Oh, your dad graduated from Villanova. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I I never realized realized that. He grew up, grew up in Philadelphia. Went to Philadelphia. He was wildcat all the way through. Okay. Oh, through and through. So I told him, I was like, "Look, I was like, yeah, Jay Reagan just gets two minutes. Like, I don't mind asking for much. I'm like, just a hey, thanks for talking. Whatever. Just, just give him two minutes with who? My dad. Like, just my dad. I'm like, just give me Jay Wright. Just Jay Wright. Jay Wright, the head coach. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yes. At that point, he's a freaking superstar in college basketball. Absolutely. He's untouchable, really. Yeah. And so the end of the game, the last game ends, and I knew that the Villanova sports information, she's like, well, she goes, win or lose tonight. She's like, come out to this part of the gym. So we're at a little tiny school in uh, Myrtle Beach area called Coastal Carolina. And literally the gyms are played in a, of the games are played in a high school gym gym nearly. Exactly. It's like, it's the size of a high school. It's a very tiny gym. So the game ends. My dad's like, ah, that sucks. They lost. It was a very competitive game. And they're playing Baylor, who was really good that year. And I was like, oh, I was like, because ironically, because they don't, they play a championship game and then they play the like lower level games. Ohio was playing the next game. So I was like, we'll hang around and watch Ohio play the 13th place game or whatever it is. And my dad's like, all right. I'm like, well, let's just go take a walk outside. He's like, why are we going outside? I'm like, just come with me outside. I'm, I'm just angry at this point. So we, we go outside because like, the sports information girl is like, just come yeah. around the corner because there's yes. a high school gym. So I walk around the corner and I'm sitting there and my dad's just looking around. And he's just looking around. Like, yeah. Bro, where are we? I'm like, well, I would, I just, I want to take a break for a second. Just I'm come just, with me, dad. Just, just, yeah. He's just, just, oh, just angry. And exactly yeah. how Jerry would be the same way. Just exactly. It's like, why are we here? What are we doing? I'm just yes. like, give it a second. I'm just yelling. I'm just like, God damn it. Just give it a second. Yes. And finally, like, he's like, huh, listen to the Villanova guys come out of the bus. I'm like, yeah, it is. So yes. he's like, okay. So now he's like, yeah, he's like, let's watch these guys come to the bus. And he, he's still to this point, like, he doesn't connect the, what's going to happen. So after a couple of minutes, guys come to the bus, whatever. And then Jay Wright walks out and he walks right to my dad with a book and hands it to my dad and it's autographed. Shut up. And he opens it and he gives my dad like a, cause Jay Wright has these like armbands. Like I maybe yeah. a lot of countries yeah. do this now, but it's just, it has like whatever Villanova's little logo is or slogan yeah. is on it. And like talks to my dad for a second. And he's like, where are you from? He's like, Oh, he's like Northeast. And 
it just works that Jay Rice from, or from Philadelphia too. So like they get yeah. into this like five minute conversation where they both grew up. So my dad's just like all in and Jay Rice all in. And I'm just and you're like, just watching that. You're like, what? yeah, you're like, what's going on? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Right yeah, exactly. now? I'm like, I'm like, this guy even showed any emotion for like the last three days, and suddenly Jay Wright shows up, and he's so it's just oh, like this. He's missing personality thing. all of a sudden. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so they have this like really cool conversation. So that's so awesome. like literally like around the corner, like I have a picture of me and Jay Wright, my dad, like hanging on the wall over here, and I love that. And so it's funny. So my mom has always been like she, she's known obviously for years that my dad's don't know. But, through and through and she loves jay wright because he's a very good looking man yes so she's is. always been like well, i mean i say that like, oh. yes yeah she's like oh he's always dressed up in a suit he's very nice and yeah. so i get back to the condo where it was just me my mom and dad the last night my mom's like well what took you guys so i'm like well we met jay wright and she was just like well how do you look i'm like oh he looked great <laughs> like so i showed her a picture and she's like oh, such a good looking man such a good looking man <laughs> so it's like well yeah so yeah i'm like you start so she was more concerned about like what Jay looked like, not concerned about what right. dad like got. But so but, that's my that's. My I love dad, that I dude. And I, I mean, let me ask you this. I mean, and and forgive me for protruding a little bit, but are your parents still living? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were back in Christmas. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. So my mom, my well, mom good. is now. So my dude. Will they listen to this? Or, can I get? Can I get your parents oh, no, to listen I'll, to this? I will. I will send them links. So they'll listen. Do they can hey, listen to this? Depends. So absolutely. So yeah, never- my mom was born. My mom was born in seventy or uh, forty-seven. My mom, my dad was born in thirty-five. So, oh, I'm yeah, sure that's what they want you to announce. You know, hey, that's I, that's I, I don't, they don't care. I'm like they are what they Shit. are. So like, my mom cares. But, uh, my mom is like, hey man, I was born wow. in seventy. My mom was born like well, seventy. She's like, I had Julie's you when I was 40. when I was five. You know, Julie's been forty-nine for forty-nine years. There's no that's doubt cool. about that. That's that's for sure, dude. My mom told me I'll never forget. My mom told me she had a crush on Michael Ruzioni. I went, what the hell is going on? That's for sure. That that's a truth. I never. My mom said that. In that, that I, forget, I was in the kitchen, and I don't know how old I was, but I was probably less than ten. And she goes, "Well, I think Michael Ruzioni is a pretty good looking dude." I went, "My mom thinks somebody's good looking other than my dad." You know what? The, that messes with you. We know you're a little kid. Yeah. You know, you're not damn dude. And like your mom, but at least it, it was later on in life. Your mom was like, "Hey, Jay Wright's a good looking oh, dude." She is as soon as Jay Wright's. A- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because she'll tell a story. She's like, after all the years of watching but, the Rolly Massimino roaming up and down the sidelines, he's yeah. not a good looking guy. <laughs> but when Jay Wright rolled up with those nice suits, so it, Jay Wright, it, it, she's he like, ain't Rolly Massimino, baby. He ain't Rolly like, Massimino, son. I'm like, I don't care. So, yeah. All right. Let's get on with the questions. Uh, Courtney Cunningham, which is who is in our fantasy football league. Absolutely. And I love her. Ab- and she's great. Adeline, uh, Adeline she was, Christian's football mom. Oh, yes, absolutely. Which was, ah, damn it, I wish I could get into that too. But, uh, okay, she's, these these are my questions for Greg Miller. That I love it because she does that. So emails in, these are my questions for Greg Miller. What's the best thing about living in Ohio? What is it? I don't know what it is. I don't live there. Actually, you know what's funny? I've never been to Ohio ever in my life. I know. The fact that I pause this hard makes us what? I know. This is what. But what is that? Is it, is it Columbus? Is it so, Cincinnati? Is it? There's a lot of cities there. And it's like, you know. So, okay. So here's a fun fact for everybody that has no like tied Ohio. Columbus is the biggest city in the state. It's it's bigger than Cincinnati. It's far bigger than Cleveland. It's it's literally. You know the biggest city. Well, I didn't know that. There you go. Well, exactly because most people is 
like accept the fact that, like Cleveland has an NFL and an MLB franchise, so does yes. Cincinnati. Yes. And Columbus has Ohio State. Ohio State. Oh, yes. Because Ohio State is so not damn big and I hate them for it. They just kind of infiltrate that whole system. But yeah, Columbus is the biggest city in the state. What's the capital of Ohio? Columbus. It's, oh, it is. Yeah, Columbus. Okay, Columbus. I didn't know. And, and yeah. yeah, exactly. It's the biggest city in the state. So, I mean, it's like we're a lot of people. Answer like, the question, Greg. Like, Let's get to the answer the question. What's yeah, the, the best, best part about living in Ohio? I mean, it's the fact that Ohio University is an hour and a half for me. So, I'm like, it's fantastic. So, Athens go. is right there. So, I love that. No, Ohio, everything you could possibly want is in Columbus, including yes. Ohio State. And that means that is not a positive. But, right. I understand what the university brings to the city, so I'm willing yes. to overlook it. So. She also wants to know, she needs, to, this is her question. I need to hear the best Ty King News Channel 11 story. Cool. I don't know what that is. I only worked there for about a year. So but there's a couple. That depends. That, like, there's so many like ways to go with this. Is it yeah. like, are we, are we, constricted to in the walls of channel 11 or i don't know she's asking that question i think you can go anywhere with it and i'm okay with whatever you say well there's the i mean this might like extend this podcast by like seven hours but you remember because you were still living at the time when we turned our house into a goddamn casino yes and you bankrolled and you bankrolled blackjack i did and I made money that night. Exactly. Because you knew you were the only person that understood how gambling worked. Yes. And you were like, yeah. So and it's this funny. is obviously I, before I, I, like gambling yeah. became what it was. Yeah. And we decided one night, because like we everybody had theme parties and this and that. And we're like, well, we're gonna have a casino theme party at our house. Cause we had like three yes. of us in three different stations or like multi-stations living together or whatever. And but all the um, stations, all the stations yeah. in love Fox. Uh, Absolutely. CBS, ABC. If you for the people for the so, general knowledge, I mean, I will, Fox, I ABC, will, CBS, and NBC. Uh, Look, everybody. Will, yes. Apologize ahead of time, just because I don't know what kind of statutes or limitations limitations that we're on. But uh, Brian Davis, uh, Austin American statesman, formerly of, um, but he and I definitely built a craft stable. Yes, y'all did. Oh, yes, we definitely built a craft stable. Yes, and admittedly, we only played. Nickel dimes pennies. Yeah, it wasn't crazy. It wasn't a high rolling table, but we we were really really good dealers. Yes. How did you? How did y'all know and the odds? You can figure that out. I, I can't do that. We looked it up. We we, we were good. You can do we it. Really, you can do it just as we fast really as anybody good. else. Yeah. So we were good, and then we started good. like going through like what other stations we have. So we're like, okay, we have Pratt. It's like we can do this, we can do that, and, and you were like, we have the blackjack. And we're like, well. What if someone wins? And you're like, what do you mean? Or like, well, if someone wins, someone's got to win money. You know, like we have no, and he's like, yeah, whatever. I'll be the bank. Okay. And listen. it's like, oh yeah. shit. Okay, cool. Cause like we were, yeah, there wasn't somebody rolling in with like $2,000. Listen to me. I, I was just like, he saw dollar signs. He's like, these yes. donkeys are going to get drunk. No. Listen to me. Doubling down on 14 and be like, I'm going to win. And like, listen, I want you to know this. So you know this as well as anybody else does. Like when I first got on at Channel 11, like, I mean, I was still, I, I was living off some money that I'd come into. And so right. it was like, hey, 
I mean, dude, I bought a bunch of people to drink. I'll never forget, like, the first couple times we went out, like, for drinks. I was trying to impress you guys. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll buy you everybody a drink. And you guys are looking at me like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? Like, okay. And then when I moved in, I was like, I still, I mean, I still had a little bit of money banked. Now my family's going to kill me because they're like, dude, you don't have any money anymore. But I do, but it's fine. But not back then. It, whatever. Here we go. Uh, I was like, yes, of course I'll bank for all the blackjack table. Of course. And you, and I'll never forget. Yet, you said, right. okay, you're like, yes, Ty's going to. Oh, uh, you know what? What's the uh, what's the maximum bet? I went. Oh, I don't know. Let's go five dollars. You went five dollars. People can bet five dollars. <laughs> I went. What if they double down? I went. I don't know. It's ten dollars. And you go. Oh, my God. oh, that's fine. I'll just. I'll... But I knew in my mind. I like. I looked. I was like, dude. I played blackjack a thousand times in my life. The dealer the fact, always. I, wins. I, know, I know for a fact that I'm gonna make money on this. There's no <laughs> doubt. So. All right. So that's funny. I don't know how we got there, but uh, that's the best well, Todd, new Channel 11 story. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I think you did a practice night. I will say this. You did a practice night where you had the crap stable and you did a crap stable and dude, it was amazing. You would deal right. and uh, we I were so drink, But and Emily came over that night. She never comes over to that to that house. Yeah. Ever. She came over well, that night rightfully so. and I drank a ton of vodka and I sat in the recliner and just threw up on myself. That <laughs> happened in front of everybody. So, yep, that happened. So, winner. Uh, I'm telling that on myself. Uh, Courtney also wants to know. Um, let's see, what was your strategy? Because, oh, by the way, let me set this question up. Greg Miller was in the Win Loser Tie uh, podcast fantasy football league this year, and it was known beforehand. I was not doing trades. I, I said no trades. No trades are allowed. And we had our draft, Greg, and you were in a ballpark somewhere. Like you were in a in a baseball game. And you did the draft from there in Minnesota. Yes. Uh Courtney was Courtney is also in the league. And she did not win, by the way, and she's pissed about that. But uh she goes, What was your strategy for drafting four quarterbacks? I'm not gonna lie. So here's the honest to God truth. Honest, I mean, I can like give receipts if you want to see them. I did a draft strategy. Like I have a, a couple of leagues I'm in that I implement the same formulas or whatever you want to call them into it. So I did it for your league. And I was like, all right. So I had a draft formula worked out. All worked out for that first night. We we're going to draft on a Friday. Then I think it was like Courtney or someone wasn't available. And then we moved it we, to the we following weekend. Yeah. I was, well, well I here's was the like, deal. Can I, can I just let everybody know? We had to move it because. Court, yes, we moved it because of Courtney. But oh, Courtney's job is far more but important. It's a, but it's a, but yeah, exactly. Because it's a good. Courtney yeah. is a flight nurse. She's she exactly. flies in the helicopter. You know, and she's like, yeah, I, I could probably okay, maybe. She goes, I could maybe do it on this time, but no, I may be in the air somewhere. I'm like, I go, well, let's just move the damn time. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Exactly. It, it like, gives a shit. Maybe. Yeah, we're when not paying for money. Like, this, this is, is not for money. Like, this is not for yeah, money. When it was like, this is why we're moving it because Courtney's going to go start saving lives. I'm like, well, yes. that's but, okay. but now I feel like so you're I, blaming it. But but you're blaming on Courtney. No, but I'm just saying, like, doing. so I so I had this whole thing worked out where like I knew what I was going to like do, and then we shifted another day, and I was just like, oh shit, I'm going to be a Minnesota playing golf. Yes. And Going to a Twins game that night, like you did, and you were at a Twins game, and you were dressed, you were sitting as pitchers, like you were at the Twins yeah, game. Because right? I was like, so I, I, I was like, well, I don't want to like completely biff on this league because I'm like, I wanted to like compete in it and be a part of it, 
But it's like, okay, at least for the first four rounds, I'm going to like try to be like engaged and like, but like, you know, this fantasy draft star, like four rounds, six, like sometimes two and a half hours to like get through. And I'm like, yes. So I have my like things. I'm like, all right. And for a couple, I'm like, I'm here in Minnesota. I haven't seen my buddy in a long time. I'm like, I don't want to be like, Hey guy, good to see you. But I'm ignoring you for the next two hours. I'm doing a fantasy fantasy draft. For, so for, no like, for no money. For no money, by the way. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, my son, he's like, so who's your first guy? And I told him, he's like, no, no, you want Shane to be <laughs> So, like, <laughs> Shane was in on it. So, like, yeah. my, my guy, Shane Klein, was in on it. Shane, like, what's up, Shane? Like, no. yeah. yeah. So, Shane was just like, no, 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 do this and this and this. So, so I did yeah. it. And it's like, I feel like my foot comes draft this. So, like, I look good. And then I got down at the end of the night and I looked at my team, like, Oh shit! I drafted four quarterbacks. Four quarterbacks. <laughs> like, yes. Well, yeah. this this is this probably isn't good. That, so. that's, that's, that's a great strategy if you could trade. You know. Well, it was. But, but yeah. that and, was and, the caveat. Didn't, didn't I knew that going and, into and, it. Hey, but. you know what? And and I'll, I will say this, but because when a couple people in the league that have never played fantasy football before, and I'm like, okay, we're not we're not going to do this where we traded like just rate people over the coals because I've been playing fantasy football for, for longer than anybody. Like, it's, right. it's not going to happen for my podcast league. So there you go. But now in the future, hey, probably going to be trading. And but let's say congratulations to Rob Vardy. He won. Congratulations, Rob. I know we've said that before, but Rob won. And that's and uh, so hopefully Courtney, you answered. Uh, he answered your question. Uh, also, uh, let's see. She wants to know. <laughs> this is crazy because she keeps up with this shit. Like. Like nobody else. She goes, what was your wife's favorite thing you bought her from Win, Lose, or Ties Favorite Things podcast? Like, dude. But I know you, I made you, a joke. The thing is, you sent I, pictures like you bought several things from, I, I released a Favorite Things podcast, which I do. I did. I've done for the last few years. Yeah, and it's Oprah's favorite things, but it's my favorite things, which are actually affordable and shit, you know? Right. And but I, I joke like when you when you sent out the favorite things, I sent a picture of what I and I bought a lot of pickles. And Grillo's, I love Grillo's pickles, Grillo's, by the way. Holy shnipes, those are like really good pickles. Did I not hit the home so, run with that? I mean, that's true. Though. Oh, absolutely. But it's a double home run. It's not just the yes. the Dylan, the it's I like spicy stuff. So the spicy pickles have been really good yes. too. There like, you it's, go. a, it's a full-on win. So what I have gotten her off the list from the win losers high that I, and I'm gonna say this I, my like, list is not for, for wives, really. It's for, I know it's not a Christmas list for like here to get your others, but I'm like yeah. admittedly, Courtney, I've not gotten her anything off the, the list, but right. to save myself some bacon, she has not listened to that episode. Okay. So as I break news later, I might be able to reconcile that difference. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah, All right. So. All right. Let's do that. Well, now, okay. Now I want to skip to like to the bottom of the list, but I'm not going to. Uh, let's see. Mark Youngblood. My guy. Cappy, by the way. I, <laughs> so here's the, here's the beautiful thing. I will say this before you even give Mark's question. Here's the beautiful thing. This is like, I think this surmises my Lubbock like tenure. Because I have such an affiliation of like love for you and like David and Brandon and all these guys that like I knew and spent time with when I was there, that 20, like we're, we're literally like we're 20 years 
outside of that now. Like it's math is what it is. But it's like you've started this podcast up and I like love you for it. I'm like, it's been great to listen. But I'm like, I feel like Mark was there 20 years ago with us. And I feel Thank like you. Landry yes. was there 20 years ago. Though. Yes. And I feel like all these guys are like, I weirdly never physically met in person. Never. Right. But over the course of this text message chain, like, yep. I feel like these are the same guys that I hung out with when I lived in Texas 20 years ago. Yep. Like, I mean, this is like, I'm not trying to like pump your ego up too much here. Cause I know like, Oh, go ahead. I'll like take it. Large. I love it. Yeah. Go ahead. What? Like, let's be honest. Like, that's a pretty remarkable thing that I'm like, like, these guys are awesome. Like, it's so yeah. fun to interact with these guys. They're like, honestly, like I didn't know them, but because they knew you from friendship or knew you like whatever. And from where, yeah. like, I mean, it's so much sure. fun to like, just like, but honestly, like, like just give yourself to different parts of the world. That's yes. like, like be a part of it. Oh, that makes like honestly, like, like, like that's like the best compliment ever. That, I'd say there's probably a lot of people in my fantasy football go like like the uh, text change are like, can I block this now? Can can I delete this? Because these I guys, think some people did on a Facebook, but and did, I don't blame them. Like being, I'm like, I love it every day. If I see something pop up, Mark Youngblood. I'm like, oh, it's awesome. What's Mark doing? And like, I never met Mark, but I'm like, I love yes. the fact that I'm like. He's out there moving, but you know what? Doing different things I'm gonna tell you right now. Here's what the people love: the people, especially in that in that fantasy football uh, group text. It's like, dude, it's like the whole football season. Like you would send us a text, like because Ohio plays on Tuesdays. And you're like, oh, hey, yeah. I'm, 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 you know, you would send us a text from like, hey, I'm at Ohio. I'm, I'm at the game tonight. Uh, Mac action. And uh, and you're in the cold with snow coming yeah. down, and you like, and what? It's funny is that we found ourselves the whole league rooting for Ohio. Like it was a absolutely. We all it got to it got to the point where like at the end of the year, points from yes. Iowa, who yes. literally none of us have met in person other than QFI. I've, I'm the only one that met QFI. Yes, but at Ohio, He's a real person really, by the way. He's a real just, person. Yeah, not just like an Ohio Max champion, like Ohio. East Division Championship. Yes, sure. Yes. And Quinn was like, I'm all in. Bobcats, baby. And I I'm like, dude. That I mean, was like I, you know one of the most crushing things is some this uh, winter where it was like when the bowl games came out, like honestly, like the group of guys I go to games with, we were all in going to a bowl game. We we're like, we're going to a bowl game. And then when it ended up being in Arizona, we're like, Right, we'll try it. And then we looked at prices. We're like, I can't justify. Yeah. And there was, we, we have a close you, I would say right trip. now, Quint will let you stay at his house. I don't exactly. know. What, I don't know what Quint's house looks like, but he would have let you stay there. I know. And we have a close college friend who lives in Phoenix. And he's like, you guys can stay for free. It's like, no problem. We're like, we, we get yeah. that. But I'm like, I, at that point, I, I couldn't justify $800 to go to a bowl game. For sure. But for sure. that was the funny thing. It was like, the biggest heartbreak was like, not be able to not go. It was like more of like, shoot, if we'd have gone, Quint yeah. would have came with us. Like oh, I could have called Quint like, hey, man, I'm saying to my buddies here in Goodyear, Arizona, we're going to Tucson tomorrow. He'd have been like funny, the first guy like, to be like, absolutely. Yes. I feel like Quint and his wife, Nancy, I feel like they, they would have been like, uh, I feel like Nancy would have, would have like put up a little bit of a front and been like, oh, but it's from the Windows or Top Podcast? Okay, well, that's fine. So exactly. that's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Mark, we didn't even get to Mark Youngblood's question yet. So I just said Mark right. Youngblood and then we went on a, went on a tangent. 
So much I respect I love, the guy. I haven't met him, but I respect yes, how I love and I know he's great. He's great. He said, and he has a great uh, intelligent question. He said, if Frank Zolich coached against Don Peden, who would win? Or Pedden, whoever that is. Uh Don Peden. Don Peden. Uh, okay. I, yeah. Maybe that's an inside so, joke. I don't know. So the, no, I know the Frank Zolich coached at I know Frank Zolich coached in Ohio. Yes. The stadium at Ohio University is named Peden Stadium. Okay. After Don Peden, who was at the time the Did most, he coach in the Sun Bowl? Uh yeah, I think he might okay, have been. Then there you he go. Well, then there's the, no yeah, question. I was gonna say he might have been. Yeah. And then obviously, and like our program was dormant, and this is where I get in a lot of fights, and I'm sure my friends that I pass this on to would yell at me, and I love all of you, but um when we passed the program on to Greg, Frank Solis, Greg, we were Greg, really can I get, on Greg, this is boring as shit. Like nobody cares. No, so, I'm just uh, let, me, say, like, let me move so on to the next question. This. So I would just say this: like Frank Solis did to Ohio football what Mike Lee did to Texas Tech football, it put us on the map. Mm-hmm. But the same thing that Mike Lee, and this is all we do respect Mike Lee. I love Mike Lee, sure. but he never got him over the threshold. Like they never won right. a Big Twelve championship. Right. They never did. We still haven't been there. Yeah. Exactly. Frank Schultz never the thing. We never right. won a match championship with them. So that's that's my equivalency there. So. Okay. Uh, Mark also wants to know um, who was the better Bobcat defender. Which God, here we go, Mark. Taking us down. Mark is oh, going to shit out of Who was the better Bobcat defender, Landon Cohen or Mike Mitchell? I, I don't know. Those guys could be uh, uh, those guys could be Bart. Those guys could be uh, bouncers at a bar. Like, hey, like they're defending guys from getting in a bar. I don't know. It exists. It, it, it exists. It's ex- if um, he's trying this to piss bullshit. me off. Like, nobody gives a shit. Like right now. No, I know nobody gives it. But I'm gonna those I'm gonna two names. Like nobody. And Mark, I love it because Mark is doing this on purpose. I know. And he's laughing Mike, right now. Mike, Mitchell I want to hear your answer. I do want to hear your answer. Well, so here's the answer. Mike Mitchell had a long career in the NFL. God bless. Is this a, is really this, are these football players? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Mike okay. Mitchell was like, so here's a, okay. So funny story about Mike Mitchell. No, my God. Here we go. Yeah. NFL drafts coming around. Mike Mitchell's like getting like a bunch of buzz. He might go in the first day. We're like, eh, whatever. High university, they reach out. are like, hey, Mike Mitchell went in the first round. Can we get a highlight package with him? High university's like, yeah. The Oakland Raiders or the LA Raiders with that numb nut that's running the situation up there. Yeah, what's his last Mike Mitchell yeah. like number nine overall? And the ESPN's like, we also drafted the kicker in the first round. They're okay. like, so, yeah. they're the Oakland Raiders have drafted Mike Mitchell out of Ohio University. The only guy in the first round that didn't have a highlight package cut because we did, we just didn't call him. We we had nothing. Like, we were like, oh, we're like, no, nobody thought this guy was going first round. He went first round like. Pick whatever. Like, Maybe it was a nine. It was nineteen. Whatever. That's it was, a nightmare but, for people in like, the sports office. Just for people to know. Yeah, yeah. That's a well, nightmare for people in the to be like, hey, in a sports asshole, office. How do we have yes. like a cut of his highlights? Yes. yes. So fast forward like ten plus years, whatever, give or take. He was the epitome of the guy. Like what is wrong with football now? In my opinion, he will hit right. a guy as far as you can. Right. Like let you up. Just tear your helmet off. Like. Just Dwayne Slay. Let's talk. Let's call him Dwayne Slay. On steroids, Dwayne Slay okay. on steroids. But he couldn't make a tackle to save his life. He couldn't stop. So the Steelers <laughs> like bring him on, and I'm like, I yes. hated this guy. Hated him and, with and, every. Right. So to Mark's question, I hated, hated Mike Mitchell with a passion. Okay, but 
he probably had a longer NFL career, probably a better okay. NFL career. Right, Mike Mitchell's the answer. Right. He also Great. asked another question, and I can't believe I'm going to ask this because it's I just don't I don't even know, but out of respect for Mark Youngblood, he goes, and I don't even know how to say this guy's last name. I'll be honest with you. He goes, is Dave Sastudley Tudley the most successful Bobcat ever? He was a Zastudel? Yeah, there you go. Punter for 12 seasons. Oh, in the NFL, no question. The, he's Our the greatest most, Bobcat okay. in the NFL. There, Dave Zastudel. All right. He Let's punted for like 13 Jordan. years in the league. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Thank you, Mark. There it is. All right. Uh, Julie Very King. Simple. Julie King says, uh, "What was your uh, what was your reaction when you found out Ty's mom and dad were the nineteen sixty were in the nineteen sixty two Sumble?" I think we've answered that a little bit, so so we well, can move on. But if I'm going to lose a bowl game, there's nobody I want to lose it to more than the King family. That's exactly. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? What I, mean, I love about it. We said this earlier, but what I love about that bowl game is that man, you and I were not even born yet. It was it's amazing. Okay, no, a no. uh, 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 frequent guest uh, on our show, and you love him, and I love him. And he's a fellow toad. Jamie Berryhill has yes. In the question, he goes, Greg Miller. Here's a Red Sox question. What you do love the Red Sox? Yes. He goes, he goes two actually. I'm just reading. And I've never, I've not read these questions yet. Obviously, he goes first. Did you grow up blaming and hating Buckner? He wants to know. No. No. Not That's a longer story, too. I okay. immediately grew up an hour and a half in Pittsburgh. So I was a pirate fan for most of my life. And then the right. mid to late 90s, I, I, I realized what most. But you love the Red Sox. That's what that, that, that's the I thing is. I do. I do. Well, see, I, I, I get, I get I'm aggravated like, with you. I get aggravated like, with you. I love, I Greg, love, base, Greg, I love Greg, baseball. Greg, shut up. I get aggravated with you because you love the Pirates, but you love the Red Sox. But you love the Steelers, but you love the no. you know, it's like it's like a bunch of teams, right. you know. Let me explain this in a way that not I'm not trying to like talk down to you at all. Like this is gonna talk sound completely like I'm gonna talk I need to be to talked down to, honestly. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to you like in a way that you love baseball and you just so happen to like attach that to a team that Cardinals, like great. For sure. I love, I mean, I mean, I mean, we all like, not we all, but like the majority of like people that we grew up with, we grew up playing baseball. I love baseball. And I was really, really lucky the early years of my high school years, the Pirates were relevant, went to two NLCSs. I was at game seven in 90 and they lost the Braves. It was great. I loved, by the way, I loved, by the way, I watched all that shit. And I want to tell you right now, and I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you. So, but no, just understand fine. that this is, it's my podcast. I loved, I love the Cardinals, by the way, but dude, I loved Jim Leland because they would cut to him in the, in the dugout. And then all of a sudden he starts smoking a cigarette. Smoking eaters. Like it's his job. Dude, I'm like 16 years old. And I'm like, damn. One of my, one of my, one of my best friends. From Leland smoking cigarettes in the dugout. I'm like, I love this. One, of my, one of my best friends from college in Perrysburg, Ohio, was where Leland's from. And he's like, oh, Jimmy's been smoking heaters since we were in college. Oh, I used to. No doubt, so, dude. Leland's been okay. smoking heaters for like 50 years. I just years. want you to know that. Okay. So, I want you to pick up. So what, what, I, so I don't know what you're saying, but just, but, but I wanted to interject so because so like, when you start talking, like, I get thoughts in, in my high head. School, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and high school's pirates are relevant. It's like, okay, they're good. Then it's like becomes readily apparent that they had no interest in fielding a competitive baseball team. 
Because anybody that's worth the damage is let walk. Like Benia, Bonds, Van Slyke, whatever. You can, the list is endless. Power you let all these guys walk. Like they let them go. And then it's like, you get to like the end, the end of the 80s, and the end of the, or end of the 90s, end of the 2000s. Oh, shit, the Pirates have put it together. They're leading the division at the Ulster break. And the fire sale. They just sell everybody. I'm like, yep. like, what is going on? Like, you guys are literally winning the division at the half. They're like, nope, we're out. And they, that became, like, their thing. Like, they just sold off everybody every year, all the time. And I'm like, to your, this, is, this is where I'm trying to tie it back to people. Like, I like baseball too much to not care about it. I wanted to, like, care about right. something. Yes. So at this point, I'm out of college, and I'm like, I always, sorry, Joey King, fucking hated the Yankees. Hated the Yankees. Say the F word, dude. I don't care. But I know. Mom, I, mom, 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 I, I know, but I, I agree. I, I hear you. Like, I got over the fact But I feel like that, uh, if, I say, if I say but sorry yes. to Julie, it makes me feel a little better. So okay, there you go. Well, that's I fine. Cause it. She, probably, I she probably appreciates fucking, that, actually. So I fucking hate the Yankees. Yes. And I thought, like, okay – it's going to be a more of a cheat job for me to cheer for somebody else in the national league. So I'm mm-hmm. going to pick somebody in the American league. So I'm like, well, who's the Yankees biggest adversary? Yes. Well, it's the fucking Red Sox. And this is like late nineties, early two thousands, like 2000 ish, right around there. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, I'm all in on Red Sox. I love the Red Sox. And then there was like two or three years. Old, I'm like, I'm all in. And then I moved to Lubbock and they fucking win the world series. And then I just catch shit from everybody. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, you're a bandwagon jumper. Yes. Oh, look at you. Well, big fan of the Red Sox. I was probably you're one of those guys. Forever. I'm just like, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. You, because yeah. that was the funniest like, thing like the, about living I'm in like, Do you like the Pirates or do you like the Reds? I don't understand this. Yes, I know. Yeah. And I come to Nobody, so, nobody, even, a, even in Texas, like, do you like the Rangers or do you like the Astros? Nobody was like, hey, I like both of them. Right. Nobody said and that, that was the funny thing about it, like in Lubbock, like and this is like this, to to bring home the like the inf- or the uh it's the, it uh, Let's land the plane like the 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 weird adoption of like just weird people in TV. You, Jason Jennings, Jared, Jared Edwards, Edwards, giant Cardinal fans. And I'm like, yeah, Brian Mudd. But you guys are like Jared Brian Mudd. Like Brian Mudd. Brian yeah, Mudd. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, at least nothing from Oklahoma. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I'm like, you guys are like the weirdest collection of Cardinal fans. And I'm like, not even from here. But it was dude, I can, I'll never forget, dude. <laughs> you know my dad. And it's funny. We talked about high school football earlier. But my dad was a high school football coach uh, in the 70s, in the 60s and 70s. And when I, I grew up in a high school football coach's home, like he, he coached, he was head coach at Friendship, you know, which back then was a, a small school. But I'll never forget, man. I mean, my dad would, I was probably eight, seven or eight. And he just goes, yeah. Uh, all right, Ty. Um, listen, this is how he talked. Um, but he didn't talk to you. He, he talked to you this way, Greg. He was like, oh, that's hey, 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 uh, exactly uh, what, what is your name? Greg. All right. Greg, here's the potato salad. And you said that. Turkey, that, that thing. Right. You but, he, but I'll never forget, dude. He told me, he just goes, now listen. Um, you like baseball, you start to play baseball. Oh, yes, sir. Because, well, if you're going to root for one team, then that's fine, but you're going to have to root for the Cardinals. And if you're not going to root for the Cardinals, well, then you're not going to root for baseball. That's it. 
that, that, that's the only that's the only thing you've got going on. If you, you don't have to root for the Cardinals, but you can't watch baseball anymore. I was like, well, shit. I'm what what choice did I have? I didn't have a choice. So then I was like, okay. So that's my dad. You know, that's Jerry King. That was the thing. Like, because everybody asked me about my dad. I'm like, well, what is he a fan of? Like, I mean, because I mean, my dad. Like, he's like I said, he's 80 plus years old. Lived in Philadelphia. Left there yeah. in '59. And I'm like. Oh, you must be very excited. The Phillies made a playoffs. I'm like, it's the weirdest goddamn thing I never had to think about. My my dad's like the most apathetic fan there is outside of going up a basketball. I don't think he's a shit about anything. Like he's just like and I Philadelphia just and dude and, and and Philly fans get the worst reputation of, of but I think some of it is deserved because like Philadelphia in their uh what, what was the old uh, uh football stadium that they had? Veteran Stadium. The vet, like, they were the they were the yeah. last uh, they were the last stadium to have a jail. Like they had a jail oh, in their absolutely. stadium. Yes. They, and you know what's funny is that I think they might even still have a jail. But so for Philly yeah. Philly fans are crazy. By the way, Philly fans and you grew up in that neck yes. of the woods, and that's fine. All right, Jamie Brayhill. Also, his second question is: How do you feel about the the improvements at Fenway? He calls it the improvements. Have you been there in, in a while, or do you do you know? I took a tour of Fenway, and I loved it. By the way, I loved it. Absolutely. I feel feel like every story I have is going to extend this podcast by 17 years. So that's a good buddy of mine, a good buddy of mine, Jason, um, was getting ready to have his first kids and they were going to have twin boys. What's up? So Jason Coma, my my guy. So Jason was at twin boys and we did, he was the best multiple baby moons for (laughs) every time we did one. What is baby moons? Like the last thing we're gonna do before the kid comes, like we're oh, just gonna okay. go, like oh, we're gonna go okay, okay, okay. before yeah. the baby gets. Then it was like we did this, and it was like, yeah. well, we got time, we're gonna do this. And then it was like it's a oh, bachelor party, but was, before you have a before you have a kid. So like my thing was like he's a giant Kansas City Royals fan, like weirdly mm-hmm. like grew up in Cleveland, Youngstown area, but huge Royals fan. So I was like, hey, Sox Royals playing a weekend series in Boston, let's go. He had never been to Fenway, like like let's do this. Okay. So we go up, we buy tickets for certain games. We're like, we're going to go all out Saturday night. We're going to get the nice seats behind on plate. So I buy them off like Craigslist. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're good. So we were sitting in like this like area where they're like, hey, if you have these tickets, you can come in early and have drinks in the bar area behind home plate. Mm-hmm. So we walk in. They're like, okay, well, come in. So we're like having drinks, whatever. I'm a good time. And I was like, hey. And I'm a nerd, like you can't see it, like, but this area where you're the, the laptop's on, like it's a bar, and I have all these ticket stubs like posted on this bar top. Like I, I love ticket stubs. And that's one of the things like I'm gonna get on my old man. Post, you, like, you used to collect ticket stubs I and, love media, and media passes. Stubs. And, I media, love all of them. and media passes. I have all of them, every single one of them. I have every you, single pass. You asked me for my media pass to the to the Houston Bowl that one time. You're like, hey, can I get that oh, media pass? I know. Anyway, so I, that's, I, I that's love a thing tickets. from media people. So yeah. I'm sitting here, so I thought it would be a cool thing to be like, hey, it's my buddy's last hurrah before the kids come. I'm going to walk outside of the ticket gate and get a couple ticket stubs, trade my whatever ticket in for whatever they have. And I walk into the Fenway Ticket Park, and they're like, they look at him, they're like, and I can see the guy's face as soon as he goes. I'm like, what? He goes, these aren't real tickets. I'm like, What? Oh, and he's like, no. no, he's like, he's like, these aren't you, you got, you got frauded. I'm like, God, oh, oh no, 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 no. And I said, I just started like going to freak mode. I'm like, no, no, I can't because 
I got a buddy that's getting ready to have like two twin boys in like 12 days or whatever it was. Yes. I'm like, he's here for the Royals tonight. We're sitting by oh. an own plate. We, we have to. He's just like, I don't want to tell you these are like fraud. I'm like, so I just go into full on panic on. So I'm like, all right. Did you okay, freak out? Did you start cussing him out or oh. anything? No, no, no. Cause I knew it wasn't that, his that's fault. That's not you. I, that's the thing. It's like, that's not you. No. Well, I also knew that it wasn't his fault. So I, right. I, I, I said, was like, look, what can I do? And he's like, what you need to do? He's like, and he was very helpful. He goes, you need to walk around the corner outside of the Fenway ticket office. And this is the one thing Fenway does that I don't know any other major league ballpark does. They have this area where they take scalpers and they put them in a corner behind like the, the cattle rails or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they have a guy sitting outside with a clipboard being like, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, I'm looking for two tickets behind home plate for this price. He's like, Okay. And he goes, Billy, come up here. Your tickets are looking. The Red Sox literally force you to register your tickets with the scalper for the scalper to run all the, the, the infiltration. And then you just okay. stay in the corner. Like it's, it's an amazing situation, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, and I'm like freaking out. Like, Billy, yes. you don't understand. I need two tickets by no plate because my buddy's having two kids in four weeks. I'm like, we have to, yes. Billy's like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And then Billy, God love him, he gave us his two tickets for roughly the same price. So I paid a little more than what I initially thought. Okay. When we walked but, in. But at so this I point, you're desperate. In. Like, you're like, hey, man. Do oh, whatever. my God. It, yeah. It's, it's yeah. pure panic mode. So I walk in and I, I tell Jason the story and we both get angry. And I'm not going to say, <laughs> did we or did we not call the number that was on Craigslist for the entire duration of the game, yelling at the guy and leaving voicemails? Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. I don't know. But <laughs> we walked in the stadium and Jason had the best idea ever. He goes, well, shit, we should find out who's sitting in those seats. And I'm like, what do you mean? He that's, goes, oh, that's a good idea. Well, that's a good idea. And we walked down there and guess what? We sat in those seats the entire game because they Shut were bought tickets the whole way. No one sat in them. Shut up. Well, that's amazing. So we sat so but, but you paid extra for them, but I mean, whatever. Well, not extra, but we still pay way less than what should be paid for second row behind okay. old plate at Fenway Park. Dude. But, so to get that's around amazing. to the long story of Mark's, like, question uh, or uh, later. No, that's Jamie Barrow's story. Jamie Barrow's question. Like, so, what, what, so what do you think question. of the improvements at, at, at Fenway Park? So the improvements are like, they're not nearly as bad as they are at Wrigley, which I know Jamie will appreciate that because I know he sure. said, like, yes. the improvements at Wrigley have almost, like, quasi ruined Wrigley because Wrigley was awesome the way it was in a dumpy kind of way. Yes. Wrigley or uh, Fenway's improvements have not ruined what Fenway was. There you go. So it's still tolerable, Yep. but there are still like quite, it's not nearly yep. as bad as what Wrigley was. I will say this. I, I think they you walk into Fenway. I, I think, Fenway I, feels the same as it was. Yes. Then I agree with that. that. Now, the only time I've ever been to uh, a Wrigley uh, was there for maybe an hour and a half, and I walked around. Not even an hour. It, it was way like baseball season wasn't even in season, and I walked around Wrigley, and I appreciated it. And then I took my pants off, and I mooned it, and I had somebody take a picture of it. So well, it's, that, then, when I went to Rick, when I went to Fenway, I took a tour of Fenway, and they, I mean, it was and they weren't in season, they weren't or they weren't playing, and it was great. It was amazing, and I respected Fenway. Also. I'm, I'm glad they made a little bit of improvement because like all the, uh, the, the seats, like I mean the first like 10, 15 rows behind all of the, the, the entire, entire stadium. If you go sit in them, they're, they're made for like 
I don't know, a nine-year-old child, you know? I'm going to be irresponsible and say midgets. They midgets. literally are yes. made for like they, small, it's like crazy, man. Like, and they're, and they're trying to, they, they still have, some of them are still like that. But anyway, all right. That's so, all right. Um, let's so see. I, I will say this. This, this okay. is what I appreciate, like, uh, your, your response. Like, there's literally only maybe three, if not four stadiums that are like, if you are a true baseball fan that you're just trying to like grasp at history, obviously Fenway, obviously Wrigley. I, I will say this Dodger Stadium, if you get a chance to go, you don't feel oh. like it's, but it's so cool. It's Dodger Stadium it is. is really cool. I really liked it. And there's uh-huh. like maybe one or two others, but I'm like, other than that, it's like, if you don't respect the history of baseball. Yes. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, dude, I was like, I was in awe. Like, but I do, I do have to bring like, this up. Like, I remember, I, dude, you're the only guy that I know. Okay. I was not going to bring this up in the podcast because I didn't really even think about it. You're the only guy that I know that went to uh, Bush in St. Louis, which I love the Cardinals. And you stayed in that hotel, which is the tower outside. Like you could see it in the outfield. Oh, and you're yeah. like, that is the biggest piece of shit in the entire world. You're like, Oh, Ty, if you ever go there, do not stay in that tower. And it looks cool as shit like, in the background. Like, you're like, dude, it's, it's amazing. Horrible hotel. Yeah, you're like, Horrible hotel. <laughs> the ride to the top of the arch is pretty cool, but the hotel yeah. is not. Terrible. Not okay. Cool. All right. David Collier. No, no, I'm sorry. Jeff Corkum, which was, it was a. Oh, geez. By the way, can I just say this real quick? God, I don't care. This, can we just this, refer to I would feel much more comfortable for him as Raymond the entire time because that'd be better. Raymond. Well, Jeff Corkum. Jeff Corkum was a uh, a news reporter. Like he was like one of the guys that was our friends uh, and our friend in our group, and in back in the day in Lubbock, and he was the he was like a news reporter. All of us were in sports for the most part. Jeff yeah. was news. Now Jeff loves sports, but Jeff was news. News, news, news. And I'm, he asked a question, but I'm going to I'm going to tell a story about Jeff real quick. And you were there. We went to a party one time uh, somewhere off 34th Street. Who cares? At a house or at somebody's house. And I believe it was like maybe the news director's house at one of the other stations like Jeff station or whatever. And we're there and we're drinking and we're and, dude, and we're having a good time. And it's like one o'clock in the morning. And like two houses over, a car runs directly into this uh, house. Oh, right, yes. like, like off of off of like one of the main streets. Like it like absolutely crashes, it crashes into the house. Like Literally I'm talking like into the, the into, into the like the living room, not not the house we were in. Like two houses down, it was crazy. I never seen people go into news mode more than ever. It was the news director and Jeff. They they brought it. And like it was like faster than nine one one. They they had brought a, uh, a, a a news van out, and they had Jeff Corkum on scene. And Jeff was like, I don't know, uh, I don't know, fifteen beers deep. So was the news director, and they're like, That's dude, y- yes, yes. And so, Jeff was like doing a stand up in front of this place. I was like, dude, I was like, I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. I'm like, Jeff is slurring his words. Can people not know that Jeff is slurring his words? And what were you doing? I'm like, I was 12 to DB. I witnessed something and I sat there like, I'm drinking beer. Like, this yes. is awesome. And I'm drinking beer. Like, yep. I'm not going to report news. I'm drinking beer. No. Like, this is- of course. Dude, you and I are in sports. We're like, we ain't got nothing to do with this. 
I don't give a shit if Channel 11 shows up. Who gives a I shit? I do remember dude, that. It was, oh so funny. God, yes. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, dude. Like, and they aired it. They aired Jeff's stand up. It was like, and, and we watched it and go, okay. Oh, also, by the way, uh, uh, this is, damn, I meant to bring this up because I say this all the time. Because we've said, what, what are the what are our inside jokes that we've said that I want people to know? We've said, um, what, Drop Dead Punk, uh, Bully Park, Wits, and there's something else that we've said. Deal with mm-hmm. it. Deal with it. But no, we haven't even talked about that. But I want to I want to talk about another one. And um, I forgot what it was. <laughs> Damn it. You, 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 throw, you threw my mind off. Okay, but there's there's something well, about well, being but, 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 but I want to say that I want to. I mean, damn it, there was a good one I was going to bring up. Oh no, I get it, I get it now. Okay, I remember. All right, for the folks listening at home, Greg and I. It was a Saturday night. It's and, and let me tell you right now. So the sports director Emily Jones is off. On Saturday, you have a six and you have a 10 with a six o'clock newscast. And it was over. And I'll never forget. And I mean, Greg, you got off the air. I'm in the sports office. I'm like, hey, we got to go. We can go shoot some. You're like, we, we would talk about, we would plan out what's going to happen between right. six and 10. Like, you go shoot, like, you know, a, this game, this game, and, that, and bring it back and edit, whatever. And Benji stayed, walked into our office and goes, there's going to be, huge severe weather tonight we're not doing sports we're not having we're not even having a sports cast tonight you and i looked at each other and thought the same thing we went hell yes we went home (laughs) we went home which was our home together and honestly it was funny because dude i don't drink whiskey and i think whiskey tastes like shit everybody knows but I went, dude, I went to the strip, which is the strip was back then like where you had to go to buy liquor. And you're right. like, you're like, hey, I'm gonna go buy uh buy some food and I'll be home. You'll buy liquor. And dude, we got home, Greg. And we got home, and this is a true story. And I don't care if David Collier knows or <laughs> whoever knows that the there's one guy to watch in this whole entire town when severe weather shows up. And it's Ron With all Robinson. due respect to my guy, John Robinson. It's Absolutely. Not. We love John Robinson. Dude, I think I would I trust John Robinson more. But there's only, wow. but, 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 it, but it's only, but it's funny because we, from a news perspective and from a, like, because we work in the industry, we watch Ron Roberts because it's just like, it's like you can't even turn your eyes away. Double R's brings it, brings it. Dude, we are, okay, so now, granted, we are in our living room and we are drinking whiskey and we are getting lit, son. Like, like too much, honestly. And all of a sudden they pop up the phone number, like call us and let us know what kind of hell you're receiving. <laughs> what is the you gonna ask? Do we do we think about like, hey, are we gonna get fired for doing no? We don't think about this at no. all. We He's call right in like boring, dude. It was like a uh, it was like an open invitation. And we called right in, Greg, and I'm, I'll, I'll be honest with you, we said this like to start with, well, dude, let's call in and report our the size of hell that we're getting at our house. <laughs> and like, what, what, what can we say? Whatever, dude. And you came up with the best thing ever. 
and you called in and go, hey, at 79th and Elgin, um, we're getting soccer ball sized hell. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Dude, and I cannot believe, dude, it's amazing. That, that story, that, that, I can't believe I haven't brought it up yet. Dude, that's that's one of our other inside of soccer ball size hell. It, 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 it made air like Ron Roberts. It like, did. We're it did. Reports of soccer ball size hell. <laughs> like, no, that's such People a are dying. People are dying on Saturday night the Elgin. Soccer ball size. <laughs> I mean, think about that. A hell inside of a soccer ball? That's insane. And it's West Texas. We're used to big hell, but. Ron Roberts goes, uh, yeah, so we have a report from 79th and Elgin. Yeah, yeah. And what, who do we have on the phone? We have somebody from 79th and Elgin. Uh, Ron, we got soccer ball size. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite memories oh. ever, dude. My favorite memories ever. Dude, that was amazing. And we do text that each other. You can, you, do, can count, you can count on, like, there, so there are two moments that I can remember where we got, like, the equivalent of, like, a snow day with school where you're like, Yes. Hey, you don't need to go to school. And was one was sense. that when like Benji walked back, it was like, hey, we have so much shit going on, we're not doing sports. Yes. And we got to leave like at 6 30 or 6 45, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's great. And the only other I remember was the I guess it would have been like 20. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like 2012 president election, maybe. We're like, we all knew Bush is winning. Like George W. was like you could have voted but for like 2012. I wasn't there in 2012. I mean, what? I mean, what? What, what year? No, no, no. In 20, whatever year Bush was elected, the first George W. Not the okay, first, but the second. Yeah, would have been like I don't but know. What a, tell someone's you. election night, sports gets pushed to the side. That's but it was, yeah, exactly. That was the point. It was like election night. They're like, hey guys, it's election night. We don't need you. And we're like, we had the most giant poker game. Of just drinking and playing poker because we're like, none of us had to work. It wasn't just like a couple guys. It was like all of us like, hey, mother, like we're not working. So we just drank and played poker all night. And we're like, I don't care who's the president after tonight. It doesn't matter. And also, Greg Miller and I do agree on some politics. And then we do agree that there's one councilman. Uh, in Lubbock, Texas, that's the greatest councilman of all time, and that's it. And there's it, it, it doesn't matter. And raise one up to, to one, two, three. TJ Patterson, that's our Please. dude. TJ, that's our dude. Absolute legend. Somebody. We loved him so I mean, much. That guy was a legend 25 years before I showed him Lubbock, yes, and he was a legend exactly. for 25 years after I left. And we loved him. We're like, dude, if there's oh, one time I wanted to cover news, it was like, can I, can I go interview TJ Patterson? That'd be great. It's like, is, it's, is it's TJ talking? Like, absolutely. Like, let exactly. him get all fired up and rip the cord and let him go. Right. Jeff uh, Jeff Corcoran wanted to know. He, well, oh, we talked Lord. about Jeff Corcoran, but he said, but we've already talked about this, but he says, what, but here's how big it was. Uh, he goes, what's the uh, history behind the mystique of Craig Witts? Now, we talked about that earlier, so we've answered we, 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 but we that's talked, a, yeah. But that also puts, to, puts it in perspective. Like, it's important. Point. It proves the point. Like, about it all the time. was like, this guy's been gone for like 20 years. Like, I still remember Wits. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, David Collier, what's your favorite Mike Leach memory? Do you have, I mean, do you have one? Like, yeah, absolutely. I touched on it like in that radio interview I did, what I shared with you and David. I was like, it's a combination of like a lot of things, but like the, the most like poignant, like 
like part of Mike that I remember that I, I, I appreciated was the Monday morning press conferences when we'd all walk in there and, and we would all the know the third sports guy. I'm off on Monday. And we'd all sit there and be like, Monday press conference, whatever, plug in, do your thing, say yes. whatever you're going to like. This is all bullshit. Like, no one wants to hear yes. any of this stuff. And we kind of sat there like, I would talk to Tom Ellingson, who worked at the other station in town, and other of us, and, and Tom would be like, let's let's get him going. Let's, like, because it was easy. Like, it, yeah. it literally, like, it, it was like throwing a piece of leaf on a fire be like okay this is gonna yeah. burn like you just knew it was so easy to get him going and then tom finally would be like i remember the the week this by is the way, one you said the most before you finish i want to i want to let people know tom ellingson was a uh sportscaster at the cbs affiliate here in lubbock and he's a mate he's like he was tall and like but he would do some creative shit like kind of like i would do yeah. like crazy shit but he lives in vegas now and he sent me a picture the other day. It was amazing. But it, I just want to like, when you say Tom, that's who you're talking about. Yeah. Tom, I like, I don't know. Tom would be Tom like, Hey, let's get him going. Yeah. But, but Tom is great. Like, yeah. yeah. I love that guy. Right. And Sorry. it would just be like, he should be like giving his whole like spiel about whatever. And it was, I, I, this is, like I said, this is a specific weekend that I remember like, if you're going to say, like, what is the moment that you remember? Krispy Kreme had, like, opened in Lubbock. Oh, that was a big deal. For what, exactly. Holy That's what I'm saying. Like, it that was, was a big deal. It was a big deal. And so yes. Tom was like, I think we can get him going on Krispy Kreme. So it's just like, Coach, what's your, what's, what do you think about Krispy Kreme opening? What's your favorite donut? And, like, I mean, I'm not lying, Ty. It was a 35-minute answer. Like, Leisure's just like, well, and he's like grabbing his head, and he's like scratching, yeah. and he's just like, I mean, there's a lot of good donuts there. A lot of good donuts. There's a lot of good donuts. A lot of good donuts. And he's like, if you drive by that Christmas tree, that light's up. Woo! Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, that's, that's a good light. You know it's a good donut. And he just went on for like 25 minutes. Yes. And it rolled into like, Water burger versus yes. like um uh oh. in and out burger. And a it was like then it was like he was he went to law school at Pepperdine, which is like on the west coast and like yes. LA. I mean, it was just like so easy to get him to go off on some random tangent that we had like almost like suppress ourselves to be yes. like, that's good. Yes, what we're gonna say for next week. Don't right. don't learn this because. Like he would go 25 minutes of my Krispy yes. Kreme opening me like, right. well, I got to tell you. And it was just, it was just so refreshing to be around a guy that was coaching yes. a major college football program that did not take himself so serious that he could just have fun with us for not just like 30 seconds, for like 25 minutes. Like yes. it was just hilarious. Oh, no doubt. He was just no like, doubt. Yes. Oh, no doubt. That was the, that was the beauty and that's why I, that's what I said to everybody. Like when when Mike passed, I was like, and it wasn't trying to like show off or be like, oh, like a, but if you didn't cover him on a daily basis, you really did not get to like really unwrap the onion that he yes. was. Yes. Because oh my god, he was just so fascinating and just so yes. funny. Man, and you know what? It's funny because I, I I remember. Um, Emily was doing a one-on-one interview with him, and I walked in. I was just, I mean, 
I was a photographer. So I walked in and I loved him because he he was like, Hey, what's your name? I was like, well, I'm, I'm Ty King. And I, I, he didn't know who I was. He didn't give a shit, but, he, but, but he, but he, but he did give a shit. Cause he was like, Hey, uh, do you know, like, we're in his office. It's, it's us three in his office. And he has that big pirate like skeleton up. And he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, your name is uh, uh, Ty. Yeah. He goes, I, I go, are you, are you from around here? I go, yes, sir. Born and raised. My dad was a high school football coach here. He goes, oh, oh, you know what? Well, I'll bet your dad would love uh, the, the, this, 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 uh, this trophy was from this. And he's like, how about your dad? And it was like a, a 20 minute conversation. And I was like, yeah. and Emily, and I remember Emily was just looking at me like, Hey, I'm trying to do an interview here. And he's, yeah. Can you shut up you. now so I can and I was like, dude, yeah. I was like, shit, man. I, was, I felt terrible. I was like, dude, coach, you need to. <laughs> but that uh, was, was a like, hey, man, whatever. But like- he was amazing. But it was like, hey, oh, if I could get this. But honestly, I think you and me and the rest of the sports guys in, in Lubbock at that time were like, hey, if we could get just like uh, like 10% of him into Bob Knight and Larry Hayes, dude, it would be amazing. You know what I'm saying? Because Larry yeah. Harris was the baseball coach at, at they Tech. Were, they were really success. the most it, it like, three, dude, like, like, weirdly dynamic people because like yes. Larry was great. Like Larry is just a goddamn legend. He would just be like he would yell at me for saying goddamn, but like Larry was a legend. But sure. he was uh, the most vanilla dude. Like you just couldn't get anything out of him. Nothing. While the night was like the, the toughest nut to crack. Yes. While Lee was like Mike, what's the weather? For the next 40 minutes, mm-hmm. he would just go off about whatever. So it was like yeah. the weirdest it was combination of three dudes yes. that like, we've ever been a part of. Like, it's just yep. wild. I, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with I, I mean, it was, it was just crazy. And, uh, but it was, it was made for a fun time, honestly. But uh, that's uh, David Collier said, okay. And uh, David Collier also wants to know, which is a great question, by the way. I can't believe we haven't brought it up yet. What would have happened? It is a hypothetical question he's asking. So what would have happened if the great Cameron Blair would have made it to Omaha? Now, for the people that don't know, before you answer, for the people that don't know, Cameron Blair was an All-American baseball player at Texas Tech. Now, listen, I'm going to tell people this real quick before Greg answers the question. Cameron Blair, now, we were on the field back then. We, we, We would shoot video on the field, like right behind the plate, kind of. They don't do that anymore, but we'd be on and Cameron. But, but the thing is what, what endeared Cameron Blair to us. One is that he was awesome. He was like, a, like the best player on the team. He's a shortstop at tech. He was amazing. And, they, and tech was good ranked in the top, you know, top 10 in the nation. And we would see Cameron Blair out at a bar the same night. And he had to play the next day. He had to play. We just had to shoot a video. And dude, he would buy us shots and shit. I mean, he he would get just messed up, like complete full hammered. And then we'd see him on the field the next day, and it's on this hot ass turf at Dan Law Field, and they're playing the you know they're playing Texas or something. It's like it's not a, it's not like some stupid like non conference uh game. And he'd walk up to us. There's four of us in this box. Like there's there's the Fox Benny, and there's like. David from Caleb from ABC and there's me or Greg from NBC in the box shooting video, uh, trying to get video for the, for the game. And he'd walk over to us and go, you guys as hungover as I am. 
Like, shit, what the hell is going on, dude? He's like, and I'll let you, I don't know, but what is your best, but is that what he, well, no, his story, his question is, what would happen if Cameron Blair made it to Omaha? Well, if he made it to Omaha. Because Hoyer, David I'm going to tell you right now, but but, but, by the way, can I just stop here real quick? My dad always told me, he's like, hey, anytime I said if, there's two things my dad always taught me as a kid. One, if I ever said, well, I thought that I should be doing this or that. If I, if I ever said I, if anything that started with I thought, my dad would go, oh, my, my dad would go, well, hey, hey, boy, how many, how many prizes have you ever won for thinking? Well, I don't, I guess none. He goes, exactly. Well, do don't it. do that. Do don't it. do that. Yeah. And then it's like, well, if I would have done this or if I would have done that, he goes, well, if your aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Okay. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two really wise things to live by. Yeah. Okay. So but I will so, say this. So, like, yeah, so back Blair. to the Karen Blair. So David Collier, God love him. He has been privy to meeting me twice in Omaha. Post my love it career. Where yes. I've been in Omaha just as a like fan. How and badass is Omaha, by I, the way? Is it an amazing when experience? I to, when I go to Omaha as a fan, if anybody is a baseball fan, they absolutely 1,000% need to go to Omaha. I mean, it is just, it's the most awesome time. Like, I can't even put in the, we got drugged there, and I said drug, like, as a joke. A buddy you of mine said here drunk or drugged? I feel like you said drugged. drugged. It might as well be drugged. A yeah. buddy of mine here in Columbus was getting married, and we were trying to figure out what he can do his bachelor party. And he's like, I want to go to Omaha to college. Well, seriously, we're like, what? Not Rio Dosa? And like, I like, like that's a good bachelor party. I can see my face, but I'm looking at my face. I'm like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, Brett, what are you talking about? He's like, no, I want to go to Omaha. And we're like, ah, uh, all right, man. Like, cool. Like, hey, man, sure. Hey, everybody gets married, like, hopefully once, and that's it. Like, all right, this is Brett's wedding. We're going to go to Omaha. And we went and it was the first year that God love the stadium sold beer because for years they did not sell alcohol. And they finally, what? wait a minute. They never, they did. They didn't sell beer oh, inside that stadium. Years. They did not. I never knew that. Well, I've never been. Had, so like, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, and we went and we're like, Holy shit. This is awesome. Cause like, I mean, you've been to baseball games. The best part is you're sitting outside in the sun is having a beer and just watching it. And, Right. I've never done that before game. in my life. I've never done I that know. before in my life. You're, when you go to a baseball game, you go like sit in the car and wait for it to be over and look at the box score. I know. Well, I, no, I, I, well, I keep score in the in the stands. And that's oh, even it. better, yeah. even better. Yeah, with no beers. But no, it was no. all, it was it was, it was fantastic. We had a blast, and like two years later, we're like, we need to go back to Omaha. This is it was that much fun, and ironically, we did the same year. Tech baseball made it again. So Collier's seen me out there twice, not my best form, but like if Cameron Blair was there, oh, good night, Irene. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, I, I can say with pretty sure confident, Cameron Blair never would have taken an official at bat. Oh, really? We were because like, we thought that, we thought that all the time. And it was like, dude, he would hit he, a home run. But he it knew like, his way back to Dan Law Field. I think I know, exactly. all, that stadium is not near. Like, I don't know if he'd have got there in time. Like, I don't know. And I think Larry would have been pissed off to be like, you're not playing. 
Well, and then I will say this, and I'm gonna. And there's a uh, there's a certain reporter, and I don't I don't give a shit. I, I have no idea what he's doing right now, and I don't care because talk about I wanted to bare knuckle box like a guy that we play poker with, and that, I was just kind of being facetious. But there was a reporter, a sports a sports reporter, who moved the news, but whatever. And when the Red Raiders were playing in the Big Twelve tournament at I don't care what was at uh, the ballpark in Arlington where the Texas Rangers yeah. played. Exactly. This guy, this guy, he's a reporter. It's a legendary that, story. Yes, and he he reported like Cameron Blair got in a fight and did all this and this that and the third, and it became news. Dude, well, first off, that I, I wanted to. His name is his name is Mark Kennedy to begin with. Lopez, but 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 then but then what did he do? He changed his name to Mark Lopez to be more, you know to get hired to more stations because his name was, yes. and you know what? I've never wanted to punch somebody in the face more than him. Okay. He's very punchable. And, and I he, say and that he, he killer, like I'm over all that, but he's very I punchable. So. I, I don't give a damn. I don't even know what he's doing nowadays, but you know what? God bless him. I hope he's doing great, but don't come back to love it, dude. Cause you know what? I, 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 would, I want, you know what? I want to punch him in the face. All right. Uh, second. Uh, third all right. Thing. Timeout. What? Yes, you need to take a. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're, we're almost like we're almost done. Hey, but we're almost done. That's a good. No, but I feel like I'm gonna take a piss. And so yeah, I love it. So now, so now, David Collier wants to know. So we finished up. As you drink your uh, Lone Star, which I can't believe Sorry. you find Lone Star beer in 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 Omaha. Obviously, you can't. Well, in Omaha, you might, but in Columbus, Ohio, you definitely. I'm can't. sorry, but in Columbus, excuse me. Yes, but you can find it there. Absolutely, obviously, Proof right there. Um, David Collier wants to know, which is he's a great one to ask about this. Uh, who do you wish you would have worked with in television business, and why is it Craig Witts? <laughs> Can you imagine what would it be like to work with Craig Witts, honestly? So, like you and I have talked about, like when you started, when I quote unquote trained you or helped you or whatever you want to call it. For sure. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I was like, that's what you did. Like, like, quote unquote, that's what you did. Well, I know, but it, but I'm like, it hasn't to like put that way because it makes it sound like I was all knowing and I was imparting my wisdom on, like, no, that wasn't what it was. It was sure like, what it was. you were a, you, you were a excited. I like this. I love, I love this. I'm so glad I'm doing this. I wasn't I, Matt Allison. Is what you're saying. I wasn't no, Matt Allison. Well, no, I love Matt. Like I love Matt Allison too. I love Matt Allison, but I wasn't Matt Allison. I love Matt. Love Matt. But there was just like a little bit like different, like answers. Like Matt was just like, why am I here? And you were like, I love that I'm here. Yes. And that's not a knock on that. It's just like, it was what it was. I know. No, I know. I'm, and we're just playing. So, yeah. and. But if, but if you, but if Craig, if you were no, to work with. Craig would like? walked in, I'd be like. I'd be terrified. He's going to break of me. Course, just, of course. He's literally going to like body slam me through the floor. If I tell him to be like. Craig would come back with a camera laid on the ground with the lens pointed to the floor and be like. I shot high school basketball. And I'd be like, yeah, you did. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I'd be like, terrified of this guy. Dude, I'd be like, I'm not going to be like, 
Well, the Devin Cameron's going to Florida, you guys. And I hope to God, because so, two of the questions, email questions I got from two different people were about Craig Witts. So I hope we can do it justice for the people listening to well, know that this you, guy is a is a once in a lifetime character. It, it's almost like a character. But but listen to me. I think it was a it could be a character like on one episode of Seinfeld, or he could be a character like it's a redone character on Saturday Night Live. He would be that guy. Absolutely. So he was he, he was very really possible. He was very possible. <laughs> I will say this. So like I I if if I gotta go like deeper into to David's question, like, and, I, and this is a complete shout out, like, full respect. I don't know if I've ever said this to this person. I was in his second wedding, but Brian Mudd, yeah. I, I, and Vinny will say this too, like, the way, and Graham, by the time I got there, Brian was kind of done with sports, but the way Brian did sports, and I watched a lot of his old tapes and stuff, I'm like, I modeled a lot of my like career Lubbock and Pulse off of what Brian Mudd did. For sure. I just, I just, dude, he's a legend. Dude, and, and, and I'm going to what he's doing, stole, what he's like, doing right now. And, and dude, he oh. is like, honestly, he's up there with on the, on the Mount Rushmore of like sports, so or, like, not sports, like, but of newscasters way, in Lubbock. The way he, is he did it, he was so like, Oh, Hey, Conversational. I was like, "Hey, you're here so tonight," nice. and yes. it was just like, and like every part of Brian's delivery and everything he did was just like so but, inviting. But how does that involve Craig and, Witz? And I don't, I don't know what well, you're saying. That's what I was saying. Like that was my point to David. Is like, Witz is like the comical answer. Yes, but honestly, like of all the people we like were around, Mud was just. It's yes. still to this day so he, good, so good. He is so good, and, and you know what? Like, as I was, and like Witz I said, is so good too. So. But yeah, that's true too. But like we talked about earlier, like, and I've, uh, well, all the, well, the, we, Brian Mudd's bachelor party, we went to Rio Dosa. That was Brian Mudd's bachelor party, but yes. you would think it was our bachelor party, you and me. Right. But no, it was Brian. That's why we went to Rio Dosa. That, that, that was yeah. our deal. But yeah, it was Brian like, Mudd. Hey, and, 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 and what's funny is that, uh, the wedding, uh, and I don't know if they have the video because there was a person at the wedding. Like going around and videoing everybody, like, hey, give give Brian and, and Sherry a, a, a warm wishes or whatever. I don't remember what I said, but I know this. I went to the wedding. Okay. And that wedding was at seven o'clock at night. And you anchored did, that night? Absolutely. I did the 6 30 uh, news. And then I went, <laughs> and I went, and I made it to the uh, ceremony. And I had two or three beers, maybe four. And you know what? I re-racked a bunch of shit, like just read it again. <laughs> and I got back to the station and I did the 10, I did the 10 o'clock news for, for, <laughs> on the desk. And I may have been a little buzz. I don't know. And then, you know what? I shut it down, went right back into the reception. And I was there, dude. It was amazing. It's one of, like, one of my greatest achievements. Honestly, I did it. I did it. And I, I've, asked Brian Mudd to be on, honestly, I, I've asked Brian Mudd to be on my podcast. And he's he's busy. I understand that, but he needs to be come on the podcast. So he'll he's do such it. a he'll nice, do it. I know he's such a it. nice person. He's the best. He's the best. It's such a nice that's, person. That's so the thing, uh, it's like there are like literally like a not even a handful because I can even say that many. It's like people that I cross paths with down there that I'm like, 
I wouldn't lay in front of a train for. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just, there's mm-hmm. so many people. I'm like, I love yeah. so many people. I love them. Cross paths with them. I love them. I'm like, oh, and, such a great. Can I, can I just sidebar really quick? Um, Greg, I don't know this for a fact, but I do want to point this out. I think you said literally more than anybody ever on the history of probably. the podcast. Yeah. And that's probably. fine. It's, it's fine with me. Maybe not I, literally, know. but maybe probably. I think you've literally said it more than anybody. There you it know, is. Yeah. You know that I hate that word. That's the thing is I hate I know. that word. But you say, and that's fine. I, what's funny is. I would I think, like to but say I, if I, I was but, more but, conniving to be like, I'm going to do this just to piss you off, but, but I'm not smart enough to but do But you're that. just, yeah, you're not smart enough to do that. I know. But I say a lot of dumb shit too. That's out of habit. However, I I do want to say this: in the future, if I have a live guest, okay. Now, if you listen to last week's episode with Jamie Burial, like recap or whatever, I've probably stupidly I've incorporated like sound effects. Now, now, and I fuck them up all the time. I want to have a sound effect where anytime anybody says literally, I want to put like a bell or something. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But on a Zoom, I don't have my sound effects hooked up. So that's fine. Um, Anyway, there you go. So David Collier also wants to, we're almost there. We're almost to the end. David Collier. This is a great question too. And I mean, this is kind of going to tug at my heart a little bit because I think I know your answer. What was it like? Working with the same, working in the in the same markets as legends like Emily Jones, Pete Christie, Ron Roberts, and two-time win loser tied guest David Collier. What was it like? But but also, and he didn't mention Vinny Vinzetta. He didn't. He didn't. He just, he left a lot of legends out there. What what, what is it like? Um, like, work, work, like trying to. Well, you don't have to compete with Tom. Like, you don't have to like compete with me. We were on the same team, but you know what I'm saying? I know, but the fact that he, the way he phrased that question, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's weird. Like, it's no, weird. I'm like, <sighs> I want to say this, but why you why you think about I, the yeah, answer? I can, can I say this? What you think about the answer? What what you think about that answer? And I want you to think about it. I want people to know this. All right. So whenever I was in, I was doing sports at Channel 11. And, you know, you would think that, like, at the end of the night, like, oh, dude, the David Collier is at Channel 28 and Tom Ellingson and Vinny is at Tom Ellingson, whatever. I want to say this. There was a point in time where early on Saturday morning or Sunday morning, it didn't matter, we would play football in a park, all of us. Yes. Or, or, it was Greg Rankin too, or... I got the keys to the damn friendship gym and we would play basketball, like pick up all of us. Jeff Lillicotch, we would play basketball, dude. Absolutely. It was all the sports casters. And I'll never forget, like it was a, uh, a girl's basketball coach. I think she came up to friendship one time. She goes, oh my God, like all the sports casters in Lubbock, like every one of them are, are playing basketball right now. I'm like, uh, okay. She goes, People wouldn't even believe this. I was like, why? I'm like, just and and now one of them could do a fucking suicide from one end of the court to the other. Just nothing. Yeah, exactly. So I do love that. But 
What, what was it like working in the same market with those legends? It's some legends, oh. dude. And you're in the market with them. I will say this. So like, even like years after I like left Lovick to move on to like, not that it was like greener pastures going to Paducah or whatever. Yes. You like, moved from, uh, from Lubbock to Paducah, Kentucky. I want you to know that. Exactly. You know that. I want the people yeah, to know that. Yeah. Let the people know that. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like, Oh, I, I, I love Lubbock to go work at like NBC in LA. I'm like, no, no, that didn't no. happen. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> I will say this, like you're not you Craig Wicks. folks, if you're if you are not in the biz, as I say that, you don't realize how much quality of people you had covering the sports in West Texas over those years that you had. Because no doubt, no doubt, dude, no doubt. Whether it was David Collier, Brandon Rowey, you, Jason James, Dusty Jonas, Vinny. Dusty yeah, Jonas, of course. Uh, I mean, Drew Doherty. Uh, yes. I mean, there's like, yes. the, the, literally the list is endless of like Craig Witts. Well, like, exactly. Well, Craig Witts never got a chance, but he should have. Yes. Um, but the, 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 the list of people. Jonathan Novak. Let's talk about Let's get real. Jonathan Novak you want, was a weather. You want to go on, you, you want to go on another tangent. Woo! That's another one right there. I just said Jonathan Novak. I don't know why I brought that up, but it just, damn it. That if could that be a whole not, other if, hour if of this podcast. A, we don't I, have another hour, lie. Greg. If that, but, is, God, if that is not another, mighty. just, I will say this. If I'm that saying. is not an episode on this podcast at some I point, I need to get you have failed. I know, I need to get Jonathan Novak on. Holy Nikes, the stories that brother could tell. Dude, I need to get Jonathan, okay. Jonathan so Novak was a weekend. Okay. So Jonathan like, Novak, but by the way, you sent you sent me the other day and to the whole winners of Todd Fantasy Football League group chat, like a like a blooper video or something. And and I'm in it, but okay. Jonathan Novak was a weekend weather guy, and I'm walking behind him, and I just take my shirt off, and I'm like, okay. But Jonathan Novak got more chicks than anybody we knew what to do. It was like. Dude, how is he outrageous. doing this? Outrageous. It was outrageous. Honestly, it was outrageous. Now, to say that, to fast forward it, in like seven years, like seven years, fast, he's on The Bachelor. Like he is, and he makes it. He's on the, he, oh, the Bachelor. He's on, he's on there. And then he makes it like two or three episodes in. Exactly. It's like one of the final three dudes or whatever. He's like, what? He's a weatherman, and, that's and he that, used that to his advantage. That, and I love it. I love it. That's that story because I mean, I am. I'm just trying to give like respect. Like I think Jonathan remembers working with you. He know, like he remembers those days with me, you, and him and Bert. Like those yes. are the four dudes that were like just oh, yeah. just making shit up as we go. Yes. It's like in that yeah. studio, it's like. Novak would be like, I got to run there, but I'm going to go to a dumb movie review. All right, Bert's going to go with me. And yes, first show. It was amazing, man. Jonathan Novak was, was, uh, honestly, he was one of those dudes. It was like, all right, you weren't about notoriety. He was. Jonathan was. And I, I took a, and I, no, honestly, I man, I, 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 took a, I took a page, I took a little page out of his notebook. I was like, dude, he's, and I started doing Friday Night Hero, right? 
So, yeah. but, but dude, it was like, dude, I took a little page out of his. I did a little thing called Friday Night Hero. Every it was like, hey, Ty, you need to, you and Emily told me, like, hey, it's your job. Like y'all pawned it off on me. Like, hey, uh, you're doing a player of the week. That's like sponsored by somebody like first cafeteria sure. or something. And I was like, yes, yes. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make it my own. I was like, and that's, and I would Which do is- like the, I was like, and this that's is what makes what him people need, like, yeah, Yes, but I, I took a little page out of Jonathan. Jonathan Novak was doing like these. Uh, he's the weather guy, but he's also doing these uh, movie reviews. Whatever. God exactly. Almighty, we're getting we're getting off into the weeds, and I'm sorry, well, but no, by the way, I want to I want to trademark Friday Night Hero. I don't think it's trademarked anywhere. I think Kel Steed tries to get it, but you know, <laughs> and I love Kel Steed. Don't get me wrong, and Kel Steed has made a name Shout for himself. Kel Steed no, has made a name, and 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 dude, he does great work, by the way. He does. Great work. He's great. Kale was one of our like, like, was he was he technically an intern or photographer? Like he he had a very low level job with us in Channel Eleven, but talking about a sponge, he could, just he could soak it. In. Then he, wanted, he took it and ran with it. He didn't give a shit. Dude. He was off the clock. He was like, "Hey, I'll go with you to this uh, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go with you to this work, dude." And you know what? He, he he's dude. He did a great job. Oh my god. He, he well he did a great job of like. Whatever. All right. But Kale was amazing. He was, and yes. he loved the Friday Night Hero, people. by the way. He Love loved it. the Friday yes. Now, now, lastly, I want to, this is how I'm going to wrap this whole episode up. And it's, and it's pretty poetic. Well, shit, we're going to wrap it up. I got another beer. So, well, well, I mean, you're wearing a green jacket right now. Because huh. I'm a master yes. champion. Well, this is why, this is how I'm going to wrap it up. And you know what I'm about to say. So back when, back then in our day, whenever we were on the news, and I mean, I say that lightly, but we were on the news, you, David Collier, Brandon Rowey, Vinny Vinzetta, and there might've been somebody else, but we love to play golf. We love to play golf. But now listen to me. We could not ever find – it was hard to find a time because Vinny was a sports director. David was a sports director. You were the weekend guy. I was the third guy. How could we ever play golf at the same time? It was we, – we would it was like early in the mornings yeah. or sometime. Okay. But then all of a sudden, I don't know who thought of it, but it was the West Texas TV tour. And all of a sudden, that shit became real. So real. Very real. And it was basically, I think, us five. I think that was the five dudes yeah. that were in it. Greg Rankin was in it, I think, for a little bit. And it was like, dude, well, fine. But then all of a sudden, we would call, or, or no, I didn't. That it was like you or, or, or Collier would call like these golf courses. Like, hey, we're going to do, well, we can promote your golf course. And that was like secondary, like, because it, they was like, hey, we can promote your golf course, but uh, could you get us on? Like, bring in my buddies, and we're all going to play. And we all play. Like, and David kept up with all the stats, or I don't know if you did or whatever. And we had a website. Yeah. And it was like the West Texas TV tour of of the sportscasters in television, and but but nobody cared but us. But it was like, damn. It. And then we had majors, and then we had. I was like, I was like well, hey man, we're going to play at a. a uh, let's just, who, who gives a shit? We're gonna play at uh, let's call it a random golf course. 
that's just like a regular uh horse stop. But if it was like the Lakeside or, or Lake Ridge, Lake Ridge was like a major, we call them majors. Ridge, yeah. And they and they like they meant more, right? It was so yeah. funny, man. And like David would post like the, the updates and and the we had handicaps and everything. And that is yeah. the and like one of our now I know I'm talking a lot, but one of the well, here's the deal. If you lost at the end of the the year that we did it, it was a, a full year that we did it. If you lost, David, I think it was David, correct me if I'm wrong, that went and bought the worst, I mean, the absolute worst jacket at a Goodwill or a thrift store, whatever it was. And it was somewhat green, but I mean, it was terrible. And if you lost, you had to wear that jacket on the news. It's and upstairs. You want me to get it? Well, I, I want you to get it right it. now. But you did lose. And you, oh, you did. Absolutely. But you did. And you, no, I'm saying, dude, it wasn't like you lost. I, you, your handicap I was better. Won. You're a pretty good golfer. So your handicap was higher. Than, it, you weren't like going out there shooting like 115 or anything. You no. were doing your thing. But it's just like in, in the grand scheme what? of things, you end up losing. And then what, you yeah. on the air, though, was amazing, dude. What, it was amazing. Whatever the, whatever the score was. I ended up the quote unquote loser. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, so I, hey, we all entered this bet. So I wear it on air. Yes, and you did. I did, did sports tonight, six o'clock, wearing this jacket. I mean, it is as Ty described it a hideous green, just like it's, it's terrible. It's awful. It's a terrible yes. jacket. And God, like it still exists. Like it's literally my closet upstairs. Like it has become a running gag. Well, I would love for you to send me a picture after we get through recording tonight. So we can let the folks know. Let let them know. uh, No, I just want to make sure, like people know that this jacket just disappeared in the ether. Like, no, it still exists. It's out there. I'd have heard it. (laughs) I got done with the sports cast, and I was like, feeling pretty good. And like Abner looks over and goes. Well, Greg, that's a pretty, pretty, pretty nice jacket you got on. I was like, Abner, I won a golf tournament today. I'm wearing this jacket. Because <laughs> like that was the thing. Like somehow, if you won, you had to wear it. I don't know what the rules yeah. were. Oh, you, Abner was just if like, you won, you wore it, right? It was. I can't remember what the know. rules were, but like Abner Doesn't like made fun of the jacket, and then I went right back to Abner. and was like, yep. I'm proud of this jacket. This is like an honor. Like I won this it jacket. And Abner just and I come back. Abner is just like. And we'll be back to wrap it up after this. <laughs> just like, <laughs> no, like nothing to say. He's like, that, nothing. Yeah. This jacket's awful. Like, I want to be done well, with this. It was just like hilarious. So, and I'm going to tell the people like, the, the internet was like, honestly, it was like starting to like really you start making it, making it your own. That's the thing. The time, it was and David Collier made a website of our, for the West yeah. Texas TV tour. And every week, like, we would play. We might play on a Tuesday morning. Who knows? We go play like Seminole down, like way down there. Like, all right, playing this is a big tournament. So, no doubt. And you sent me a picture earlier today, and I'm going to post that too on on this. God, I hope there's enough room for me to post all the pictures that I'm talking about. But yes, and it's like all right. And we would if we played at Elm Grove, which back then was a golf course. That was like a regular tour stop. But if we played at Lake Ridge or at Rawls. Or, and I think we played at Lubbock Country Club one time. It, it was like those are majors. I mean, and yeah. they, they they 
I don't know how David figured it out, but they were like, they were worth more points. But what's funny is when we would walk in, like the usually pro shop guys are dicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter where you play. You walk in, yeah. and the pro shop guys are always a dick. I mean, I, I don't know why that, why that is. But they knew that it was us. Like the, we were all on, on the air. Like it was yeah. like, and they're like, Oh yeah. You, you know what? You guys are no problem. You guys can go right ahead. I was like, yeah. damn, dude. Like, I've never been treated like that in my life. Like, 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 oh, they think we're important. Like, we're yes. not. We're not important. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, Rowie would shoot like 97. And because of yes. his god awful handicap, you'd be like 74. And be like, no, this is bullshit. would be like, and, yeah. and Rowie would walk in a post shop, like, Mr. Rowie, would you like would you like to buy? Would you like uh, yeah. like a new bag or new hat? And he's just like, yeah, oh my god, it was so funny. You realize he's a horrible yeah. golfer. He's terrible. Well, the West Texas TV tour was like, was like one of the best memories, and it's funny because David Carter, it was his last one. Where's the green jacket? You have it. So it's, you still yeah, have it. Absolutely. So there you go. And then that's the last question uh, of all the people that emailed questions in and. Um, Dude, what do you have to say? I, I mean, we're getting close. I mean, it is the end of the podcast, but I hope people got to know you a little bit because, dude, I want you to know that you are that you are an amazing person, and that, that I just you're a dude so impressive, and you I find you fascinating, and you're amazing, dude. Just want you to know that. I will say this: I appreciate the fact you find me interesting because i'm because I, I lean more toward like i'm just a person but what i will say like and i i, I sent this into a a letter to you when you did your 50th episode by the way that, I that said, is that is saved and you don't even know i'm gonna I, I, I it, was, you. it was it was, it was the interrupted you a thousand that. times tonight yeah. but on my 50th episode greg miller sent me an email and man you know what it kind of made me tear up a little bit and I saved it because you were like, dude, it gives me a little bit of home, gives me a little bit of Texas from where I live there. But also, uh, you, you, oh, no, no, but dude, you just, you, honestly, that, that email was amazing. I, I would just say this. I'm like, this is, I, I've had the um, luxury, I, I will say this, luxury and experience of living in a lot of different places, a ton of different places. And that's been really good for like, I, I've always said like, this, like going back to what Marsh doing, like what Marsh done, like good for him. Like go go live somewhere different. Like because home is always home, but you just experience something. You've done it. You've gone to Biloxi. You've gone to Phoenix. You you you've yes. done it. And I'm like, there's something about living other places. And the thing is, like, it's not just living other places. It's like, what did you do when you were there? And the fact that you and I. And me and Vinny, and me and David, and me and Brandon, and Mud and Jared, and all these other like Penny, like all these people that I cross paths with when I'm there. That I'm like, I still like friends. I tell you, Mike, that is an irreplaceable like experience because there's a lot of people that don't experience that. That like. Yeah. And this is not a knock. Like you grew up where you grew up, and you live where you live, and you don't leave, and you don't go. I'm like there's no wrong with that. Like it's cool. It's totally fine. Hundred yeah. percent cool. But I'm like, 
I really cherish the fact that I got to go to random West Texas when I was 20, whatever, with no experience <laughs> and meet you people and be like, these are still some of my closest friends that yes. I don't know. Yep. I just, I fully well, embrace that gratitude that like that, that happened for me. Cause if not, say my life would be saying. a little bit more happier, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, I, I know I kept like dropping the um, like, um, yes. like, I mean, is there breaking news? I don't know what it is. There is. I have no I idea. Mean, my, my headphones keep saying I'm like on like low battery, so hopefully yes. it doesn't cut out. Whoa. But um, as I said in the uh, "Win Lose Tie" podcast, um, tie uh, down the the, the tie down uh, fantasy football chain of uh, texting. Um, I am a rabid Bobcat fan, and that is very well stated. And this, I, I feel like I'm being like overly dramatic. This is a bad thing, but uh, the much, 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 much better half of me that's living upstairs. Um, she's carrying our uh, child, so we're going to have our. So there it is. So I have. Let's uh, go, I, dude. I, I know, I have, <laughs> Let's go. So it's so funny. So that is why you've not received you a Christmas. You don't have any kids, right? You don't have any kids. None. None. This we, is your this first kid? Let's go, son! It's been a long three and a half ish year journey to get to this point, so we are very excited. So, yes. Shut up, dude. So, literally, like, I'm going to, like, spill all the beans. The day after my 47th birthday is the due date of our child. So, I'm going to be 47. When allegedly our kid comes popping out to life. So oh, good luck, buddy. Oh my God. Yeah. This so you got the you got the Zombie name. I got the drop. I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna give you a name because we're that not, doesn't matter. We're not even settled, we're not even settled a name. But yeah. for the podcast family. Is it a, but do you guys know the sex of it? Oh, it's a boy. It's a boy. We we know it's a boy. You already know it's a boy? We know it's a boy. What's up? You, you, you learn that shit like 10 weeks in where they're like, they take the blood test. And the mom, yes. Like, hey, yes. there's two different like stuff in there. It's a, definitely a boy. And that definitely is a boy. So It's a boy. There we go. I mean, come on, Greg. Congratulations to you, man. It's, it's pretty fun. So oh, are you kidding? You don't even know what's fun yet. Dude. Well, Dude, oh I know my it's something. God. Well, that's amazing. We'll about, I mean, in about like eight weeks, we'll find out how fun it really is. So, is it why in eight weeks? Is, 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 oh, she's going to deliver oh, in eight it's, weeks. It's due in like March twenty fifth. Oh, oh, this is happening. March, happening. Yeah, three two five is the the due date. So, we're we're creeping up on it. So. God, oh my! It's the whole like you put you put the hand on the stomach. You're like, oh, this dude's active. Like, oh he's bouncing around, Greg. Well, yeah. Dude, so, so Courtney, I'm gonna need amazing. some pointers. You gotta yes. get like something up yes. here. So she yeah. knows. And, 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 and there's Landry they, and they, Mark, and so they all. Everybody that has a baby, other yeah. than me, I can't give you any pointers, but I can be a great uncle. I know that. So, no, Greg, dude, congratulations, man, to you and your wife. Yeah. That was Damn all, it, dude. Carly came back and she, she lets you come down here, like in the basement, like spend five oh, and a half hours with yeah. me. She know, she's like, "What do you tell time?" Like I'm telling on the podcast because that'd be much more fun. 
And she's like, yeah. all right, that's fine. So, so yeah. Oh, so, that's why, so, so now we can put our Christmas card in the mail to you because the, yes. the, the mail has the sonogram picture. Well, so let's we get, it in, let's get it in the mail, bitch. Let's get it in the mail. Cause I have 11 and I usually get like 15. And I need well, my Christmas cards, dude. We'll get you at least a 12. It's in the middle let's of tomorrow. Go. So. Let's go, dude. God, well, yeah. this makes it. that. God, you know what? I, I'm just so go. glad. Because I'm going to tell everybody, like, I'm going to post on the post. It's going to be like, you got to wait till the end. The big announcement. Yeah. Like, a major, major announcement. Like, announced, I, I, we, already, we already knew Zyler and Brecklin were pregnant. Can he announce the name? Like he, oh, hey, no, this is, this is big. Dude. This is huge. Like, I I, I, I laugh, I've laughed with like, so like uh, our buddy, David, his oldest, she's going to college next year. And I'm like, yes, huh? I'm older than David. E- I'm going to have a, <laughs> like, so it just becomes funny. We're like, right. uh, I'm like 17 years behind you, but that's cool. All right, hey, man, you got to do it sometime. You know what I'm saying? And Dude, we couldn't be more think, happier. Well, I think I have a couple of kids probably on the East Coast somewhere. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe in Europe. I'm not, I don't know. But I want to tell you this right now, man. Congratulations. And uh, your son's going to be amazing, man. Your son's going to be amazing. He's going to be something. He's going he's to have a great he, dad. I know that. If he if he's going to take after me, good dude, luck, he, Carly. Dude. No, my it's going to be amazing, man. My wife, good luck. Dude. So. <laughs> well, now... I feel sorry for your wife right now because she's having to she's she's carried a baby and she has to do with you. But man, damn it, you're gonna be a good dad. Y'all gonna be great parents. Come on, Greg. We're excited. Shut We're excited. up, man. You went until the end to tell me this. And I but I know, know I so said it's like it was like a little it, bit of breaking news, I didn't know where to and, sneak it in. So and, and sometimes I remember like in our in the sports office when we worked together, like we're not about breaking news. Who gives a shit? Let's just let's just cover the the you know let's just What's cover happening? the, the yeah. Lisa Golden Tornadoes. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's just cover. The, you know what I'm saying? Andy Ellis is coming back to his jersey. Let's like, do that. I'm not trying to break us back then. Like breaking a story was like the big deal. Like, we're not trying to do that, dude. Uh, obviously, the winners of top podcast is breaking stories. So, dude, wow. thank you, man. Hey, all right. Well, that's amazing. And I want to thank you for uh, taking your time out of your busy schedule and obviously very busy <laughs> schedule. You act like to, I'm busy. Uh, to join me and on the Winners or Top podcast. And dude, you're you're a legend, and you are my friend, and I find you fascinating. And I will always those three things will never cease. So you are amazing. That will never cease. I find you fascinating. That will never cease. And you're my friend, and that will never cease. Greg, thank you so much for joining me on the Win, Loser, Top podcast. Love you, brother. I love you too, man. And that's it. But you know what? That's not, at the very end, though, I always do one thing. Well, I mean. I mean, come on now. Come on. Dude. Let's do always, it. Yeah, it's, let's, let's do it, right? Well, as I, uh, I end my podcast, as it ended all my phone calls in the 90s and that's with one word and that's with one word only and that word is wits oh wait so oh, it's a wits wits <laughs> 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 you're the best great you're the best